can. He's the best at that. He's number one. <laughs> You're just going right out from the beginning. I mean, and he Kent. said from the get-go. He nailed it. Kent's the best so far. He's the best because he nails it on time and because we forget every oh, time. I don't mention it ever. And then he's just on it every time. So, yeah, good job. Welcome back, Kent. The well, rapper who is Rhymebeck is worse at the timing. The guy that's hot on the mic? Yeah, hot on the mic. Hot on the mic. Rhymebeck, Rhymebeck, like, hot on the mic. I like Zach's uh, beer can. Oh, nice. yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, we yeah. didn't know that was coming. He did that on his own, huh? Mm-hmm. On his own. Yeah, that surprised us. But it's it's our Halloween week. Thundering <laughs> rage. And Ken has joined us once I'm again. Here. <laughs> it's a goddamn tradition. Ken is back. It's horror season. The best season. It's Jacket horror movie weather. time. So what do we do first? Yes. We did Halloween the first year, which was very early in the podcast, Halloween right? 2018. That's that was right. the first year. We're supposed to be doing the sequel this time. Oh, that's bullshit. What's the news on that? I don't want to know any plot news. I just want to know. Last it coming it's, uh, next year. Filming next year? Are they filming it's it now? It's not filmed. It was oh. supposed it was to come supposed. out this year. Well, what put it back? Corona. I don't know if you heard about this. <laughs> no, but people are still able to work from home. If it's a, if it's like down to editing and stuff, or is it like voiceovers no, and things? It's still? done. It's done. They're remastering it's completely it. Completely done. Completely ready to go. Not just filmed, but completely finished. Good to go. Why didn't Why didn't they put it out? Because they, they want, want a money. Big nationwide okay. theater release. It's yep. Halloween. They, they don't want, want to money. deal with this video on it's demand. Supposed to be really good. Yeah, I heard it's great. <clears throat> supposed to be like. The Halloween 2018 on acid I read or something yeah, like that. like on steroids, amped up. So the fact that we have to wait a year mm-hmm. for something that's just going to be sitting around. I was thinking of this. Yeah, it sucks. But I was thinking of this two days ago. Do you think there's going to be a leak before it gets released? No. You think they got that fucker on lockdown pretty good? I think so. You yeah. don't think someone's going to be able to hack that? I think nowadays they can do that thing where <laughs> they send you a link you know, or if the file or whatever, it counts how many views. Mm-hmm. It knows where it was viewed at. So if that thing gets out, they can like pretty much locate who breached it. Isn't Unless it, someone's got one without that code on it. Isn't it usually a person? Or a super hacker. Isn't it usually a person who's kind of irresponsible or something and it gets leaked that way? I don't know. It's not someone necessarily going out of their way to leak it. It's just that like someone doesn't handle well, left it. Left it under the bed in the hotel. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, the script. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> I always think it's a disgruntled intern that's like, Fuck them. I'm releasing Jason X on Torrent before it comes out. Did that happen? Oh, Jason X did come out on tour before it was released. Was it worth it? Was Jason X good? No. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Just like how Jason it's Goes fun. to Hell is the best of all of those it's movies. Fun. Yeah. Jason uh, Goes... I would rather watch Jason X than watch Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, there's not even Jason. You don't get to see Jason a black movie. man eating Jason's heart. I don't know why you wouldn't choose Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> the worst it's... part of Jason Goes to Hell is when Kane Hodder, as that security guard's like, Jason's a pussy. And you're just like, come on, dude. And yeah. Two seconds later, he's dead. That's the whole point. Jason X That's is terrible. fun, though. It is not good in any way, shape, or form. And it looks like it was filmed by, like, WB. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they literally just wanted to throw out or vomit out a movie 
to keep Jason in everyone's mind because they were still working on Freddy, Freddy versus, versus Jason. Jason. So they're like, uh, make another Jason movie. Yeah, do it. Do put it. Him go, in, quick, uh, quick. Put him in space. How <laughs> was Freddy versus Jason though? Was it worth it? I liked it. I still do like it. There's some problems and it's there's some cheese to it, but the end fight is awesome. The end fight it, is amazing. When he shoves all the rebar and the rebar when he shoves a uh, or no one. Freddy's fucking hacking him with his own machete. That shit's yeah. awesome. And then he Slowly rips in his heart. Freddy's arm off and shoves it through Freddy's chest. That part's awesome. Yep. It's complete schlock and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is complete schlock. schlock? It's yes. WWE. It is. <laughs> with two. It's WWE soundtrack. Yeah. It was tied in with WWE for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's uh, terrible. I read a, well, listen to a book. I should, I don't read books anymore. I listen to them, mm-hmm. but it was called uh, Slash of the Titans. Yeah, it was about the whole Freddy versus Jason uh, process. Yeah, like the tells you about every script that was put out there. Some of them are crazy, like the one where they end up in a wrestling ring, and the ropes are intestines, and like Jeffrey Dahmer and (laughs) Hitler are front row, kind (laughs) of. And they're all there. Just it's like a wrestling ring. They're all there to watch Freddy and Jason fight. For what it is, for combining two franchises, uh, it's fun. It took a, a long time to do. That well. doesn't usually happen, does it? No. Combining franchises? Used to. They used to do like uh, Dracula and the Mummy and Frankenstein. They would have like Wolfman. They would have movies together. But that, yeah. that sounds like black and white days, though. Yep. In like uh, comic books, they did DC, oh, like yeah. Batman versus Captain America because they were both hurting for money so bad. So when times get desperate. And and uh, Batman versus Punisher, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, Batman. Batman there's Punisher. actually Batman versus uh, uh, Judge Dredd. Batman versus uh, Predator in the comics. What? There's all yeah. sorts of stuff like that. Oh, crazy. <laughs> oh wow, that seems desperate. But you guys are talking about people downloading. What about A Quiet Place Two? You remember that movie that they were going to release? And oh yeah, that was like the very first movie. Coronavirus delayed. It was like a week from coming out. Oh, wow. And God, then I forgot they about pulled that movie. It, it. Yeah. You never hear anything about it. No. It's because people don't care as I much. Did, I couldn't remember what you were talking about for a second. I, was like, I don't know what the too. fuck you're talking about. People, yeah. Once people saw Bird Box, they were like, I need, I, I, I don't need anything else. I, I got a quiet place. And then I got Bird Box. And then I think I'm, I'm set. I haven't seen uh, Bird Box. No, I never watched it. It was okay. Bird I heard it was Pikes. like a quiet place too for your mom. See, I didn't see A Quiet Place until a while after Bird Box. Oh, okay. But I, th- I mean, A Quiet Place was fine. John Krasinski like does a good job. Place. I like The Quiet Place. I like things. Yes, Zach, my voice does get high sometimes. I didn't like the end, but I, that's a th- I just always have negative things to say about movies. Oh, Michelle hates everything. I'm the, kind, I'm the kind of person where someone would be like, well, then you write a fucking movie. And I'd be like, it would be terrible. <laughs> I'm not- just like the other ones. <laughs> I'm not saying I could do it any better. I'm saying you also suck it's, at it. It's like when He Who Shall Not Be Named used to call me fat and i'd be like you're fat and he'd be like that doesn't make you any less fat and i was like that is the best point but also you're an asshole yeah like <laughs> fuck you you <laughs> son of a bitch you're so right <laughs> so the same thing then next you came with tales from the crypt right yes. demon night demons Good fucking something time. demons i don't i I'll i told you in. to get demons of something right in right now now demons of something. okay <laughs> this is me flipping you off <laughs> Oh and that God. was a fun episode. Very fun episode. Mm-hmm. Great one. And now, yeah, because of coronavirus, right. we have come to 
Dr. Sleep. No, I'm in the running. I am now tied for this belt that Rhymebag keeps bringing up. Are you serious? That he's made this a comp- This Zach, is my fifth time here. Zach just brought it up too. Fifth? It makes sense because we usually have Group. you guys like... Gojira. Yeah. Oh. Gojira. This is my fifth so this time. Is three Halloweens. Gojira. And then he was on the... The guest. The group. The I group actually, episode for the what 101. What the fuck was Rhymebag on? Because... Oh, he brought it <laughs> Yeah. That's right. I got he had, notes. He had Rage Against the Machine. Rage. Okay. He had Dub C. Is that what you missed? That's the times because I've been on the longest. Oh. <laughs> I want he my got belt. Real. <laughs> he got real. And now we're this. embarking on a three-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan Bag. Come at me. Y'all forgot who the king is. <laughs> I love it. Oh. And I'm also the first guest. Can't take that away. That is true. You are the first I'm guest. I'm the first and only field trip the critics have taken. That's true. We've never... My God, this man has it all you, prepared. I was just listening to the podcast <laughs> and suddenly I was being attacked. <laughs> Hippie and rhyme bag. <laughs> oh, I'm shooting on you. You're talking about Freddy versus Jason WWE. <laughs> Shots have been called, motherfuckers. That's hilarious. It's funny because Kirk has been Tower, on us. Power. As soon as that episode was done, he has been on us like every time we see him. He was here today asking asked about us it. To be on again. He wants to be on. He's like, I still have multiple uh, like if albums picked hippie out. Hippie or rhyme bag come through that door wanting to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have audio of a beatdown. <laughs> we need to do that. Maybe the next episode we have all three of you on together. So you guys can right. Because who can podcast be- the longest? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who quits first? <laughs> well, that's Rhymebag. God. For sure. Yeah, he falls asleep. I'm like, count the time. He's just give him a bag of gummy worms and he's done. And then we have to count how many times Zach has to inject insulin in him to stay alive. <laughs> so you were here for three injections. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would win, Kent, because you were always the guy who at any get-together, any party, would be up until, like, the next morning. Oh, it was... If I was there, it was Kent and I till the end. And Kent, like, you just always had something in you. Like, I'm going to be the winner of being awake and being the drunkest. (laughs) Give you that Jack Torrance look. (laughs) (laughs) Which he has. Time to take your medicine. (laughs) All right. So, so it's time to talk about Dr. Sleep. Movie. <laughs> when did this movie come out? We watched Dr. Sleep starring, starring Big Dick Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Long Dong Ewan McGregor. Really? What we found guys out got the- some information. Oh, uh, so I, I, <laughs> Sam told, uh, there's, it's known that Willem Dafoe has a huge Yeah, I was wanker. talking about Willem Dafoe's big crank. Because I talk about big cranks. And by the way, you can find a video. You didn't know Willem Dafoe had a monster in his... No. There is a Vimeo video out there on Reddit that you can find. It's down in the comments. But there is a video (laughs) of like a stage play that Willem Dafoe was in. 
1986, so the year you were born, I yep. assume. Uh, dance like he and a lady, Make and there's it. another guy. They're they're fully nude and flaccid. His dick is as big as a normal penis. <laughs> wow. That's flopping around. Wild. So then I looked up like a list of actors because it just popped up in the in the Googs and I decided <laughs> to just popped up, Sam. So I clicked on it and Ewan McGregor is on that list, as oh. well as like Liam Neeson apparently has a huge dick. Yeah. Jared Leto apparently has a huge dick. I think Jared dick. Leto There's paid whole... for him to be put into that list. <laughs> Neesoncock.com. That's a thing. Yeah. I don't know why Hamaconda wasn't on that list. Because uh, Kevin Smith. They have a section at the end of oh, Hollywood yeah, Babylon. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. A song and everything about Neeson. Liam Neeson's cock <laughs> is so big. Yeah. How big <laughs> is it? <laughs> I didn't know about this. Yeah, I remember this now. His dick took a trip to China and came back with Corona. Just dumb shit like that. That makes a dick big? <laughs> I don't know. My dick got Corona. It's huge. <laughs> makes sense. And it's it can't, the biggest lungs. It, it was, can't breathe. It was the Bering Strait land bridge. <laughs> yes, natives walked upon it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah LisaNockCock.com. Enjoy it, folks. So anyway, Dr. Sleep. <laughs> so Ewan McGregor yes. with the huge long dong is in this movie because he plays Danny Torrance grown up. Danny Torrance in the now. When did this movie Dairy? come out again? Danny. Do you know, Kent? Uh, With all those notes that you had before me, you don't have the date of release, do you? No, not the date of the release. It was. I watched. Well, it on the book Fire came out in 2013, right? Nin- that- it came out just last year, 2019. I was gonna say, oh, early, wow. so it's very 2019. recent. 2019. I didn't know it was this recent. I was getting like a 2017 vibe to it. Nope. kind of. Yeah, I was wondering too, but no, just last year. It's much more recent than I thought. Mm-hmm. Did you see it in theater? I did. Specifically because I watched it on Fire Stick, and it's like a sequel to The Shining starring Ewan McGregor. The promotion of the movie was terrible. I was like, nobody asked for this fucking movie or book. So I watched it on (laughs) Fire Stick, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. What the hell is this? And then, uh, so I specifically, it's one of those things where studios think that if you release it on streaming first, that they're going to lose money. I specifically went to see it in theaters on the big screen because I watched it at home first and I wanted to see it. Huh. But anyway, I have glasses on, so I'm a nerd. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, and you have a true love for cinema. Most people are just like, yep, saw it. Good night. See you. Yeah. Well, they actually sent me to the wrong theater first. They told me the wrong number. So I sat in an empty theater and. For like 15 minutes, <laughs> me and Malia were like, what the fuck? So I walked up to the front desk and we're like, can you start the movie? And then they're like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, okay. And then they came in later and like, yeah, that movie's been playing for 40 minutes over at this other theater number. It's like, what? So you missed 40 minutes of it? Yeah, like the beginning. So yeah, what happened? Was, Did you just go and watch? The what? last... Oh, that sucks. Two and a half hour movie, and I missed like. But you had seen it. Like, so you. Yeah, I knew knew what you seen. Malia hadn't seen it. I watched it. Oh, I'm pissed now. Mm -hmm. That would have been confusing as hell. Yeah. And I would have been really irritated. Did they give you like a coupon or anything? Money back? Nothing. Like, yeah, you idiots are in the wrong theater. Yeah, like, that's what they thought. They told like, me it was <laughs> this theater. Well, no other customers okay, came in. Okay, in their defense. 
I mean, is it like listed outside of each theater like it is at every theater? He I, said, can I get tickets to Dr. Sleep at Theater 12? And then the kid said, it's in Theater 13. And can't went to Theater 13. It was on a theater. Even though it was clearly it was like theater 12. Dr. Seuss or something it instead was... of Dr. Sleep. It was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> nothing, I tell you, Jerry. No, it was nothing. No movie ever played. We just sat there. Like this movie should have started. 15 I'm just minutes saying. Like what the fuck? I feel like you should have read at least the doors, though. <laughs> like how it usually says what the movie is when you were walking by and been like, she "I think this, it's this one instead." She wants this to be your fault. This, <laughs> I think you have to claim a little bit of responsibility. I, maybe <laughs> I did some things wrong, <laughs> but go down if it's even still open. It was the uh, Newport theater that giant uh two three story movie theater down there you gotta take elevators i'm not aware of this you get your parking validated yeah (laughs) so interesting it was it's a huge complex that is a big place but we watched still i would have looked at the theater number on my ticket (laughs) nope Nope. We will sit here. I trust until what the people movie say <laughs> all the time. He went up to the front. Can we start this movie? Yeah. And then the guy went, Oh, yes, my mistake. <laughs> it but, went for so long. It's like press and play on a VCR. I can't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> it's right by the Mountain Dew dispenser. <laughs> He's just like, Oh, yeah, sorry, Theater 13. Fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good stuff. So let's talk about Dr. Sleep. Let's, let's try. do it. Let's say we, we talk about this. So what's up? I'm not leading it this. A, it was a movie. So, okay. Movie. So I'll say from the get up and go, because I, I need to out myself here. Let's do it. Is that I apparently missed a huge part of The Shining. The like, original Shining. Like one of the, you know, like... I'd say foundational facts about the movie. So there's something that I missed. So this is this is how I and I haven't seen The Shining a lot. I've only seen it a few times. But this is how I've always seen it. Jack is crazy. There's a house that's crazy and like haunted. It possesses Jack. Jack goes wild, tries to kill his family. Okay? Yes. And I think that the they're obviously they're fucking with Danny because as everyone has always said, like kids and animals and stuff are like more susceptible to seeing ghosts and like paranormal things and spiritual stuff. So like, I thought that they were just like, he was seeing stuff because of the house. I never, I was just like, so has he always had this like supposed shining thing that they're talking about in Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm. And apparently I've talked to Sam and aunt Pam about it. And it's like, yeah, there's like a whole conversation with Scatman Crothers at the table where he like explains it to him. Uh, you know the whole thing. It's called the Shining. He's got the Shining. Yeah. <laughs> Still, <Scott Powers. laughs> but, that, I, but that's the thing. Like I think I just took that as more of like a metaphorical conversation. I didn't mm. take that as something literal. I was just. I thought he was just trying to be like you're special and like, like I really just didn't get it that he was like psychic because I didn't. He wasn't like controlling anything. He was just like scared and seeing stuff. Yeah, but he was talking to Dick Halloran with his mind. Yep. 
Yeah, but that could have just been... Hey, kids have imaginations. Dick was talking back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They're in the house. When you're in that fucking, like, our hotel or whatever. Like, I just thought that there were... That the hotel, like, controlled people or, like, made weird things happen. I never realized that Danny was actually a special kid with a special gift. So, uh-huh. I was a little bit confused. He's got yep, the okay. shining. And I just needed to out myself that apparently I'm completely fucking retarded. So let me ask you this. After you learned that, did Dr. Sleep take on this whole new, like, okay, well, now I forgive a lot of the things I'm seeing because... No. Okay. (laughs) I still think that there were a lot of things, and this is something that's been discussed many times between you and I. I I think that everyone says that Stephen King's books are better. And a lot of times when things from books are tried to you know be adapted into a movie sometimes they don't always translate properly sometimes they look a little cheesy or a little like like it just doesn't get executed well and i think that there are some things in this movie for me that have that sort of thing that i assume would be better in the book i assume the bet the book would be better the book it's just easier in a book to describe everything and your your mind is way more apt to make it less cheesy Mm-hmm. She's. I'm going to say the example that she's talking about because I felt the same thing. I was like, this. Some of this seems like a Disney Halloween movie, like when the steam is coming out and they're using their hands to like shove it into oh, their mouths. We're feasting and like. Well, I, I just, just thought that cheesy. looked bad every time it ever happened. Uh-huh. It looked. I did like it when they went brutal on that kid, but in the book, it's. It, it doesn't feel cheesy ever. You're just like, you know, they just describe it, and you're like, okay with it. And with a book, you get more emotions in their heads. There's some stuff that happens in this movie that, like, I didn't understand the emotional choice behind it or anything like that or what it yeah. represented. And now that I'm listening to the book, I'm like, oh, yeah, now I know exactly what's going on. It's yeah, they just this, didn't this, really this, this. explain it the way that they threw it together, even though it's yeah. supposed to mean the same or thing. Or it's almost like an Easter egg sometimes for people who did yeah. read the book. They yeah. don't mean, they didn't even want to explain it in the film. They were just like, yeah, this is in the book. Just name yeah. it. Because, like, I mean, she already- mentions Momo. At a point in this thing, yeah. this Momo grandma plays a huge role in the book. She's mentioned One casually time. in the movie. Have you read this book, Kent? I have not, and that's one of the things I was going to talk about because I don't know if I want to read the book. Oh. Really? Explain, please. Because the movie, Stephen King notoriously hates Stanley Kubrick's Shining because yes. he changed so much stuff. Yeah, but as a movie, it's still a good movie. It's just not true to the book. Yeah, yeah, pissed him off. And <laughs> that makes sense. The um, I don't know if I I like the changes in the movie more than I like the way because I think Kubrick's mm-hmm. Shining is way superior than Stan or Stephen King's The Shining. Have you watched that one? The, the Stephen he, Weber one. Yeah, yeah. Sam owns that. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Steven I don't really Weber's remember. Great in it, but like yeah, the CG good. and the animal stuff mm. sucks. And but I think the story is better, Kubrick's way. Other than Jack not having an arc because he starts off crazy, like yeah. you can already tell. He's like he watched it on the TV. Mm-hmm. He's like already <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Can't do a Jack Nicholson impression. He watched it on the TV. Watched it on the TV. He's better when you weren't thinking about. It. I know. I, get, yeah. I might throw him out. It's but he's, very difficult to do uh, impressions. I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> I am terrible at it. But continue. But I think. Kubrick's is way better. And yeah. I actually think 
all of Stephen King's movies, when when adapted, are better when the director takes liberties and changes things from the book, because the book is the book, and that's fine. But a lot of the things, like if they put the gangbang in it, yeah, like why? There's it's things like, turn a lot of people. There's in. things that they put in the second it. From the book that fucking sucked. Yeah, the uh, because it didn't the translate lumberjack well. Thing well yeah, it's like, sucked. Okay, come on now. It reads fine. Yeah. Visually, it sucks. That's the but thing. It's all, the translation. Yeah, all, yeah. All of Stephen King's movies where the director has taken the, the source material, ninety percent of what's going on, and then changed things mm-hmm. have been better than the straight adaptions. Film wise, yeah. Yes, for sure. But Netflix fucked up. Is they should have been on board for all this and then been like it should have been a netflix 10 hour eight hour series Shoo. just like you know like anything else but they, i think they'd be better well it too sucked very but much if so. they just did it like where it bounces back and forth and whatnot like the book does kind of like what they do with uh what's it called what's that movie show that came out the haunting of hill house no it's a uh, stephen king like it's based on a town Oh, Castle Rock? Castle Rock. I haven't watched that. It's, I like that very much. Season two was very good. They kind of stretch out things and mm-hmm. yeah. let things breathe, but in a tolerable way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like film adaptions, sometimes when they're so... But so far, this movie, Dr. Sleep, is pretty fucking close to this book. Is it? Yeah. I just... I mean, it does... The, I think the movie does a perfect marriage of... Uh, marrying the two together where the hotel burns down at the end of the book mm-hmm. in the movie it's still there yes so he the director flanagan had to like marry the two yeah and i think it does it perfectly and i don't know in the book they don't go back to the overlook they were in like the hey, shut up shut up shut up <laughs> i haven't read the book i can't tell you you've watched a movie it's just the overlook is not there yeah yeah in the book yeah from the very beginning of the book he's talking about the overlook you know blew up a long time ago it's been yeah. gone for years so i think it's like the perfect that you still get to go back to the overlook i'm i'm kids make hand movements and i'm mocking him. ronald rumping it right now <laughs> ronald rumping it <laughs> and uh <laughs> hey, listen. It's he was so dark on that last debate. Continue. <laughs> but so, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, you're reading the book. I didn't expect yeah. you to read the book. Like, I didn't expect to either. What I, happened two I, days ago? <laughs> like flipped through it and kind of read some things. But I think a lot of it, just like Danny is Abra's Danny. uncle in the book. It's like, I did. What, that's the that's spoiler what I that she told me about. Like, what is going? That's like, what I ruined. That's have, way too far. Jack had to have an affair, and then it's this like, just an illegitimate this, child was Lucy, who way was Abra's mom. Yeah, which like that is a fucking stretch, and that is unneeded. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, which I know that crazy. that's the that's the source material, like that's yeah. where it came from. But that's Stephen King just going. This. Oh, look at me. Uh, I can do this. I'm yeah. glad. And Stephen King that does that a lot out. in his books. You're like, eh. I mean, they're all supposed to be Come interconnected, on. but that's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. she has to be his niece. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? He can be Uncle Danny, uh, not literally. Uncle mm-hmm. Danny. So, the beginning of this movie, we get to meet some we, characters. We meet Violet first, which is an adorable little girl. Man, do they yes. like to cast cute kids in scary movies a, to get destroyed. <laughs> of course. Just mm-hmm. like Georgie in the beginning of the the first It movie. Yes. Yeah. If he was not the cutest little boy I'd seen in a while, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I wanted to know, Kent, mm-hmm. since you have children. Yes. 
And you had a pre-children time as well where you loved horror movies. Mm-hmm. Children in danger now. Is it more intense for you since you've had children yeah. than it was before? Like Do you have it. an extra like, oh, fuck. That's like the only thing that scares me about anymore. I mean... I'm a that actually like gives you the heebie-jeebies, like yeah. oh man, the so, what? Like the, the heebie-jeebies. That's not what you said. Like, heebie-jeebies. The, <laughs> the kids always are wanting to watch scary movies and stuff. I'm like, that wasn't scary to you. I'm like, no, that's not scary to me. And they're like, well, what's scary to you? I'm like, you getting hit by a car because you're not listening <laughs> yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. That's what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> not the thing. That's fun. Not something that's clearly just made up <laughs> yeah, and written. I'm, I climb tall shit all the time. I'm chimney sweep, like steep roofs, all that shit. Uh. Like. That's I'm Fine, used bye. to that. You not listening to me and running out into the street and getting plowed down by somebody leaving Knights of Columbus. With a big Trump flag me. on the back. Just yeah. revving their engine yeah. to get that black smoke Yeehaw! pumping and not even caring. Genuine fear. They thought yeah. that they hit a cat, so they're just like yeehawing as they keep driving down the road. They didn't realize it was a child. <laughs> well, uh, that actually happened like a year ago now. A dude left Knights of Columbus, uh, ramped the railroad tracks. The kids are in the front yard right there by the uh-huh. guardrail. Like fishtailed into the guardrail, hit the guardrail, started laughing and like drove off. Jesus. Do you think he was drunk? Yeah, he got a. Yeah. I had to call the cops. I'm not one to ever. Yeah, that's fine. Call the cops that's, and tell on somebody. I'm like, that's insane. Not when kids are right there. Fucking kids in the yeah, front yard, right there, dude. That's oh, a that's that's a time to call the cops. Yeah, I don't. And it, the guardrail is still mangled. They just left it. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, whatever. That person didn't have to Fuck. replace it. Did I they would know imagine it was? that they would have to pay for it? But the, the government never gets anything done, so yeah. it's still like that. And they just carved the street up in the front. To redo piping and shit, but the guardrail still mangled. Wow, Fuck that. Anyway, so, sorry. we met Violet, this so adorable little girl. Violet is going to pick flowers, and her mom's like, "Don't go very far," and she's like, mm-hmm. "I won't." And then, but of course, she will. It's like head. It, but yep. then you don't see the transition. You just see that she's picking flowers, and then all of a sudden, there's some like hippie lady down by the water mm-hmm. who has prettier flowers than she does. So then, all of a sudden, she's just like right there next to the hippie lady. Yeah. Hey. This is where we get to meet a main, main character. Do we know who this actress's name is? Do the, we know who this is? she in, in other stuff? Uh, Not that I... I thought that Ferguson. I, I thought that I recognize... It's Rebecca Ferguson. Her name is Rose the Hat. Yeah, Rose the Hat. And I thought that I would have recognized something that she had done, but I don't because I don't watch Mission Impossible movies. She, oh, she's mm-hmm. in that, huh? She was in The Greatest Showman. She was in The Girl on the Train. Uh, just things I've never seen, but seen she looks familiar to me. Like, I felt like I should know her from her face, but I've never seen anything she's ever nope. been in. I've never seen anything. So I like it when that happens in movies because it makes you more engrossed. Like, this, they are really that character. Like, when you see somebody who's famous playing something, you're always kind of like, Tom Cruise. Yeah, you're you. always like, there's Tommy. There's <laughs> Dwayne the Rock. Yeah. You know, it, you don't, it's like watching old horror movies where you don't know who these fucking kids are. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it's like, Paul that's who Rudd. they are. They and, are that team that just got killed. Yeah. That's all who they are. And yeah. then decades later, Paul Rudd still looks the same as he did when he starred in that movie. Oh, Paul, you know, that was uh, Paul Rudd's first movie. That happens six. a lot. A lot of people do horror movies early on but, in their careers. But Clueless came out first. So, yeah. So imagine having a big hit and then knowing that you're going to have this Halloween six come out Let's just, <laughs> i'm sure the people that own the rights to halloween were just thrilled about they were it. like fuck yeah yes well from the kid who brought you clueless yeah. <laughs> All of, i i just think that the people who weren't watching clueless may have enjoyed him from watching him 
in a horror movie. It may not mm-hmm. have been the same people watching those movies. It wasn't the same people, but nobody was happy when they were watching Halloween 6. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a very good one. Paul Rudd was when, when he was cashing his paycheck. Uh, $4. <laughs> I made uh, $3,000. Anything's good when it's your first. They had to give all the money to fucking Donald Pleasants to just get him to come back on that one. Please, Donnie, please. And then he died. Yeah, he did. Before it came out. Yep. That's great. And then they tastefully put him screaming at the end. <laughs> so I assume we're pretty far time-wise under this podcast, but we have not talked minutes. about Dr. Sleep hardly at all. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, so when Love she meets it. Rosa Do we Hatt- need to play a trailer, by the way? I don't think so. Okay. Just just asking. What can't Rose the Hat? Rose the Hat, uh, her and Violet is framed up like the original Frankenstein. Ah. That's what it's supposed to look like. If you uh, go I don't back understand. And watch it. Where they have, uh, it's the exact same shot as Frankenstein, where Rose the Hat and Frankenstein are on the right. Uh, the little girl is on the left. They have the, like the bushes and trees coming up around them, and there's the water behind them. For like, when he throws the little girl into the yeah, water. Where it's water. tranquil. Yeah. Yep. Very relaxing and pleasant looking. Well, that's a cool little homage thing there. Yeah. Uh, I like Mike Flanagan's style. He's He did uh, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Gerald's game on Netflix. Um, he did that new Blind Manor, and he did uh, Hush. That's on Netflix. I have seen none of these. Yeah, I've not none seen of any of these things either. I just started Haunting of Hill House. I have not watched it, and um, I did watch Hush, and Hush is awesome. It's a girl in a house Hush. that is deaf, Hush. that is being stalked by like a Michael Myers kind of dude, kind of like if you mashed up Scream and halloween kind of she's deaf so she can't hear like where he's at or anything i think i've heard of that but he's like texting her and stuff like i'm in the front door now i see you it looks like he also did the ouija movie or ouija movie however you want to pronounce that the second one origin of evil origin of evil it doesn't say two so i wasn't aware so yeah i've not seen anything he's ever done other than dr sleep this whole violet meeting rose the hat scene is not in the book so this is added just right at the beginning to really? give you to slam home the point that they are taking kids I, mm-hmm. and it also gives yeah. you just an idea of like you said the work that they have to do before the next person that they meet oh yeah that they have to actually like do this like elaborate thing and like play to get these kids yeah it seems like when you know, they're going to work to get this next girl. But like on this take of the child, it seems like it not only takes Rose the hat to get this kid to kind of follow instruction, but the whole, you know, the whole group, the true not. Yeah. When they're just standing around, when I watched it the first time, I just thought it was like, they're just like doing that to cage her in, which they are, but they're also doing it to like cage her in mentally. Yeah. And like, they're all shining at her to like, yeah, stay right like the fuck there. Stay right there. Yeah. And then to snatch. Is it because they're they're like enough to shine where it's noticeable, but they're still kind of weak shiners? So it takes all of them? Uh, it might just be overkill in that point, you know? We need this fucking steam. Yeah, I just I was it seemed to me like they were just starving. Like you hear the the branch break uh, yeah. and then there's just crow. And then they talk a little bit and you hear something else and then there it's all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just 
once she grabs a hold of her, she, they're like they all just swarm her in here. Because oh, like, I love the starving. swarm. Yeah, I like, love the swarm. Well, I'm, I mean, later when we do see the canisters that the this is the shine is kept in, there aren't a lot of canisters that seem to actually have anything in them. No, it looks like most of two. them are empty. Yeah, yeah. So it, it makes sense that they would be starving and would be really anxious to get Violet. So should we talk about the whole the thing? Like their whole goal is they need the shine, right? They need. To stay young, right? Michelle was bringing up points that, yeah, like why do they need food? <laughs> why do they need food they if need they're not? Water? Because it made it. Because I was confused because they do meet the next character, which is a teenage girl, and she her power is being able to put people to sleep. So obviously she's going to she's, she's more her. valuable that they don't have to do as much as this whole like elaborate play to mm-hmm. get someone something. She could just be like, "You want to go to sleep?" Yeah, uh, but. <clears throat> Where the fuck was I going with this? They were eat, you were talking about why they need the steam it's, and why uh, they yeah. need food. It's, it's, <laughs> I guess I was under the impression that they're kind of undead. Yeah, like uh, that they're like that they're you, not not alive. So why would they need food to survive? But they just then, don't age. But are no. they actually alive? They're just like I don't. I guess I don't understand that. My, nope. they're alive, right? They're they're alive. No, um, I don't know what the book says. But she says that you died. You died. Yeah. Yeah, but I That's don't... That's what I thought. I didn't know if everyone died or if she was like, I just want this one back. I'm using all the shine I have to try and bring her back. Because in the book... <laughs> Tells you, nerd. Yeah, she's... <laughs> well, you see, in the book... Uh, the nerd King is, said... No, in the book... The nerd Stephen is the person King. who came with an entire fucking <laughs> journal written out. And a cardigan Just, on with glasses. It's not a cardigan. I don't know it's what good. cardigans mean. It's a huge <laughs> hole in it. That's you do not. Uh, she says that you might you might die, and if they die, they're just done. In yeah. the book, they're they're dead. Yeah. If they during the transformation, they die. So I didn't know if in this book, I didn't or in the movie, I didn't think they were undead. I just thought it was the. That she had died, and she was like, nope, I want this one too bad. Unless, yeah, unless I'm that's what happened, back. and they just didn't explain it. But you were under the impression that they are undead. I looked at them like vampires. They basically are. That's kind of how it seems. Which is why I like this so much, and why I picked it. Because it's like a nice Halloween. You get uh, vampires and haunting. Oh, are you a vampire fan? Yeah, I like Interview with a Vampire, and all kinds of... Vampire, vampire oh, stuff, yeah. even though my nickname from Sam has been Dracul for very long. I can't yeah. even do a fucking... Dracul the Vampire. Yep. I, I, I've I, never been into vampire stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never been into, like, taking someone's essence or, like, sucking their blood or, like, taking their life force physically through, like, this steamy, shiny stuff that comes out of their mouth. Like, that stuff like that has always been... That's where it seems cheesy to me, because I guess... I don't know. Like I watched, I saw the Buffy movie back in the day, but that was supposed to be like goofy and funny yeah. and stuff at the same time. Like it was hammy. Yeah. But You're not into serious vampire stories. I can't really take serious vampire stuff serious. Is it because there's a aura of like romanticism to it most of the time? I think that's part of it that it just has like a cheese have, to me. And have, I think it's supposed to be like sexual kind of. Have you seen, was it? Yeah, it's like that True like Blood a, show never yeah, appealed like to a, me. It's almost like an STD kind of. It is. Yeah. Vampires have to be invited and, and they're going to give you this disease transmitted have this undying urge for the rest of your from, existence yeah. more <laughs> pussy yeah. Yeah. Uh, pussy blood is it, 30, is it 30 days of night 
Yeah. Where they're just like rabid creatures. No. That's a vampire story that's just carnage. There's no like real romanticism there. They just just need blood. That makes more sense. That's just like, we must feast. But yeah, seeing like Interview with a Vampire, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. Vampire in Brooklyn? Seeing the one, I've not seen that, but seeing the one with um, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. God damn it. (laughs) Where do I find this Gary Coleman vampire movie? Torrent you were talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Fuck. I don't know. Are you talking about Dracula with Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman, not Coleman. Uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, but to me as a kid, no, it has the worst fucking actor I've ever seen in my life, which is Keanu Reeves. Keanu is horrible. Everything else but Keanu in that movie is awesome. Hey, is that a vampire? (laughs) 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 He was... He used to be old. <laughs> Will you say, did he kill my dog? <laughs> <laughs> yes. My uh, favorite vampire movie is Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, God. I fuck with Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. <laughs> he is not funny to me. I do not like any Leslie Nielsen stuff. Renfield, I'm drinking vine and eating chicken. So you don't like Ray Stevens either, do you? <laughs> Actually, I, I, I thought Ray Stevens was okay when I was a kid. Look out at the, or don't look at the. <laughs> Here comes the too street. late. He was but, bare than Jack Weasel. <laughs> but uh, I think, <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> I think it's like Doctor really sleep. sexual. Like when uh, they eat Violet, and they're all like wafting in the smoke and like breathing heavy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They're all like addicted. But I it seems like every time they like do vampires. breathe in that and like. Their over eyes, a victim their eyes start glowing. well and they start like rubbing each other when they're done or like they'll rub yeah. their legs when they stand up it's and, like, like ecstasy man. it does it's seem like a like, real like vampire but they also still have to eat food but they just don't age if they and keep, drink bud as light as long as they take steam yeah if they keep eating then they just stay young so they poop too that's right i can't imagine a vampire not pooping. in the rv <laughs> You can't imagine Dracula pooping. Do you think there's blood in a vampire's shit? I think it's just all blood. It's just, oh, you know, like so vampires, coagulated blood. It's like coagulated. Ew, so they're like shit and blood clots. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But like big. It's always diarrhea, though. It's like. So they do not have to contact a doctor if there's blood in their stool. They have to contact a doctor if there's poop in their blood. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> So this is the true knot, is what we just talked about. Yes. The true knot. What is tied together cannot be untied. Gay. Gay? You never say gay. <laughs> That's what I did. It's just gay, bro. <laughs> I did when I was in like fifth grade. I said it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, the next scene is the classic. This I love this. We start the old overlook and the reshots. Yes. Of the stuff that they've done. It seems like they recreated things very, very well. There's only two shots that are taken from Kubrick's. Let me guess. Elevator? Blood no. Elevator? Nope. They redid Blood Elevator? Yes. Holy Is that CG? shit. Yes. It's CG? Oh, okay. That it's makes CG sense. CG because it's from a different perspective. Okay. It's Rose's height instead of Danny's. Ah. So that makes sense. I think That's... I remember seeing a video of them analyzing... Kubrick scene and then they like, like animate that scene in 3D from Danny's yeah. view and then since they did it in a 3D program they yeah. could move it up and yeah. I was like I bet that was for this movie but I didn't know I just yep. saw this thing like 
Yep, maybe last year. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but those flashback scenes. Like, I understand that they were nostalgic for people, but maybe it's just because I'm not as big of a Shining fan, even though I own the movie. You're not in love with it? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like, I I didn't feel like I needed those in the movie. I loved them. The carpet, when it comes up, or first when it shows the overlook, and then the carpet starts tiling up. It says, old ghosts. Well, the only yeah. nost- that's why I want to do the director's cut. The only nostalgic thing that I really liked, honestly, was the beginning when mm-hmm. Danny is riding his little three wheeler through ready. the hotel and the carpet and everything. Like, yeah, that looked really good. The yeah. woman coming out of two thirty seven looked great. Super creepy. Yeah, she looked. Great. Danny not- looked good, even though he's not nearly as cute as the original. He's still mm-hmm. a cute kid, and he looks a lot like him. And he's way cuter than the one that was in the Stephen Weber one. Yeah, that kid. Oh, that I hate kid that with kid. that monster his mouth. His mouth. I couldn't stand. I wanted to punch <laughs> his fucking mouth off. <laughs> he, he's, he's a mouth breather. Yeah, he was. He still looks like that, actually. And I found I him know. on Instagram earlier. <laughs> and he is like a super like pro-Trump. Uh, he likes to put all kinds of videos up of like Joe Biden. Good Lord. So like he takes it far. I was the kid in The Shining. That's all that kid can <laughs> yeah, say over one. and over. He was also in like Full House and, and, and different things. Yeah, he was in. He did small roles on a lot of I things. Tim Allen. Um, Lucky. <laughs> the original Danny is in the movie. He's at the what? baseball game. Oh, he is. Yep. Is he one of the people talking? I, I can't say for sure because whoever was talking in that baseball scene needs to go back to acting class <laughs> immediately. He may not have been the one know. speaking. He may have been the uh, other one sitting yeah, next to him. He's in the baseball where okay. Crow is. That's cool. In, His name yeah. is Danny as well. Yeah, like, he's actual. That's the weird part that I always thought about The Shining is Jack is Jack and Danny is Danny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so huh. it's super that's cool. Weird. I like that. But no, we don't get a Shelley character. Oh yeah, and then the, yeah, the Shelley Duvall, the person who played Shelley Duvall in this. Danny. Yeah, it's perfect. She did amazingly. She did a good job. I don't sounds just like she her. sounds say, just like her. You know, they had to audition like fifteen women who came in, and they went, "You got to do your best, Shelley Duvall." So for yeah. four hours, they had to sit there while women came in and went. The vocal inflections were great. <laughs> they were perfect. I think the woman perfect, that did it. as I did, because I did trail off a little bit on the couch when we watched it for the second time today. Mm-hmm. We watched the director's cut first, and then we watched the two and a half hour one today. to see okay. like what the differences were. And I yes. did notice some like they definitely paid a little more attention to detail. I mean, obviously yeah. they added things, but like even when the baseball kid is getting ripped up, it's longer in the director. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you actually see like it's blood like splattering like on him, his chin and you don't see that on the director's cut. So there were you know things that we definitely noticed. But it's I I trailed brutal. off and then out of nowhere woke up at the part where I told Much Sam later. that I thought that she did a great job, which is when the door was being broken into and she's doing that like Shelley Duvall freaked out in the bathroom yeah. by the bathroom door. I Holding think she did knife. a she did a great yeah. job on that part, yeah. I think. Yeah. She did I'd great. Love uh both of this. The kid, he was awesome and her. Mm-hmm. She sounds just like Shelley Duvall. <laughs> it was crazy. Like when they're sitting at the park and you hear her yell for Danny cuz he's talking to uh, hollering, yeah, it sounds just like her. Mm-hmm. I don't, maybe they stole it from the other. I don't one, think so. I think she just did a good. I think she job. did a really good job. Yeah, but they the the elevator blood is CGI, and then they took the opening shot of that mountain. Mm-hmm. When they first, start going to the overlook in this one mm-hmm. okay. is the beginning of The Shining when they fly over the water and then okay. zoom in on the car. That's lifted, but they turn it from night to day. 
Oh, okay. And that's the only two shots. Everything else is recreated. Well, what was the first one? The blood, blood. elevator. Wait, I thought you said that. No, that it's, was recreated. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's saying that was. There's only two. Everything else is redone. What was the one that? Wait. So now I'm confused. What was the first thing that they lifted? The, the blood mountain. elevator. No, no. You're saying that's redone. Yeah. There's only two shots that are redone. Oh, but they, they still took the shot, but then they added CGI to it? Yes. Okay. Everything else is redone. That's the only thing lifted. Did I get confused there? No, no. I think you confused. I got confused. I think we got confused. So there's no full original footage from this. No. There's only CG just, affected. Just those, yeah. Footage. Well, that's good that they at least put their own spin on everything. Uh, yeah. And then, so what were we at? We got... We're still We've in met Shelly Duvall. We've met Danny as a child. This is uh, after the whole incident in the first movie. Yeah, and he sees, well, what's her name? They're in an apartment. Miss, uh, They're living in Florida Miss or Massey. something like that. Miss yes. Massey in the apartment in the bathroom. Yeah. Sees that. So old ghosts are coming back. But That's he's, like the whole, a whole beginning point of this. But he's also talking to, in the very beginning, he's talking to, I don't remember his name, Scatman Brothers. He hasn't talked to Scat him yet. Man. <clears throat> he, he's in the bathroom and he's all freaked out. So then she, she gets a hold of Dick. Or no, Dick Hunter comes to talk to him on the fucking bench. On the bench. And then teaches him that he can just lock certain fears and things away, right? Yes. Certain. You could take old ghosts. Which, which is, is crazy that they're so hungry for this shining, which I never picked up from the first one, which is obviously added just in in the second. Yes, one that they're actually like wanting to consume Danny's steam. Yeah, that's uh, obviously added. That's never alluded to in the shining at all, right? It was no. just consuming Danny's steam sounds very sexual. <laughs> Please continue, vampire. But Dick, the guy who played Dick Halloran in this was great too. Yes. Almost, I think he every casting good. to look like someone from the original Shining yeah. was fantastic. Except uh-huh. I hated Jack. I liked Jack. He was the kid yes. from E.T. Yeah. He's in all of uh, Flanagan stuff. He's in, oh, oh, really? Really? He's in uh, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, I think he's in uh, Bly Manor. Wait, was he the dad in Pet Cemetery? No, that was Jason Clark. Okay. He. I don't think he's in Gerald's Game. I didn't know if he was the dad, but that would have been too close time-wise that he couldn't have been the kid in E.T. and been the dad in the original Pet Cemetery movie. No. Time, oh, Timeline that does not yeah, I thought you meant the remake. at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. No. Yeah, Dick yeah. Halloran was great. He sounded like him. It wasn't like... It didn't seem like uh, cheap to imitate him. No. Um, on the commentary, he talks about don't do an impression... Of them, just do like the essence. Yeah, their likeness. That's what he told Jack. Uh, the ET kid it. said, "Don't do a Jack Nicholson impression." Yeah, don't. Yeah, hey there. Sure. He didn't. <laughs> he <laughs> didn't. And that. I did appreciate that he didn't do an impression. But mm-hmm. I, I love that scene. I, I didn't like either one. I didn't like when because he it's clearly the same guy who's the bartender, and he has like a snippet of Jack being crazy with. The axe. Yeah, chasing Just like a Danny. flash of it. Yeah, and I didn't like wanted. either one. I thought, I thought it, it was good. just enough. And then it cut away. Like if they kept the shot longer where he's walking down the aisle 
just like two or three seconds longer would have been terrible. But they cut off just enough to see him. He's got the limp. Like Jack yeah, Nicholson, yeah, yeah, and then they cut it off. I feel like I would have appreciated it more if, in the beginning of the scene with the bartender, where you were just seeing hands yeah. and just hearing the dialogue, if it didn't actually show someone who looked like they were a dead Jack Nicholson. Would you have appreciated it more if, at the beginning of the conversation, he looked at Danny and said, "You can't handle the truth." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she would have. She doesn't. That by the look she's giving me, no, you're correct. <laughs> I don't want any Jack Nicholson face, <laughs> unless it's Jack Nicholson. But I read that Jack Nicholson did not want to be de-aged for this. He did not want to go through Flanagan that. They didn't want to. Didn't want that. Oh, I thought it was like a combination that multiple people were just like, I don't think that this will work. Even though Jack Nicholson has been de-aged. I was I was said to Michelle I would have been okay if they got Jack Nicholson now and didn't do anything, and they just, just threw some line in there that he could have just said like just old. some ghosts get like you know some we ghosts all get, get old we all get old he doesn't know he's a ghost but with his hand on a big black ass yeah. <laughs> what if it was Stephen? we all get old <laughs> what if it was Stephen Weber. <laughs> Uh, I love Steven Weber. Yeah, so we would have been all right with that. Especially if he came out and was like, now I'm going to go fly a plane. He's like eating wings. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want, Danny? (laughs) (laughs) Sir, is that... uh, That's amazing. good to eat food while you're serving me? (laughs) Yeah, name's Lloyd. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So where are we at with the actual story? We've talked about the True Knot, what they're here for. We're still in the beginning. Danny Torrance. He's an alcoholic. He's learned to lock ghosts up in his head because it's crazy that these yes. ghosts are so starved for this shine that they are traveling miles and miles <laughs> to get away to to feast upon Danny's shine. But what's interesting, and I don't know if it was that you who told me this from the book. Yes, but then, you who told you. You who told me this. Yes. It was watered down. Whatever uh, he told you. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway, I feel like I've been deflated. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Ugh, okay. I forget. I get. I get off my thought process a lot. Sorry. I, have a, I fucked I, it up. I have a poor short short term memory thing, and a poor short term memory as well. It is a foreshadowing. They that toward the end what of the is? movie they reverse. Uh, Danny's sitting where Hollerin is. Yes. He's little. It's the exact same bench and all that. Uh, if you caught, all the, caught that. All the parallels. <laughs> the parallels. <laughs> the implications. But, you know, so Danny can lock Ghost up in his head. I mm. think this idea does not transfer well to film. When it shows mm-hmm. the CG boxes yeah. opening and stuff. You think it, they're CG? Uh, it was confusing. I couldn't tell. It I was know confusing. they are at one point. <laughs> yeah. It was confusing to me at first. Like it took me a little while to understand what everything meant. Like with the boxes. Like when I first saw them, I didn't understand what what was happening mm. until later. I'm okay. But with again, it. I think I miss things when I watch movies. <laughs> I'm okay with it conceptually. I just I don't know. The boxes just visually didn't work great for me. But I loved how they are in the maze. Yeah. The frozen maze from the first one that Jack yes. died in. That's great. Yeah. Um, I so, mean, it's a good atmosphere for yeah. one, the snow and whatnot. Yeah. But that is where Danny is stuck, essentially. It's still. Still that there. little boy running in the maze. Yeah. Yeah. 
which makes is sense. Which is he goes back to it. That's uh, what Tiny Town is. Is the same thing. Holy as the shit! He goes right back to it. <laughs> Kent's film. Did you look this up? Did someone tell you this? No, that's what it, <laughs> the mini maze that they have I in the Shining. Yeah, I never, I never paralleled Tiny Town with the maze. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, he likes tiny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he likes little buildings. He does not have a tiny dick. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you eat magoogs. Yeah, he's got a big pack of it. Yeah, he's uh, he's stuck there. He's still at the overlook. I mean, he's getting in fist fights. Uh, I thought that was kind of fucked up that uh, he took that lady's money and then let her die. Like later, you find out. Like, yeah, and he's. With I it, used to get in fist fights with my girlfriends in college. Is this a reference? And then you tried to suck each other's uh, shine. No, the- <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a fisting thing. Oh, <laughs> nice. I didn't get it. But now I got it. And now I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> nothing get out like- of the bathroom, Sam. <laughs> There's nothing like a girl forcing another girl to piss by punching on her bladder. That's so awesome. sexy. Sounds great. <laughs> That's super sexy. It sounds wonderful. That is great. Ah, uh, so Danny Torrance. We're talking about him as an He's adult. He's an adult He's now. He's a fucked up adult. He followed his dad's footsteps. He's definitely an alcoholic. Grabbed the bottle. And that's crazy when that the whole kid thing, like when he wakes up and that chick's naked and she's puked all over the place. And Michelle makes, realized today that that's what made him. Puke. I thought that he puked just because he got up and he was clearly like, like hung over or something from the night before. But then on the second watch, I noticed that he like when he looked back at her and saw that she had puked, he kind of like, <laughs> yeah, he kind of dry heaved a bit, dry heaved, and then took and off took to off. the bathroom. And you saw some you and McGregor ass. So they've been doing, they were doing blow. He beat the shit out of that guy with the pool ball. Yeah. Went way too far. <laughs> yeah, he was after, good after two hits, and instead he hits him six fucking times. Speaking about weird sexual things, didn't it seem like that girl was like turned on by the fact that he was beating that man she to was? death? Yeah. She definitely was. She looked as it's going she on. Like, she's like, yeah, like licks her lips. Basically, she rubbed mm. her clam right there in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice. And then she's like, that's they, a nice word. They start for making it. out, and then she's like, I hope he's dead. I hope he killed him. Oh, fuck this guy that potentially committed murder tonight. And then she died. I can't wait till you hit me too. She's dead. We find out that she's dead. Yes, later. But he gets up. He. uh, So do you think she just died from choking on her own vomit? Yeah. And then. I would think so. That and, I mean, the, the position that she was in seems like she wouldn't have necessarily choked, but she def- it definitely seemed like she OD'd. I'm like, yes. she puked before she died sort yeah, of thing. Okay. But I mean, she's... I looked, like, really closely to see if you could see her breathing. Or, like, is she dead? Or, oh, yeah, she dead right or there. But you can't, I couldn't tell. I thought she yeah. looked still. Yeah. The whole time. Because I was, like, waiting for her to move or something. Like, wake up. Yeah, maybe she was dead. But... It seemed like she was dead, but I don't know if he knew that she was dead. It seemed like he just doesn't like vomit. He likes being in that gross-ass apartment, but he doesn't like vomit. So are we to assume that Danny Torrance has been living like this for a long time at this point? Yeah, Getting super drunk, fucked up all the time. I mean, in a few minutes, he's like sleeping under a viaduct with a bottle in his, an empty bottle in his hand. He's obviously fucked up. So you think it's been going on for years? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he sleeps, drinks. Drugs gets his penis wet. Somehow, how? 
I mean, I know it's huge, but that means there's more to clean. He's obviously sleeping under viaducts. You know that thing's got to stink. Because he's <laughs> fucking crazy bitches who don't care. Oh, that's right. Yep. Because she... Ah, it stinks. Let me suck it. She took, <laughs> she took his money to get drugs. So sure. that's all yeah. she cared about. Give me that money. They, like, kind of go over it real fast, but that's not something you usually see when the guy you're supposed to root for lets a lady die and child. <laughs> I like that. They, I, they I go over it real fast. Well, I think but. it seems like it's in Ewan McGregor's contract to be in movies where kids die and drugs are involved. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Train Spotting, but a baby long time ago. Dies. I don't know if you've ever seen Phantom Menace, but yes, that definitely happened. It also happened in Moulin Rouge. There was definitely a dead baby in that. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> Ewan McGregor's got a dead baby in his pants. That was a horrible dick joke. It was its arm. Yeah, they say a baby arm, but I don't understand. Baby's arm. Baby's arm holding an apple. Holding an apple, yeah. (laughs) So, what's the town that he goes to? Because obviously, his life is going to shit and he gets on a bus. He just does the Greyhound. I got to get the fuck out. Starts with an F, doesn't it? Do you remember? I don't know if I wrote that down. You tell us, Sam. You're reading the book. I'm listening to the book while I sand on cars, so I might miss the name of a town. <laughs> nope. It's in New Hampshire. I know that. Is this... Are they... Is he in the same town as the next character we're about to meet, the main character, Abra? They living in the same town, so no. he was kind of drawn to this? No? No, it's like... Uh, several thousand... Or not thousand, but a uh, few hundred miles. How does she walk... To get to him. She rides a bus. That far away. Hundreds of miles. Yeah, she steps it's, off of a bus. I don't know if it's hundreds. Uh, but it's not the same town. I would say so. From here to Cincinnati is 60-something. Okay. So you're talking about... Like an hour and a half, two hours? It's like 46. <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> there's a sign like right when you get on the interstate that says like 46 miles to Cincinnati. Sorry. Okay. All right, I think she took like a two-hour bus ride. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. No, but, uh, it's different towns because she okay. rides the bus there and then leaves. And then he's got to get uh, Billy to ride, go Billy. with him up there. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So it's it's got to be like 100 miles at So least. Danny, Danny's fucked up. Danny gets to this town. So somehow meets this guy. Is it the shining in this town? Is this like a little heavy for him since it's a nice town? So it's directing him towards that guy that he meets at Tiny Town to set him up for stuff. Billy. Um, his name's Billy. I can never remember. Yeah, in four C. I think it's Billy in four C. <laughs> Harry. I always think. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Took care of it. <laughs> uh, I think he's more drawn to Tiny Town. Kind of. It's mm. kind of, you know, something weird like that. And the, then he the just tiny town has the shine, too. Happens to meet that guy. A bunch of kids make it. And shit. Oh, I got a question. So the Overlook is a haunted bad place itself. The Overlook mm-hmm. itself is the entity trying to suck things. Yes. Do you think there's, like, good people that have the shine? Are there good places that I have the shine? Violet so is therefore, good. Yeah. All the kids are good. I know. I'm saying places. If, um, if there's Overlook is a bad place, are there good places? And could Tiny Town 
yeah. potentially be I one of these good places that has good shine since children are making it. I don't oh think so. Oh my God, I'm a you, genius. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that thing, the whole idea of something being haunted and something not resting is because it has unfinished business. That's like the whole idea between behind like a ghost and a haunting and stuff. Yeah, but the because, overlook's just not haunted. The overlook is a bad place. Okay, so... If something has finished business or things are settled or if it's at peace, it doesn't need to still exist. So it's not, I mean, there's not going to be. That means it's got good shine, baby. Good vibes. I think as you saw in this movie. It's giving me good vibes. God, you're so dumb. (laughs) Sam, you watched this movie. When people die, their shine leaves their body. It doesn't just stay there. It just goes into the world. Yes. Yeah. The good place isn't dying. They're not tearing down the building. But it's not tiny a place. Town, tiny town it just is goes being into the air. Tiny town is being built. Yeah, I don't. Therefore, the town, tiny town itself, I emanates. I will the never shine. agree with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there are no good places. Sam. There is no compromise in this conversation, apparently, because anything I try to say, you're just like, no, I will get louder and I will talk about how great it is and how much I'm a genius. Because <laughs> Tiny Town has a shine. Did you read the book, Michelle? No. I didn't either. I didn't listen. Either. Yeah. Did you listen to the book? No one in this room has Have read you the read book. read Little Stinky Cheese? Man, I had that book. Whoa, yeah, I do. I forgot about that being a thing. That's right. Holy shit! (laughs) There's only two two books I care about. One is The Shining, and two is Stinky Cheese Man. (laughs) I liked Frog and Toad. Frog and Toad. I remember the first time I saw Frog and Toad was before I understood how to pronounce the word island so i was like i'm gonna read ahead because this is on my desk and i'm like island blah 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 island this doesn't make sense (laughs) i can't wait till the teacher explains to me what an island is anyway the the island was there what the fuck is an island (laughs) what the fuck is 9-11 but danny meets billy danny gets help long story short danny gets He's going to get help. He, He's in a good place. He, he went to the right place. We don't see struggle. Tiny Town is magic. That's right. <laughs> I think it's just a new place, Sam. The uh, office he gets interviewed in is exactly the same as The Shining. Oh, yeah. Where the one that Jack interviews with the guy yeah, for the Overlook. Like, ugh. Um, yep. Why'd you say ugh? Because it's something that I said around you and you said it was like the meanest thing. There is something about you and McGregor smiling that I fucking hate. And I don't know if it's because I expect him to be like a depressed, like just like a serious person. So when I see like at points where he's like, <laughs> and has like a big smile on his face, I'm like, ew, what the fuck is going on? Why are you so like, happy? She was like, I hate his smile. I said, that might be the meanest thing you could say about somebody. I hate your smile. <laughs> I don't mean it. Like I don't want him to be happy, but he's an actor. Like to me, he is only characters. I'm not thinking about him as a human being. So when I think about him as some like distraught, I don't know. I've only seen him in movies for the most part where I think he's like struggling or like fighting or it's serious or something. So yeah, just seeing him like big teeth smile. I'm not into it. 
Fuck you, you and McGregor mouth. <laughs> so, should you we know when you're at your best? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I hate you. I'm going to make a shirt that says that. I think I'd sell. Thanks, Kent. I'll give you some money. <laughs> All right. And I have my big smiley face on it. Hopefully, it's you sprawled out on that chair like that. With your with gut the hanging green out. behind you. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Abra before we take a break? I'm trying to get kind of characters yeah, out of the Yeah, we have gotten nowhere in this movie. Nowhere. I'm trying to lay down But the characters. whole thing is that he meets a guy in this tiny town who's working on it. He immediately takes him under his wing and, and helps help him, him because he was a former alcoholic as well and he can see that he needs help. Yeah, yeah. And right. he, you find out that guy's also got a little bit of shine to him so he can like pick up good things about people. Well, they say senses. everybody's got a little bit. Said, it's the spectrum. It's autism. Of, they said a lot of people, not everybody. Okay. It's just like autism and sexuality. There's a spectrum, Sam. That's yes. Right. A shine And spectrum. apparently gender as well. According to some people, it's all. All right, not touching that one with a ten foot pole. Everyone, direct your emails to I don't know Michelle's email address. Actually, I do, but I'm not giving it to anyone. I am tubby at hotmail.com. There it is. Two M's. Since I was I was like 14 when I came up with that, and I still use the same hotmail address. So the main. I do you. I would consider this uh, Abra the main main character, wouldn't you? Like she's the new. The new garb. Oh my god! If she's not Pass the cutest. The oh, and she's girl. a little girl, like the when she's like three and has that party or whatever. Yeah, I can do that. Adorable. Yeah. Okay, shut up, little girl. Abracadabra! Uh, it's like, oh my god, I want to put you in a box and like take you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that magician's a dick to her. He's like, yeah, all right, shut up, little girl. <laughs> uh, you can play with spoons, all right, little. Yeah, girl. but she also kind of seems like a spoiled little girl. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just like, I can do that. It's yeah. like, shut up, little bitch. Let me can. do my job. I bet you can buy a fucking Jetta too. Get out of here. <laughs> he just walks up and shoves her down. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! It took me 20 years to learn how to juggle. But Abra is a little girl who she also, she has a shine. And this girl shines like crazy. And out of, no, like, so far we're supposed to believe that Danny is, like, one of the strongest, right? He just yes. hides it and conceals uh, it really well. D- Danny and then uh, Rose the Hat mm-hmm. are, like, obviously yeah. put out for it that they're very... Uh, Rose the Hat is stronger than Danny, obviously. It yeah. seems that way. At least that's what they're portraying. But then this girl, the shine is fucking nuts in this girl. And she contacts mm-hmm. him through her mind on this like chalkboard wall that he has uh, and just says, should, like, hello. Yeah, and the spoon. Yeah. We should talk about the spoons thing first. This girl can shine so hard. Like, they've never been moving things before. No. They've never been, like, levitating, levitating items. That's where the shine is taking on, like, a force yeah. aspect of this one. So... Yeah, not so. It seems more like a. It, I understand the shine more in this. I think that it's portrayed in a way that makes more sense to me that I never got it from Danny. Because again, for, for me, I thought Danny was just experiencing things because he was in that hotel. The Shining itself was much more about Jack in the hotel and the Shining existed in that thing. The movie? This Dr. Sleep is like. This, this is ex- all shining, baby. This is all the this shine. This is all mental more. stuff. And that's why I didn't ever really catch on with it being a thing because I didn't don't think that it was like for me. It didn't seem like a main focus of the original movie. He is talking to Tony, like before they go to the hotel in the movie. Hello, but Tony. Kubrick, like yeah, but kids have imaginary he, friends, so I didn't take that seriously. I guess. Yeah. But Tony is him older. Tony doesn't make sense because Co- Tony is Scatman Crothers, right? Or is that the Tony character's name? Tony is Danny from the future. 
But Danny in the future says... I wish you wouldn't have said that, because that just confused her even more. <laughs> no, because in the, in the, when he has that thing and he like, whatever, as an adult, and his friend says that he was like, I need Tony. Tony doesn't answer. Because Tony is him? I'm con- okay. I don't like this. <laughs> That's we'll why I didn't want you to say that. <laughs> Are we going to take a break now? We should take a break now. So We've introduced ju- all the characters. We can get into the main plot and what actually happens with them after the break. And Kent can make a call. And we can get <laughs> we can shine on a little more. Shine on. That's what inspired the movie. Oh my I know God. you're a big Rascal Flatts fan and you saw him in concert, so I thought I'd play a Rascal song for you. Oh. A Rascal song? A Rascal Flatts song. <laughs> we'll be back. I can't stand up for a few minutes here. So I don't know about you, but Rose with the hat looks so much like Linda Perry from Four Non Blondes. <laughs> Sam and I referenced that so many times with the fucking hair in her hat. I don't yep. know if you are familiar with what nope. she looks like, but not at all. She looks just—it's very similar, just like ridiculous hair. She, she she's got the Big same hat. style of braiding hair and putting things in her hair and wearing that type of hat. And Other even, than that, she doesn't look and like kind her. of the same <laughs> flowy clothing too. Oh, hippie, hippie, yeah. hippie, hippie. My name is Rose the Hat. I like to take some kids. We give them to the true knot. And then we suck out that shine. And then we suck out that shine. They got I, some nice campers on the true knot, by the way. They, <laughs> they got some real nice campers in that fucking game. They do, but you they could ask the money that they have. They could just come up to me and be like, do you want to join? I'd be like, I don't know. What is it? Well, and they'd like turn a little bit. And it's I'd be a like, cult, but you can ride that, in this sweet ass camper. Like, is, that, yeah. is that a camper behind you? I'd be like, yeah, that is. But anyway, I'm trying to tell you about, you know, youthful life. From a, yeah, but what about that camper? It's pretty nice. By the way, no one... Can we play shows? <laughs> no one has the camper but her. She lives in it. She's on top of it to, like, meditate and shit. Everyone else has tents on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are other campers in the corral when you Nothing watch Nothing like hers. Not like hers, no. She's got the best. In the book, in the book, guys, she, it says she buys the best. That Like, it's the top of the line. Camping. If you're gonna live forever, they have you billions. Spend the money. The True Knot has billions of dollars in assets. I mean, truly, they if do? I had that much money in the book, yeah, I would do the same. I would live in a fucking R- a nice ass RV and just drive around, drive everywhere. around, and hunt kids. Yeah, one that great. you could shit in though. Oh yeah, you can shit in that. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to talk about Snakebite Andy? Yeah, we did kind of briefly talk about her a little bit. Snake by Andy is the next girl who puts people to sleep. And this is how we get this. This is like the way we get to see the transformation. She's an actual child, though. She is a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. And she... So that guy that she meets in the... He was like a child. He he messed around with younger, underage kids is what... Yeah, he says you look older. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, this is another thing I like that they change. In the book, she's older. Yes, right? she's in her 30s. And like her and Rose mess around and shit. Yeah, well, after she gets changed, you know, they've... Because in the movie, like, as you said, she's out for a couple days, you know. They eventually... They kidnap Ro- or Andy and, you know, they tell her... Yeah, you know, and it can, happens later, too, in yeah, the book. No, it's pretty early. Is it? Yeah. I, I was like... It's pretty early. 50 or more pages in. Oh, well, for a Stephen King book, that's pretty early in, buddy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so basically there's a girl who can put people to sleep, and they see that, 
So they want her, so they kidnap her. Mm-hmm. And then they talk to her. And it doesn't seem like it takes much, because she doesn't seem like she really has like family or anything. She seems like a wayward fucking teen who just does her own thing. And it doesn't take much to convince her, hey, you want to die and join us? So you live forever, or at least that's what she thinks. Yeah, that's why I don't think they die, because the whole point is to live for a long time. Anyway. It's very weird the way that it was explained, because she said something about bringing her back. And then you said in the thing in the book that if you die, in, if you, die you just die. Yeah, they so, say sometimes in transformations. They, so Sometimes it's... Fuck. So if Sorry. you if you know the source material <laughs> yeah. and then you watch the movie, it kind of seems like yeah. you're supposed to say, I shouldn't have oh, she died, <laughs> but she was worth it to save because they wouldn't have to go through the whole rigmarole to try and lure kids in. They just need someone to be like, you want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, great power. You don't have to send Rose out there. It's convenient as fuck. To be like, come here. You don't need girl. the whole team like that. You just need like someone who can carry the kid who falls asleep. I like her. Did you like the transformation scene? Yeah. I or mean, did you find something to be desired? <laughs> I like the look of it. Um, I know like the smoke and shit is clearly CGI, but their glowing oh, yeah. eyes uh, looks awesome. I like the glowing I eyes. I like the glowing eyes because that's when you can eyes. tell that it cl- I, I, like it, it was nice to have like a visual thing to know when they were changed. Yeah. Yeah. I also like this scene because this is like the introduction to the rest of the members of the True Knot. We met Rose on the stump, but now yeah. we get to actually like uh, Grandpa Fred? Flick. Flick. I do want to ask a I question. Written down, that man. guy. Is child killing in movies like the new rape scene? Because it seems to be like the new thing that they go to a lot in movies to scare people is that children are like mutilated and killed and stuff. I think so. Um, there's not really many rape scenes anymore. It it's doesn't seem rare. to be. It was it was like a big thing for a while. Like it really sparked up like in the 2000s and stuff. It seems well, like, like the 90s. In like the 80s, it was plot points of stories. Well, like I spit on your grave. Yeah. Whatnot. Last house on the left. And then I drink your milkshake came later. What? <laughs> How did we get to? He understood. How did we? <laughs> what? How did I miss the connection? <clears throat> there was not supposed to be a connection. Oh, okay. I drink <laughs> your milkshake. Your milkshake. Oh my God. He was okay. so amazing in that movie. I do that to Mel sometimes, <laughs> and I'll start from one end of the shop, and I'll walk across the whole, thing. The whole thing with your finger. Yeah. I drink. Yo! No! God, it's gotta I be fun working with eye. you. <laughs> I should poke him in the eye. Just right in his eye. It's gotta be fun working it's with either, you. Here's how working with me is it's either fun, annoying, or uncomfortable. <laughs> Those are the threes. Well, living with you is, is fun, irritating, annoying, or annoying and burdensome. <laughs> burdensome? <laughs> burdensome. I. It, Mistakes were made. <laughs> so Grandpa F- Flick, Flick, he is a goofy looking. He was Lurch yeah. in the Adams Family movies. Yes, that guy. Yeah, I like. I like the way uh, he had weird head indentions. That motherfucker yep. looks weird. Does he got like gigantism? Is that what it's called? He's definitely huge, but he has like his temples are like indented. Yeah, it's odd. He's Here, in uh, Gerald's game too. Oh Netflix. really? Yep. I like that guy. Who he is this me. Gerald's game? This is the second time you've brought it it's up. Just another Stephen King book. Is it newer? Like no, it's old. It's about uh, a husband and wife want to spice up their relationship sexually. 
Okay. So they go and rent a cabin in the woods. I know what this is. And he handcuffs her to the bed and then uh, has a heart attack. Okay, yeah. With the door open. Is there a famous person in this? Or is are they it's unknown? It's the dude that uh, interviews Danny, the doctor dude. Can you tell me the name of the movie again? I'm sorry. Gerald's Ger- Game. Gerald's Game. Okay. But there's a dog outside that is like starving, and they leave, accidentally leave their front door open. So yeah, it's Carla. Oh, really? Gugino. So the dog's trying to get in because The dog comes in and starts eating the dead guy, <laughs> and she's handcuffed to the bed. Like, like ah! yeah, it's Carla. It's the lady from um, the son-in-law, the girl in that. Yeah, movie. her. She's in Watchmen. And then the guy who yeah, I who I said race. from who was like in charge of the AA thing yeah. in this movie, and I said he would play a good Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. He's yeah. also I, I assume he's the husband or someone, Bruce yeah. Greenwood. Yeah, he's the, like I said, he's the guy that interviews Danny that has the exact same. But he's the guy that has a heart attack. <clears throat> Henry yes. Thomas like, We're gonna also fuck. shows up in that as We're well. Gonna yes, fuck. we're gonna fuck. I remember seeing a preview for that. So yeah, it's so that, a, is that a it's good? It's been on movie? Watch Mojo lists. I liked it. I mean, it's nothing to shake a dick at, but it's good. Yeah, it's it's another Stephen King adaption on Netflix, and it's good. Is it at adaptation or is it adaptation? Adaptation, adaption. I don't know. Let's ask Nicolas Cage. Wasn't he in a movie called it Adaptation? Be, I don't know. It could be both. I'm Why not saying it is. Why don't we ask Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> Yeah. What does Rodney Dangerfield say? Is that adaptation or ad- adaption? Hey, it's adaption. <laughs> I disagree. I think it's adaptation. Hey, it's adaptation. <laughs> Kid gets no respect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you stuck that landing, sir. Now, if I have to do uh, Rodney, Michelle has to do Shelley no. Duvall. <laughs> Danny. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really. It's, it's very floaty and fluttery. Daddy, where are you going? Oh my God. Dad, there's Daddy. ghosts. Jack, are you riding? Jack. <laughs> Jack, you always want me to blow you when you're drunk. <laughs> I, wanna, I want my dick sucked before I get in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Wait, who was this? Mel Gibson. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> what? That's real? I, I recently, yeah. no, I went back and listened to, it was like a five or six hour long collection of Opie and Anthony clips of the whole, them listening to all of the, of the, um, <laughs> Mel, Gibson. Mel Gibson tapes. And it was wonderful <laughs> to revisit. Wonderful. So that's why I knew I I recognized that. So he yelled at someone that he wanted his dick sucked before he gets in the hot tub? Yeah, because he wanted to get in the hot tub and she fell asleep because she didn't want to get in the hot tub. So when he got out and he wanted to have sex, she was asleep and he was pissed. (laughs) I told you I want my dick sucked before I get in the hot tub. It was amazing. (laughs) It was was worth an entire, almost an entire work day of me listening to Mel Gibson scream. Jesus Christ. He got canceled. <laughs> so Grandpa Flick. No, he was in that movie about a beaver. A beaver? Oh, yeah. Where he has a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> the beaver redeemed him. Where are we at in this story? They, we just met turned, Abra. They turned Abra. So we got a full crew No, now. they didn't turn Not Abra. Abra. They turned what's her fuck? Uh, snake by Andy. Snake by Andy. Which, again, I like that they kept it. She's younger. 
instead of older like the book. And we should mention that she's snake bite because she would, when she would make these men who would uh, have sex with children, apparently, she would rob them and then put these... She would cut these snake bite marks on their face, which it looked like she was slicing them, but I guess yeah, she it wasn't. Didn't really look like a snake bite. It was it weird like the way that they did carved it. Carved her their face a little bit. Yeah, it looked more like a carving, but they said it was a snake bite thing. So she would she would physically scar them on their face, so they would yeah. have to see it every day. You can explain the missing wallet, but you can't explain the face bite or the face bite, <laughs> the snake bite, the face bite. <laughs> I like the whole turning sequence where the it's obviously painful where she's fucking her up. I've always liked mm-hmm. any kind of transformation to be painful. It's like, yeah. usually in a, painful in movies. It, uh, yeah, most unless of the you're time, doing like a summertime like, switch. Well, but, I mean, but sometimes like old Wolfman, it was just like dun, 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 and you just like morph. Then he's like, "Hey, I'm here!" Yeah. But uh, like American would, Werewolf in London, I like that one was so great because he just he's like he's screaming, and tortured. Stuff. I mean, that was the first time you could do something like that. Yeah, and yeah. They, it was all like, uh, not stop motion, but they would. It was a bunch of cuts. Yeah. So I briefly said this before oh. we went to break, but there is a connection that is made between Danny and this little girl Abra. Yes. Because she says he comes into his room or he wakes up. I can't remember which one it is, and hello is written onto his chalkboard wall. Mm-hmm. And he responds, and it's this weird. That's a th- I don't understand the connecting that way, which Sam kind of explained it. But like, if they can connect through minds and stuff, and like Amber didn't meet Rose with the hat, and they were able to get into each other's minds, why did it take a physical thing before they could connect to Abra and Dan, Danny? Like they had to go through the chalkboard before they could go through each other's minds. They say it's like a. Uh, radio. I think I feel like that kind of explains it. They also Range. say that, yeah, that your minds You're are like libraries. The dial. It, like they're talking about how she's on the East Coast. Yeah, like she's so far away. It's like a radio. Like how the fuck is this radio signal reaching this far? <clears throat> kind of deal. Is how I took it. But she's also reaching. The point she's saying is that she's having no problem reaching Rose the Hat. But you can say that because Rose the Hat is much more powerful than Danny, and uh, so is, is that be- Abra, so both their antennas are so strong, so of course they can pick each other up easier than I have Danny question. and Abra would. I have a question. Do you think that she is actually stronger than Danny, or do you think that she's stronger than Danny because he's been suppressing it for so many years? I think Abra has way more from the beginning. Not Abra. Rose. Oh, Rose? With a hat. Like, do you think if he hadn't suppressed it all these years and he didn't, like, let his shit fall apart, do you think that he would, event- like, be stronger than Rose? Like, if he would have practiced his shining ways and never, like... Instead of just locking things to be away. A mess, and- could he have been just as formidable as Rose the Hat? If not more. I don't know. That's a good question. I do like that. I think uh, they'd probably be about equal. Okay. He's turning his off. He's turning his radio off. Abra's can uh, turning her radio on, and they're everybody's just kind of dials are intersecting, if you will. So that's how she's able to like look in on this group. I don't remember what they're called. She, um, Rose, and Abra's dials lined up. Mm-hmm. That's how they met at the grocery store. I thought it was before that where she, she looked can't in track on them. them. 
She can't track them until she gets something physical from them. Otherwise, they're both uh, shining at the same time, and their dials intersect. And I think both of their shine is stronger in general, so they're going to have an easier time intersecting than Danny and Abra are. I mean, he's actively... Suppressing his, turning yeah. his radio off. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, because it says he wasn't them, listening, but was contacted by her. Yeah, like um, it seemed like okay. she knew that he existed. It was one of those unwanted visions, though. Kind of like when he sees the girl in the bed that's dead. You yeah. can almost take the first chalkboard thing as like a, well, fuck, there it is again. Here it he's comes. Coming. He's got such a high dollar boombox. <laughs> just, and even when it's turned, it turned off, off there's a little bit of frequency kicking out of that <laughs> yeah, bit it came on it's one of those classic ones that you hold on your shoulder sort of boombox and then That's once right. and then once they actually meet i think from then on it doesn't distance is even gonna matter they can no probably, they're, they can connect regardless yeah they're connected um so the baseball boy murder well first of all we do flash eight years into the future yes we get an older so, Abra. We've got a very sober Danny Torrance. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've got... We still have this the, group of fucks. The... The not... The true the not. True they're not still people. just roaming around. And they're sucking they're up steam, baby. They're still starving because nothing that, they've re- nothing that they can find is really seems to shine strong enough. Or actually, they kind of explain that when they... There's not as much of it and it's not as good. <clears throat> when they meet the baseball boy, which I uh-huh. noticed pretty early on that that was uh, Jacob Tremblay. I have no idea who that is. Michelle is a fan of this boy. I'm a f- mm. I, have you seen the movie Room? No. You know what it's about? Like no. the lady who she was like kidnapped when she was younger, and then like she was basically like kidnapped and held like in a shed in some guy's backyard, and he like impregnated her, and she had a kid, and it like flashed like years later. She mm. they eventually escaped and got out, but they just like lived in this room, and so it was called Room. It was uh, Brie Larson. And this okay. kid, Jacob Tremblay, and he is a really good fucking actor. That's what I keep hearing. So when I... <laughs> Reading, at least. <laughs> that Jacob Tremblay's a good actor. He was yes. like, from that movie, Room, I think he he either was nominated and or won awards from it. Like, it was yeah. a big thing for this young kid. Well, I'll tell you what, his scene made me Sam Tremble. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I, I honestly thought that he... Idiot. I, th- <laughs> I thought his screams were like believable sounding like I thought that yeah. was the most like if you want to pick like a terrifying part of the movie like most terrifying I think it was that and I think he he performed the hell out of it and I think it was very scary because and I, I do also like that you don't see what's going on I like real that, gore I like that they didn't make it more graphic than they did yeah. that you could see like the blood splatter in the director's I cut th- and I think everyone would have been uncomfortable if it's like all of a sudden we're just seeing a boy actually being gutted yeah <laughs> um, I think he that acted the hell is out of when that. the movie really starts I would say I would or, say, I think, yeah, that yeah. I think there's sense. a big difference between the pre-murder and after the murder you're like sure. once that happens you're pretty much in. Yeah, it's off to the races. You kind of see like, like, holy shit. And you okay. you don't see anything that happens with Violet in the beginning. You just see them kind of like go in on her yeah. and then it cuts away. So even though you don't see the gore, you see this kid like crying and screaming and like, no, no, no. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's the most terrifying thing in the sense of being like an older person and being like, God, I hope that wouldn't happen to like 
a niece or nephew or a child or whatever. <laughs> like it's it's shit like that that kind of gets is. in your head a little more. But I think that he he portrayed being terrified very well. Yeah, he um, he screams better than I can. Is all I can really say. That's like what all the uh, IMDb trivia and stuff says. Like he absolutely killed it. I think so. And then jumped up and was like, "It's lunchtime. Give me my hot dog." <laughs> and every, <laughs> everybody else was like. What the fuck? Like <laughs> everyone he, else is like emotionally impacted. Like, like we his, just went through something. He's like, whatever. And they're like, you know, the director is like, now Amazing. they're stabbing you, and he's like screaming or like whatnot. And then <laughs> cut, and he just hops up like, hey, uh, McNuggets are here. <laughs> I love this kid even fucking more now. <laughs> he's amazing. He, I've yeah. only seen this kid be But amazing. I have no idea who it was because uh, I read something like it was a big deal that he even got cast. Like, he's such a, like... A bigger name, yeah. Child actor or whatever. I like, was surprised to see him in that part. But I think, it, like you said, it's a pivotal part in the movie. I think mm-hmm. it is a part when things step up and things start getting a little more like intense and interesting. Like, w- like what did you guys think? Um, I know both of you guys said you haven't watched Doctor Sleep and whatnot, and I feel like the first like half hour or whatever it is, you're probably watching it like, okay, Stephen King. It was so. And then long. that movie happened, or that scene happens. And like I said, I feel like you're locked in. I think that like you guys locked in after that. I like, think that kind of turned it a little bit for me because I was first like, oh, my God, it's this kid. This kid is good. And then, yeah, I thought that his shit, like the way that he was, was so believable. And then that's when you get Abra like going in and looking in on them. And even though it's this big moment where they're fucking killing this kid and they're low on their steam and stuff. So it's like uh, important that everyone like needs this. She's still kind of like taken out of it for a little bit. So, yeah, it seems yeah. like it's a super... It's a really important part in the movie. So, yeah, I think that that, that definitely yeah. changed things and felt like something was actually starting to happen. It definitely yeah, it definitely pulled me in and was like, really? I mean, it's the, like you're saying, it's the turning point of everything. Everything yeah. hinges on this. She peeks in on it, which makes her upset. Oh, to, she's to mortified. To contact Danny to be like, Something's got to be done. I mean, this mm. is what propels And she's been suppressing forward. it from her yeah. parents. For, so her parents... That was my foot. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a car outside. Yeah. But we she, shot at? She talks about He's how she's back here to kill oh me my God. and try to take my position. No, it's Zach on his bike. <laughs> Die! <laughs> but no, it seems like, uh, fuck, me and my memory. Yeah. G-Bus. It's extra What's bad it? tonight because I'm Jack Torrancing it up. <laughs> the the murder scene, it, it shifts. Like, you're then... You have to be into the movie or you're out of the movie. I think, and yeah, it almost seems like it's the new rape scene of like murdering a child, but you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing also in a movie when you like know that it happens, but you don't see it. But then all of a sudden you start getting movies like made by Rob Zombie and shit where he like almost glorifies the rape scene. And like ugh, that, that really made me uncomfortable and it really ruined rape scenes for me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'll like, say this. I think that it's Stephen King in general likes to kill kids. Yeah. I'm not even going to go really does. today's the new so thing. It's just Stephen King does that a lot. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it's becoming more normal because like it was so well received. It's so fun. And like, <laughs> but I, I feel like it makes you, that's one of the scariest things, especially to someone who is older is thinking of, Getting An innocent child get like that kid has so many mistakes left to make. Like that's not fucking fair. 
take me. He made his last mistake. So it's interesting that he is taking out Jeff Tremblay. Specifically in this movie, innocent kids who are special, who have something like extra special and good about them. Mm-hmm. So it's it, yeah. To feed, and it's all an allegory, like the whole steam thing. It's all drugs and like an alcohol thing because it's feeding them, and they're like, oh, give it to me, give it to me, and they'll do like more. anything to get more. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they're taking it. It's like the extreme. You know, if it's drugs, you're like, what was the craziest thing you did? Oh, well, I stole from my mom. You get to this. He's like, well, what's the craziest things these people would do? Oh, I will kill many children. children. <laughs> and the more they scream, the better. <laughs> yeah. You got to get. The, oh, I like I how they said the fear. Purifies. Purifies. But it is it. It's still it. Like the I mean, fear I, makes them tasty. I and mean, I have a kid at home that's like essentially this kid. And it's so like so scary. Where they're like, are you going to hurt me? Like he, at first he's kind of oh, like, yeah. you know, I won't tell anybody, you know, everything like an actual little kid would do. And then he's like, are you going to hurt me? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they all crowd around. <laughs> and him. then he's uh-huh. just like, ah! and then just like slowly like stick that knife into No, she, oh no, she cuts she the buttons boom. off first and then uh, gives that one slow. good stab. And the then, one good stab <laughs> is crazy. Like if you could imagine like just being a 10 year old kid. <laughs> no. Like I tell them, the, <laughs> like the kids all the time, like there are people out there that will do things to you you don't even understand. That's like my sister's daughter who is thirteen right now. Who That's she's, what I tell Serena she all gets, the time. She's been getting mad. They've been getting in arguments, and she's been leaving. She'll she'll just yeah. leave and go for walks. And yeah. I'm just like, no. she can't just like I know this is Batesville <laughs> and it's like clean and stuff, but like yeah. shit still happens. Like you have to be. I tell Serena that aware. all the time. <laughs> like a green eyed, blonde haired, oh, little yeah. girl, thirteen. Like there are people out there that will do things to you. You don't even understand. My niece is also built like my sister, so she has that butt. So I'm just like Jesus Christ. Well, no, it's it the is. thing. It's when you start to like they're they've gone through puberty, like they're becoming women. There are a lot of fucking disgusting people out there who specifically like those pe- those people in like, that age, ruining like, in- innocence and like, like it's like ruining their thing. lives and like taking it before anyone else can. It's like, like it's a whole thing. Yeah, like it, it does Sam. It's the, yeah, the, but it, this is a movie where they suck out steam, so this is awesome. The, <laughs> it's it's like, the same they sort of thing. This kid it's so the, good. The, it's the, the horror vulnerability. Of it. The horror it's, of it. When that bud flies out of that kid, I got a heart on. <laughs> it's. I, I mean, and this is why we don't have kids. <laughs> Specifically because you would fuck them. I also just made us have wins. no listeners. <laughs> I mean, this was like the big change for me when, from the very beginning, when from boyhood they manhood. Said, <laughs> I think that may have been What's pubic hair. <laughs> but when they announced that Stephen King was writing a sequel to The Shining. And every single person in the entire world said, "Why? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing?" So, so you did you heard this in real time, right? Yeah. When this all happened, were you like that? Was that your reaction? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, when I lived at the church, and I'm pretty sure it's still there. You were just there for chief. 
I had my shining uh, Jack Nicholson poster on my bedroom door. Like, I love the shining. Yeah. It, like, a lot with my dad and his alcoholism <clears throat> and mm-hmm. my own whatnot. Your own insanity. <laughs> yeah, my non, my perfectly normal brain. <laughs> your your issues with substance as yeah. well. I always as loved I the shining. Food. And, like, you know, this... Right when you were watching this part, and I didn't read the book, and I know it came out a couple of years before, but once this happened, I was like, okay, this is kind of like a different, this isn't it. It's like shit got more serious, I think. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, like there actually might be something to this, what the hell's going on? There was something about it that definitely seemed like it, especially it too, like it wanted to stay in that like campy slapstick sort of like goofy. So much... Uh, weird. I don't know. Just like studio bullshit. I liked it when I saw it the first time, but the more I thought about it, I didn't. I've and seen then it I was just time. like, oh, okay. I've seen it twice. The second one. Mm-hmm. I liked it when I first saw it, huh. but then the more I thought I about it, I I found like, problems. This is with the it. stupidest shit ever. Like this, this evil clown is centuries and centuries old. But all you have to do is call him a jerk and he dies. <laughs> That's true. It's like, I, what? I think I just, it's because my opinion of Bill Hader changed. I think that that, uh, that has a lot to do with what it was. I wanted to like it. So then I liked Bill Hader more. So I liked the movie more because yeah. I was like, I like Bill Hader now. His introduction <laughs> and he's like, th- he throws up on the camera and the camera like comes up and he's on the uh, balcony staircase thing. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. It's like, I wanted to like it so much, but again, when you change the shit that Stephen King wrote, it usually ends up better. Like the first one. The yeah. first movie is awesome. Yeah. For, Are I we mean, talking about the TV movie with Tim Curry? No, the, the remake. First remake. Okay. Just um, making sure. They changed everything. and Even though John know. Ritter deserves more than that, but continue. <laughs> he was in Bride of Chucky. I mean, come on. John Ritter was also in Problem Child, which is very underrated. Oh, yeah. John but, Ritter was also in a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like when you change stuff, it always it, it turns out better. The books are the books, and Stephen King's an awesome writer. Or uh, he has he can get liberties to write super fantastical in a book. Yes, but when you translate it to film, doesn't work. It, it has to be changed. Yes, and just like the Shining TV series compared to this, the Shining Stanley Kubrick is a classic. It's a even it's a piece of art. It's got it's got some things that. Could be tweaked, like Jack's Jack's arc. Sorry, Christ, Jesus can't crook the microphone and his nipples. But it's can't broke his nipples. It's way things better. that can be tweaked. Oh. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> can't used to give random people the uh, titty, titty twisters. That was a thing. Purple nurples. Uh, yeah, I remember one time, little Chris Lee was walking around with a big jacket on. Kent did not know this kid at all, and he knew me. And he's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And then Kent's just like. Titty Twister! <laughs> and went for him. And I was just like, what are you doing? I'll never I'm forget. That's going to be. I'll never forget when we were uh, hanging out on the bus because he and I rode the same bus because we live right down the street from each other, along with another girl. I won't say her last name, but her first name was Amanda. Okay. And he'd be like, some guy told me he went down on you and he said you smell like pizza. You <laughs> 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 smell like pizza. It was in like eighth grade. So to me, I was like, what? 
like I knew what sex was obviously I was jerking off to movies and stuff but I wasn't like experiencing that so I thought it was wild you smell like pizza and she smelled like pizza and she it was like sausage pizza pepperoni pizza cheese. strict cheese I think it's the cheese anchovy she's a bigger girl <laughs> but she was mad and embarrassed I'm sure she, she was, was immediately like fuck you and I was just like that is the that's the right way to ex- respond absolutely just to be mean to him for even telling and, you. And then Kent popped up out of nowhere from the bus and gave him Titty Twister. Everyone got Titty Twister. Oh, God. So while Kent's gone, I mean, let's just tell him we're good and let's, we can stop the episode. We should pee on his notebook. I want to pee on his notebook. I think we should pee on it so he'll be like, ooh, this smells good when he's flipping through it. So like when it comes in, I'm just like, sorry, the computer stopped working. Oh, hey, how's it going, dude? Computer stopped good, working. Sorry, we oh. gotta stop. And Sam peed on your notebook. But I peed on your notebook. Lots of oh. things happen in that short amount of time. Don't mind that recording-looking thing over there. No, I'm not worried <laughs> about anything. <laughs> anyway, kid died. That's where we're. <laughs> so yeah, that was a pivotal point, and they buried him. They buried the kid. And it seemed pretty close to a main fucking road because they do that. It was that cool shot where they show the cars. Because she's yeah. tuning in Funneling and she's watching in. them. But it's in an abandoned area. Yeah, still. It makes me nervous. That's why but they. Even if somebody comes out and they're in the middle of burying this child, they can just be like, you don't see this. We are Jedi Masters. Yeah. It seems like that's the way that they would handle the situation, that they could just, you know, do that MIB erase your memory sort of thing, but they actually take your life. You know what my technique for burying bodies usually is? Is I go dig a grave first, and then I call the cops, and I tell them that somebody's been uh, murdered and buried there. So they go dig it up, and they see that there's no body. And then I kill somebody, and then I bury them there because they won't go back. It's like, we got to go fill that hole on Tuesday. The soil is already dug. They're like, oh, fucking assholes. It's weird. What Sam does... He just he starts the hole and then he puts their head in the hole and he starts butt fucking them into the ground more and he doesn't even oh. have to dig it he just butt fuck buries them. Sounds almost like a dead it's body. Like a, it's like a situation. nail going into a piece of wood. It was but it's a, a butt body fuck going burial. into the ground. It was a butt fuck burial. It was a butt fuck burial. He buried me with his butt fuck. Cock lobster. <laughs> Cock, Cock lobster? lobster. <laughs> oh, big fan. Okay, so the, the times have changed. Thing, things have changed. Things are getting more like serious. Said, this sets off the whole thing. Abra's like, this has to stop, right? And this is when she goes and finds Danny. Yeah, I think and they they finally meet. I like this girl who plays a Abra. Abra, I a think lot. it's a good actress. She's a good actress. She does I a good job for this here. kid. He's turning to page four. Uh, what? No six. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I love the girl that plays her. I have it written down here somewhere because so this she is, did something. According yeah. to this uh, Wikipedia thing, that her seeing that murder is when she alerted and put like broke the wall to Danny yeah. and told yes. and had and that was when the red rum the yeah. moment happened. Uh, Kylie Curran. Is that her name? Yes. She was a, well, a good great job. You did a great job. And then the little girl version of her was absolutely adorable. I would steal her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> steal her. When he when she goes to meet Danny, 
to like discuss things, you know? Yeah. That that gives you a weird feeling. And they even mention it. Is it because it she's just standing there the smiling at him? Well, and they she's just like, and when he looks at that, uh, Billy, is that his name? Yeah. Looks over and he's like, gives the five minutes, um, give me five minutes sign. Yeah. And he's kind of like, why is, like, he why is he walking with on a random girl? little girl and stuff? Yeah. But I mean, they even mention it at the that like on the bench he's like this does not look good which is this is interesting actually this point is interesting because he says let's use our outside voices this is weird to me is how they can choose to like sometimes it seems like abra is there communicating with him and like mm-hmm. he's clearly talking out loud even though his friend is like sleeping in the car but he's communicating communicating with her and pretending that she's in the back seat or something and like speaking out like there seem to be so many forms of communication that they can connect with each other on, which is just interesting to me. You could choose which one Would, you want. Whenever they you can want. just do it, like because because when they finally see each other, they just like she speaks mentally, like tele. Yeah. What is it? What is that telepathically? Yeah. And then he's just like, no, let's just speak to each other because this is fucking weird already, sort of thing. Would so it, I think that that's weird, like how they choose to communicate. Would it have actually been weird? Like, just for Danny to be talking to a little girl? I don't think so, because there were kids everywhere. There's kids But they everywhere. went off and sat down. Yeah. And because she was, like, 13, so she was, like, period age. Would you... And it's a child nobody that? recognizes. That town seems small. Oh, and they recognize everyone, because they can all seem to tell that he's new when he's new. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're like, who's this black girl? There's a black girl in town. Plus, Danny's always getting creepy on kids. It's weird. <laughs> He's always grabbing it's, butts in weird ways. He's one of those coaches that's like, come on, bud. Or maybe yeah. because he doesn't connect with kids usually. Well, I mean, like He I doesn't said, look happy when he's dealing with children. When he's letting them out of the train, Ewan McGregor looks like he he's looks just like as it's miserable just a job. as always. It's just a job. He's just Another getting by. Dick I have. <laughs> Some of them might, so you, you know might want to take that back. You know how many times I've shut this thing in this train door accidentally? You I damn could, kids. If I lay my dick on these tracks, <laughs> derail the whole train. <laughs> butt fuck burial comes right back around. You think Ewan McGregor has butt-fuck buried anybody? I'm going to say that he has. Absolutely. Heads like a nail. What can't I mean, I guess you guys make a point that... I don't know. If he showed up, some, like, really alcoholic dude showed up and I befriended him, and then, Uh like, some little kid Uh kind of... (laughs) Started talking to him. I don't know how weird I would find it. Like, they had to come up with some whole thing. Welcome to 2020, Kent. I think That's it's right. I wouldn't it have, seemed like it was because I of the time. Because he was kind of like, you know, now, like this looks weird now. We can't just be talking like an older I, man. I also think I'm saying it more because bench. it's referenced also in the book that he's yeah. like, I don't like but this. They, uh, but he, there, so in my mind. he's actually her uncle in the book, which is so like some Star Wars bullshit. Everything's got to be connected. Yeah. We don't know that yet in the book. Okay. <laughs> That's why you're here. That's the only reason why. So one thing, so she asks for Dan's help and he does say, he, he says no. He tells her to just go home and to suppress her yeah, shit and to hide. Leave it alone. He's, I mean, he's scared. He's scared for her. He can feel that the true knot is fucked. You know, they're not messing around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just turn this off. Obviously, I've been fine for a long time because I turned it off. So you turn it off too. But Rose is aware of Abra, and this is interesting because she's, like, obsessed with the idea of getting Abra, so she, like, 
she does this whole thing where she goes into Amber's mind when she's sleeping. I don't like the travel part where she's like, which I understand is just for visual effect, but where she's like outside of the globe and like flying yeah. through the air. Not a, that's another thing that I think is supremely fucking cheesy. You didn't like it? That's what I'm saying. What she just said. <laughs> Why? Why? I liked it. Because I think it's cheesy. I just don't. It's just weird. I don't know. And I'm not saying that it's bad. It's not It's not like a reason to not watch the movie or not like it. I just think that it's like a cheesy aspect that maybe didn't translate as well visually as they thought that it would. Um, I but didn't I, like I get it, it at first when she's up high and it's like the cloud part. I loved it when she starts getting closer to the roofs and things start getting faster and then she like walks onto the street Mm -hmm. and then she looks at the house and then like floats up and spins upside down. I hate that. I I, I like shit like that. I liked it in Inception. I liked it. And I liked Inception, but I specifically hated and I even said it the way that she flew through and flipped upside down and went in the window backwards. And then like, I don't, she was like, and Ashley floats in backwards and I'm sitting there like, yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) I just don't understand. I don't know. And I think it's just a way to like make it look cool and have like neat effects and stuff. And fuck with you like vertigo style as well. Yeah. um, I love that part. That's like one of the next to the, like the murder of the boy. I was like, holy shit. Like, the artistic part of it. And I believe it actually like delayed the movie just so they could go get those effects, right? All the CGI and how the clouds are like, yeah, it's like scientifically accurate or whatever, how the clouds are over the city. I feel like the importance of that though, was to just portray the space, like the distance is what it seems like to see like how far she would have to travel to get there. But at the same time, like, I, I guess I, I just didn't like the way that it was portrayed. But I did mm-hmm. like the whole physical thing when Abra stood at the window and then it, like, moved and she was, like, floating in the air. Like, there were a couple things that they did. Or, like, I didn't think it was terrible when Danny is, like, ask. sucked into the chalkboard sort of thing as, as kind of how it yeah. looks. Like, the room. I don't think that that is weird. I just thought that the whole scene of her, like... I'm above the clouds and I'm above the earth and I have no shoes on in this whole movie because I always have modern fucking uh, leggings on and oversized sweaters. A modern day woman. But I don't wear shoes. She doesn't need them. She doesn't need them? Yeah. I, I suppose so. <laughs> I just, I thought it looked good. Like they specifically uh, spent extra time on that CGI and stuff and how you can tell how... If you like watch a live stream of NASA videos, how you can tell the clouds are like floating over everything. Mm-hmm. I just liked how it looked. And then I like the technical aspect of it kind of like makes you dizzy. How at first she's like parallel to the earth, but then it like turns and then she keeps turning and then turns. Yeah, she's and turning then, one way as like the like, earth is turning another it, way. Like makes you dizzy. I did agree that I liked when she started actually. When she wasn't just kind of like going above and then she did start coming down and like when she started going part. in and things started like going kind of faster and like the, the speaking and things like yeah. I did like that, but I, 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 I just didn't like the whole <clears throat> thing. And then the sequence, once she gets into the thing, this part's wild with the she's in the room she sees the file on the and then it's just of like abra's a mind and she's like it's like a wall yeah. of filing cabinets of your memories <laughs> and the things that you store in your what brain what does she say to her minds a coliseum yeah 
My mind's a coliseum. She's so arrogant throughout this whole fucking she movie. She really is because Abra's sleeping in bed and she's just like, sleep. And then she just like opens it and starts going through it. And then Abra, who is stronger than her, immediately fucking takes over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like this part. I like this part a lot. I did too because it gets kind of graphic, but not crazy but yeah abra like smashes her hand and like abra removes part of her skin from her hand abra sitting on the bed is so strange looking without the eyes yeah like skinned over eyes like i uh literally have it written down the white eyes and like just how cool she looks is it white or is it when there's like skin over her eyes when it shows her in a room she's got white eyes but when she's sitting on the edge of the bed looking at her it's it's skinned over okay yeah she's just got nothing there she's like got straight purple hair that cuts off really short and she's like yeah. got a weird voice as she talks yeah she's and then she goes good. into her coliseum mind and, and like you can tell that her like joker joker type smile yeah she's got she's weird like, teeth going so on so happy like yeah, i got yeah. you and she yeah. kicks her the fuck out yep and she goes like spiraling through all the clouds and shit and like going the, backwards and when she hits herself on when the she goes back into her body lips off the fucking <laughs> thing and lands off like, of the RV that fancy yeah. RV that felt good like you felt that oh, hit holy shit oh my god I think so I think it was nice I mean and the, it like adds to like why I like the the pre part where she's like uh, flying across all the clouds and shit mm-hmm. but then gets kicked out and is like Spiraling. Ah, so she's so serene and so in control on the way there, but then when she's booted, it's also like beautiful. It's that arrogance. Technically, would be like scientifically accurate. She's so confident, and everything's just so like right on. But then she gets kicked out, and she Mm -hmm. goes flying back and hits herself and flies off. Back and then her to whole uh, uh, hand is skinned. Oh yeah, that was she like yanks her hand out. That was awesome. Yeah, that was gross. This is when Doug. Grandpa Flick? Grandpa Flick dies, dies. of starvation yeah. because they clearly need more kids than what they are consuming. Mm-hmm. So we actually yeah. see what someone... Cycling out? Is that what they call it? They said cycling. Yeah, he's cycling. And then uh, the snake bite Andy girl is just like, I thought you said that we live forever. And oh, she's like, yeah. I never said forever. Did I just anyone, said a long time. Did anyone say to you? Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, it? It was eat well, live long or something. I don't remember what the yeah, but it was a good line line. was. But I like the whole uh, what's it called again? Clipping out? No, cycling. I like the cycling. Well, it shows that guy, Grandpa Flick, and he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's like, yeah. So I flickering in and out. I think they sound like man bear wolves. When they they're do. cycling, when they die, they do. like throughout the whole thing, they sound like a combination yeah. between like a wolf and a bear that is just like roaring and like, yeah, yeah. it's a very odd sound, but it's like big and almost demon-esque. And that guy's face is built to look perfect when he's doing this like stuff. The lurch like the, guy? Like the big teeth yeah, and when gums. He, yeah, <laughs> when he keeps pulling back. Yeah, it's yeah. so visceral looking. It's like he's getting the wind knocked out of him. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, eat well, stay young, live long. Long Wait. dong, you and McGregor. Then I, I love it when he finally, you know, she gives that. I thought her speech was a little too long to him about not being afraid. They could have cut off about seven words off of that, but seven whole words. Yeah, when she she just kept going on and on. I was like, rule of threes, lady. Rule of threes here. It's not rule of sevens. But uh, please just die yeah i like i liked it a lot when he does finally die 
and they all kind of like sit there and wait and kind of give a moment of silence just for respect. And then it's like he's been alive for like centuries. Yeah, she's, she's talking about how like, like you saw kingdoms fall. Yeah, and like rise. you built the fucking pyramids. Mm, yeah. Like, oh uh, yeah, stuff. you you saw civilizations. Be blah blah blah. But I love how they're still like, okay, he's dead and. <laughs> Time to feast, right? Here we go. I mean, that's why it tastes bad. I would think, think it's dirty steam. No, um, I think it's all got flavors because at the end she's like, "Oh, you taste like whiskey." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, she loves in, it." In the book, she tells uh, the snake bite Andy that they would never eat her steam because she can tell it would taste horrible. Do you think you and McGregor would taste good? Uh, I don't know. I think his dick wouldn't fit my mouth. I think it tastes like Beanie Weenie. Okay, just curious. <laughs> just curious. Oh, in the book, the girl that died that he was with, Danny Torn at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, her name is Deanie, you find out in the book, and he's got a little riddle where he says, Deanie squeezed my weenie. <laughs> Dude, see, that's what... That's, that's that classic Stephen King. Stephen King. Shit that needs to be cut out of uh, Stephen King shit. That's when Stephen King like, is oh not God. strong. He writes some stupid shit sometimes. I love like, it. Holy shit. Deanie Except for the Langoliers. Weenie. The Langoliers was gold. <laughs> like, what... What has Stephen King written since he's been hit by that van or whatever that has, like, been good? Uh, what is it about vans that ruin people's the career? Rest, the rest of the Dark Tower series. Amazing. Oh, yeah, you uh, love Dark Tower. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't brought that up once so, because there's all kinds of uh, Dark uh, well, Tower Well, because it would make this so much longer than it would need to be. <laughs> so at this point, pulling us back She's into it. She's like, don't talk it, about Dark Tower. Don't talk so about So pulling back into it, though. Anyway, rolling the guns. So Danny, who is, he like tells his friend Billy who's the guy who got him the job, who's the guy who got him sober and everything. He uh, Good he baseball. tells him about the the Bradley, the baseball boy story, and they go to dig up his body. I want to know how he gets his friend to do all of these things because the, he also gets him to, like, after this, to, uh, like, kill a bunch of these dead or undead or living whatever vampire sort of steam suckers and... He's kind of he's just like down for the violence You're a lot of the time. It's a lot to ask, and he had no problem. It was not a lot of convincing. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It seems like he's he's got yeah. his friend to do a lot of like fucked up stuff. I thought the and same thing. He didn't seem to have to like. All of a sudden, he's seeing Danny like talk to the little girl behind him, and he's like, you know, you need to leave for this when they're getting ready to exhume the body yeah and he's just kind of like he looks at him kind of like oh it's weird that you're talking to someone who's not there but he's completely yeah. on board for it i think this is where the shining comes into play because i think the billy guy has oh so you think a it's little, like a shining understanding i think he's got enough shine in him that he understands his gut feelings to understand why him. do you think that and he has Danny, shine just because he's a good person is that the whole I mentality behind the movie? Like, I if you're a good person, you have shine? No, because the people that are killing children are not good people, and they have the shine. Oh, that's true. No, I'm, th I'm saying he has enough to feel feelings and then add Danny Torrance into it, who's connecting to him further, and is probably sending even more vibes at him. Might even have Abra sending vibes at him, too, from far away. You know, you'll just feel it. And he's like, intentionally, I got to do it. I, this, and he probably knows this is fucking crazy, but what's inside me is telling me I got to do this. I think plus he, in the book. Yes, they say it. He's got the shine. 
<laughs> what just happened? Did he just fall out of his chair but try hey, and make whoa. it smooth? Dude, don't. I thought I almost knocked over the green screen there. For I, that's what I thought, too. I thought you were going to ruin the whole Zack Schneider Justice League reshoots <laughs> that are going on in your living room here. We're making porn in here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We got Ron Jeremy out of jail Space porn. just I... to do some weird stuff. <laughs> Because he's currently in jail for raping women. I know. That's like, good stuff, like, right? Uh, <laughs> what's he facing? Like 200 uh, years <laughs> in prison? He's going to he's die, die in jail. In jail. Yeah, that's what sure. he's facing. He's definitely going to He yeah. looks horrible, which good. Yeah, I saw that. And he's um, looked horrible for 30 years. <laughs> I don't know. Is it one of those things that, like, I don't, there's too many people to try to say that they're trying to capitalize yeah, off his name, but it more or less seems like he's like just a porno star. I'm gonna fuck you. You're gonna suck my dick, and he just forced himself on some people. Is what it really seems like. You know what you're gonna do. Yeah, I'm fucking Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I know that guy's always been creepy. I have a lot of friends who like him a lot, or did yeah. at least before, but hopefully they. He's always been a creepazoid. Creepazoid. Yeah. I'm, I'm Ron Jeremy. Look at me go. I got a big fucking dick for you. Ho. And I'm nasty as shit. The only thing about me is my big dick. You should basically just put it through a hole in a fucking board and hide the rest of me. I wish Take my this. dick was big enough that I could be a disgusting slob. You are a disgusting slob. You just don't have a Ron Jeremy sized dick. <laughs> so I have nothing going on. Glory. I got microphones. Right, right, right. Computer. Cool. Yeah. It's and disgusting. Bluetooth. Glory holes are the safest. Glory. I thought you were going to say glory holes are the future. They are with coronavirus. What about gory holes? Glory you stick holes? your dick in it and you don't get your dick back when you pull out. Hmm. Gory holes. Can't say I'm on board 2020. For that. In, in the great words of many a police, move along. <laughs> I think that it's what 2020 needs. I think we all are ready to have our genitalia ripped off and just be murdered. Oh, in the, I'm completely down like for many, being killed at this point. Like many great police have said, Sam. That black guy's got a gun. <laughs> Quick, shoot him. Take his life. Sorry, bad joke. Kneel on his neck. Take his air. I've seen you. So where are we at in this movie, guys? So at this point... By the way, have we mentioned that Danny eventually locked all the ghosts from the Overlook Hotel into his It brain? seems like he eventually did. They, yeah, they're all in the chest. And he did teach all... Uh, well, that hasn't happened. No, I was just bringing it up because it kind of paramount to the end of the story. Okay, so... We also haven't talked about why he's called Dr. Sleep. Well, we... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, the whole Doc thing comes partially from him liking Looney Tunes, right? Hey, what's up, Doc? No, it's the whole... It's part of that That's and... the only reason. Oh, it is? I thought it was part that and part something else because he's not an actual doctor. He just works in a hospice center. I mean, as far as The Shining goes... They just call him Doc because he loves uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's how it came. And, and then in this, it's because uh, he knows when people are going to die. So I think that's like when they, again, when they announce that there's going to be a sequel to The Shining and they, it's called Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Well, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I had the yeah, same kind of like, reaction. Overlook. 
What did or that, something like that, that van do to you? Sir? You wanted that <laughs> Like, nobody asked for this. So, th- again, where does the Dr. Sleep thing come from? Because I understand, like, the Doc, because even Danny's nickname is Doc in The Shining. Yeah. But... Yeah. And then, and then you see him that he works at a hospice center and he gets that job from his friend Billy. Yeah. And that there's, like, a cat that comes in and it, it lays at the foot of the bed of people who are getting ready to die and they call him Dr. Sleep is what they say that around the hospice center, they call him Dr. Sleep. Is that really what it comes from though? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if there was something else from that because it's not like he earned it. He didn't do anything. The cat should be called Dr. Sleep. The cat's name is Azzy. Yep. That's a pretty cat. It's a pretty cat. Azriel, the angel of death. Oh, that makes sense. And he, that's where um, King got the idea for this story is there was a true story of a cat that could predict when people in hospice were going to die. That's actually pretty cool. I was wondering if that was something that has happened before, because they always say, like I said earlier, which was my misunderstanding of The Shining in general, that typically children and animals are more in tune with yes. things like that. That's where he got the idea. I mean... He, there's a thing, a uh, little IMDb trivia, where they were saying, uh, everybody was asking him, what happened to Danny? What happened to Danny? And he would, like, come up with some excuse. And then he saw the Azzy article about a cat that can predict people's deaths. And so he kind of uh, fitted them together. And that's where Dr. Sleep came from. His, his name was Doc, but he knew when people were going to die. But he just happened to be there because he was working there. It seemed like anybody who was working there would be associated with the cat. So it seems like the cat deserves more power. But he's more considered Dr. Sleep because he goes in the room and he comforts them in the transition. So he is the doctor in that sense to help them sleep. So he's Dr. Sleep. Go to sleep. Where do you think it started, though? Because it seemed like the cat was already there when he started working there. It, It was. It's just... They never had any comfort before. It was just, fuck, cat's in here. I'm going to die. But he just followed the cat because he went in the room. But it was okay that the cat was like in the hospice center anyway. Like that part was weird to me. The cat was just there. It was a stray. It had just been there. And they just let it It had been predicting deaths before Danny got there. But now Danny's just there easing the transition. And then they eventually. why? Because it's not like that's his job. He's just working his, there. His, his job is just to take care of the place. And part of taking care of the place is sitting down talking to people. Holding their hand through the transition. Ugh. Yeah, his job of, is just to take care of whoever's there. He so. did say, we all are dying slowly. Ha ha ha. Awkward <laughs> smile that Michelle doesn't like. <laughs> the uh, first door he goes through is 217. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's one of the Easter eggs. That, uh, you know. But why is it 217? What was 217? That was the original number in the book that uh, Kubrick changed. To 237? 237. Why? Why did he change it? Why wouldn't he just use the same number? Because the hotel asked him. They didn't think that anybody would want to sleep in that room again after the movie. So 237 wasn't a room that existed? The real hotel does not have a 237, but they do have a 217. That's so fucked up how shit like (laughs) that happens. But it's the most requested room. No, just isn't isn't there, isn't it like the 13th floor or something that they like is like a whole suspicious thing in hotels as well? I remember from one of those books. There was a book I I remember reading when I was a kid. 
And it was something about how, like, yeah, it was about the 13th floor of a hotel, and it was how I learned about it. I don't remember what the book was. Yeah, they uh, they always change that. I think even in Die Hard. It wasn't 237 in Die Hard? It's the construction floor. When they go, if you remember Die Hard. No, I don't. But I do remember that uh, Alan Rickman's in it, so please continue. That's his first movie. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman was great. Hello, Potter. He's a good guy. I have no genitalia. (laughs) (laughs) I want to move see that movie again so bad. It's been years. Dogma Dogma is the shit. Dogma is wonderful. I would argue that it's Kevin Smith's best movie. Personally. I like Mallrats a lot, and I own Mallrats, but I think I would almost argue that Dogma is better. I think I have to go, what's that fucking movie called? Tusk. Yeah, (laughs) Tusk. That's Kevin Smith's best movie. That was rough. We saw that in the theater. <laughs> I haven't seen Tusk. It's not good. I haven't seen it. You don't want to saw... see Justin Long as a fucking walrus? <laughs> I've seen pictures. You don't I see actually Wall- saw Kevin Smith Wallace in the Lawrenceburg Wallace? at the casino. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait yeah, what? I, remember, yeah. I saw Kevin Smith live pre-heart attack. Oh, right before oh like the performing. He just or just like there hanging and out. talked. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, An evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah, like one of those things. Yeah. Oh, that's something he could do very easily. He does them all the time. That's what I mean. Cool. It's just like okay, three hours, Kevin Smith, go, no problem. Yeah. I can figure things out Only? to talk about for three oh, hours. I'm have to tame myself down for three hours. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice to just be able to make money on being yourself and not even having to do anything, just being yourself and talking about stuff? People yeah. just like you for who you You'd are. You'd have to be like charismatic and likable. Sounds horrible. Fuck you. That's kind of how you are. People see you like that, you dick. And then they get to know me and they're like, he's just an asshole. No, you're both of those things. <laughs> I don't think Sam could cut. ever pull that off. What? Fuck you. <laughs> drag? Because I think people you can pull love drag to listen to me well. talk. I'm All right, Buffalo Bill, calm down. On to you. Sam is not about the lotion. Let's go ahead and say that. Sam is ashy Sammy. <laughs> you know the Buffalo Bill house is for sale, and I've been trying to talk Malia. Where is it located? <laughs> Since the Roseanne house used to be in fucking like Evansville or something. Really? Yeah. It sold uh, like a handful of years ago. Where's this house at? I think this house is, uh, I wouldn't say Michigan, but I could be. Please yeah, go to Michigan go to with Michigan us. us. <laughs> but yeah, the Buffalo Bill house. Is That's for amazing. Sale. It's still got the well that they dug into it. <laughs> Inside. It's the- not there. They speci- like they have like a walkthrough of the house. On yeah, like a 3D thing. You know, like, there is no like, well. a, like they made a video of like two chicks like. This is the fruit cellar where, you know, in Hollywood, they film these scenes downstairs. But this, we still have it. (sighs) Shut up, bitches. No one wants that. People want gore. The house is still fucking huge. That's amazing. And it's like a really nice house. So at this point, they do retrieve the glove. You were looking at Michelle and Michigan. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I fucking saved it. <laughs> She's like, I love this house. <laughs> I didn't know that was the Buffalo Bill house. So going back to the movie Doctor Sleep, at this point, oh, yeah, <laughs> Billy and Dan did dig up Bradley's body because they wanted to get that glove. Because Amber said if she could just touch the glove, she could figure out where they were yes. because she could get that connection to the guy who touched the glove. That's and right. she could see where they were. Have either of you ever smelled the smell he's talking about? Of death? Of the smell of like rotting death. 
Yeah, when Sam doesn't bathe for like three or four days <laughs> and he uh, gets in bed and his like, the blanket goes like wafts over his ball smell and wafts it at me. I'd say that that's the closest I've ever gotten to the smell of death. <laughs> it's, it's the exact same oxygen that. No, but truly, I don't really know the smell of death. I assume it's terrible. I mean,. Yeah, not like he's describing. No, not the way that it's no, not that like something has been dead for days. Sort of smell. Like, like he is saying, you will always know that smell when you come come across something that's been dead for a while. It's just stuck. It's like that is the smell. I (laughs) I bricked a house in Greensburg uh, many years ago. A house that someone died in. No, they go and collect all the roadkill and they take it to a place and they burn it. Oh, like, that makes sense. Like every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. And it's like, there's no smell or like no words to describe. You will always know that smell. It, it is very distinct. I, I'm, ass- I'm assuming like burning death like is even burning worse. flesh cool. is what Greensburg smells like sometimes. Yeah. I worked there in the morning. Sometimes it would smell like absolute fucking hell in the morning. No, it is a very specific smell. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. If you worked in Greensburg, you will know it. It's like a Tuesday and Thursday. You could smell it driving up to the town. I love playing those springs on that stand. Coming up into the town, you could smell it. And like the closer you got. You know that. And if you deer hunt or you've like gutted a big animal like that. Uh, it's like a very distinct smell. Ugh. So another part, which I think is also another, not really a, a turning point, but I think no. it's also an important part is, is something I kind of briefly talked about earlier, but that's when Abra's dad, so they actually go like to the house and Abra's dad is like ready to kick Dan's ass. But yep. it's like, we need her, which I don't understand this at all because they don't physically take her. So I don't understand this part, but they actually like meet Abra dan and billy do because they show up at their house and they like talk to their dad and stuff yeah and it seems almost like oh we have to have this conversation with you because we're going to take your daughter and do this thing but they don't actually take her no so billy and dan actually like drive into the woods and they get those uh the not people there whatever they're the called not people the true not the true not <laughs> but what's weird and you and i talked about this both times <laughs> is that when they show up Abra is in the back seat and Danny opens the back door of the vehicle for her to get out. And it turns out she was never even there the whole time, but he Mm -hmm. physically let her out of the back of the car. But the whole time she's at home with her dad sitting on the fucking Island in the kitchen for some goddamn reason. Hindsight. Now I know why they did that because they want you to think she's possibly there when she's sitting on that picnic table. Oh, okay. They don't want you to know for sure that. And then pretty much everyone but Rose, because for some reason they tell Rose, like, we do not want you to come to this when we go get her. And she's like super pissed. Like, what are you talking about? But they're like, we think you should stay back. What'd you say? Oh, because she got in her head. She's been stained, essentially. Because she she got in her head. She's marked. So they uh, they go and Abra is like sitting on a table, looks like she's meditating. And they think that they got her. But it turns out that they didn't. Abra oh. wasn't really there. It was really just a, bu- a stuffed bunny. So did did she did she stab the stuffed bunny with a syringe? That's what yeah. it looked like. <laughs> yeah, because it looked like it was it in the bunny. I didn't like, know if oh. she didn't have the syringe in her hand and that was all imagined too. <laughs> no, <laughs> or if she was like 
stabbed it through, and it went through the thin bunny and went into her hand, and she was like, she gets tired. Oh fuck! No, because she was nobody shoots her. <laughs> she was walking with a syringe behind her back. The other guy was walking with a gun oh, behind his back. Good. The one who had the uh... so she did stab her hand through the bunny. <laughs> no, I think she just stabbed the bunny, and then that bunny went on to be an unhappily ever after. And I'm sure nobody understands that reference. Dude, does anyone unhappily ever after the dust bunny that was downstairs in the basement and that was... the old man would go down and talk to and he was dirty yes and he wanted to go to strip clubs it was <laughs> that the the husband and wife got a divorce but he didn't have anywhere to go so she let him live in the basement and then there was like a dust bunny that he was friends with and it was voiced by bobcat goldthwait this was a what? tv show kit Nikki Cox was like his daughter on the yeah, show yeah. and she Nikki was the Cox. eye candy. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? My dad right watched this and I went unhappily ever after. <laughs> I, I promise you. And, oh my god, my dad what? thought she was so hot. And I was like, mm, whatever. I was like, this show's funny because Bobcat voices the bunny. What the fuck is happening? It's a show that Are used you guys to exist. hijacking my episode. This yes. is our show, motherfucker. <laughs> Bobcat Goldwing. He was a bunny you that to lived in the basement with a guy who was divorced from his wife, but he still lived in the basement of the house. He'd come down and be like, hey, how you doing? Hi! <laughs> uh, it was that bobcat. Um, okay, so so she is able to reach them because she gets the glove, right? Is that is that how they're able she to connect? That's she how can she can track them, and that's why they have to go to her Another house. thing that has yes, changed, changed from the book to the movie... Tell? Why the fuck is his name Barry the Cuck in the book? It's like another Stephen King weird sexual thing. There's something else. Someone else his has name. His name is not name. Barry the Cuck in the book. His name is Barry the Chink. Chink? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sam told me about that. I was like, what? You're saying this came out like 10 years ago? I thought for sure it was ago? the Cuck. His name is Barry the Chink, and she gets it wrong because she's trying to pick up the transmission, and sometimes the transmissions don't come in full. The radio. So she says something like Barry, Barry the, the Cuck or Barry the Kook or something like that. Because every time I, you know, you But watch he's also not Asian in the book. They only call him Barry the Chink because his eyes are slightly upturned. Okay. Because <laughs> I offensive. watched a bunch of YouTube videos about like the Easter eggs and all that shit. Okay. And they all said he his name to. was Barry the CH and then it had fucking stars. Okay. That's I Barry, was like, the Barry the Cuck. I was I, like, why the fuck is his name Barry the Cuck? And why does Stephen King have to put all these weird sexual shit? Into no, the stuff. No, no, this, this one, one was just racism. racism. Yeah, just racism. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote down. His name uh, Barry the fucking cock. I was like, like why? Why do the kids in it have to fuck each other? That's so weird. I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I only know of that and don't actually like know. I haven't read it. it. Right around that time, you it's need too a boner. Much. No, no, no. It's so like everything. So what's interesting about the movie? Again, is that at this point, Dan, Danny, and Billy have shot almost like most of her fucking crew and when they're shot oh, they're good shots by the way for as much as they're getting shot at by several members that doesn't of the happen hunt. in the book though i'm sure it doesn't but but anyway spoilers <laughs> but anyway they get shot it's no. funny that you keep calling him a nerd but you know more than he does nobody expected him to listen to the book <laughs> yeah but uh, it I sounds like you're still ahead of him you're still you still have one up on him constantly. i just read one sentence that said the true knot was all at the ruins of the shining or the of the overlook huh that's all i know interesting 
So I'm, I'm assuming gonna, I'm going to stop listening to. It. So he no, you're, you won't. So he he they killed most of them, and then what's pretty much left of at the site is just like the mind controlling snake bite. Snake Andy bite girl. Andy. And she yes. goes. She gets shot in the shoulder, but she runs into the camper, and then uh, old Danny Longdick runs out of bullets and as he's trying to reload she comes out and she's like you're sleepy you want to go to sleep you're a sleepy little boy <laughs> he took his pants off like at first he dropped to a knee and uh unbuckled the buckle and oh he does like, you're really that. really sleepy and then he did the fly She's like, you need to go to sleep right now. And then Jeff Goldblum popped out. <laughs> He's like, the fly. <laughs> made a bunch of gagging sounds. No, Sam, I made that up. No, but her, his trusty friend Billy steps in and shoots lost. her again, which was great. But I honestly, I really did like this part. I liked that as yes. she was dying and... Like, she still got one in, even though I don't think Billy deserved to die. She did tell him as she was dying to kill himself because, which I think it's crazy that she still had enough power to be able to do that as she was losing everything. Yeah. But Sh- he Shine was still in there. She was just cycling. He kill yourself. Straight on. Yeah, that looked good, too. Without any hesitation, immediately pulled the gun on himself and blew his fucking yeah. head off with a shotgun. Just like two words. Like, she, where did he shoot her? Like... Through the first sternum it, well, or first shoulder? The shoulder, the shoulder then, look then like, like in the throat neck area. Or Something it's like just like just two words. I I just need two words. Kill yourself. And, and it then, worked. And he turns and looks at Danny and then just puts that rifle. Yeah, that was a that nice. Part was good. That was a good part. And I thought it looked good when her she's cycling and you could see like the jaw, like the teeth. Yeah, I love that part. She's like, kill yourself, and it looks all creepy. I will yep. say, like with everything else, I did like this more on the second watch. I did too. And honestly, the more that I kind of read about it and made more sense of everything after I watched it, because the first time I watched it, I was not a fan. Both I of was, us were like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, we were both not happy after the first watch. But then, and then I thought about it and started reading yeah. about it, and then we all because I can't watch a movie in general without reading up on it afterwards. I don't yeah. think I can at all and just be like, what exactly does this mean? Like, what was the interpretation? Yeah. Like, what were they trying to get across? Like, I do I, that with I, everything I watch. I honestly have no idea how you guys feel about this movie. And <laughs> as we slowly I'm kind get, of teeter-tottering, get to be honest. toward the questions at the end, yeah, like, yeah. I honestly don't know how you guys, even still, like, there's been that no makes sense. texting between us. No, no sense. everybody feels or anything. Yeah. And we've been podcasting for probably four hours. <laughs> we are it's been three. Two I hours and 24 minutes. Don't know how you guys... You've been here three hours. Still feel Well, we're good it. at holding that in till the end. So, you guys are masters. So at this point, almost everyone is dead. But right at the end, as everything is happening, Abra disappears because... Oh. The crow dad, crow daddy, crow daddy. Crow daddy. which don't they have please don't get him confused with go daddy. They still, they have the stupidest fucking name. I completely agree, <laughs> but crow daddy has People like Barry the chink. <laughs> crow daddy is there in person injecting whatever it is to knock out Abra in person, and unfortunately, her dad, her protective father, has been stabbed to death. I would like to talk about something first. 
real quick. Well, that's just, already happened, so you should just talk about it now. I just thought of this. After. Everyone has been shot at that place, right? Yes. So the ones who cycled, they're just like, piles of clothes, right? Say that again, because I don't know what you said. It's like, are they piles of clothes where the one people got shot that cycled? After no, it they seemed died? like everything went with them. Okay. Because in my mind, if there was clothes left, the crime scene unit shows up, and there's one guy with his head blown off, and they could tell it was suicide, but then everywhere else, they're just like, just there's just ashes and piles of clothes. What the hell's going on what here? What the fuck is <laughs> that? I, yeah, I, I definitely think that the clothes disappeared. I think it was probably only his body in the so end. So now they're going to show up and be like, what's all this pile of ashes? I guess this guy just came out here and killed himself with an extra trailer. I don't know. <laughs> Like, could you imagine piecing, like, this whole story forensically together? No, no it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. You wouldn't be able to. But we do still have to move forward because we are two and a half hours into this already. It's a three-hour movie. It should be a six-hour podcast. Well, so we're still going. So at this point, as I said, that uh, what's his cool-ass name? Crow Daddy comes. Crow Daddy! <laughs> he has killed Abra's dad. He is, which is completely not going to work. First of all, their house is incredible, which means oh, they, their house is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's huge, <laughs> which means they live in a really nice fucking neighborhood. So this like whatever the fuck race he is walking out with a black girl, a black teenager hung over his fucking shoulder <laughs> and this nice ass neighborhood walking out the front door and leaving it open. Not believable at all. Um, <clears throat> but he officially. Why is that? Because race and we're going to say classism, and we're going to go ahead and go around back to racism, Sam. I'd like to remind everyone that was IamTubby at gmail.com. I am M. Tubby. Oh, my God. You wouldn't release that before. Well, she said it before. what's interesting is that you said Gmail, but it's Gmail and Hotmail. You will be able to reach me at I am M. Tubby at Hotmail and at so you're okay with this? I, am, I don't give a fuck. No one is going to contact me. No one will contact me. <laughs> they will now just to fuck with you. Like Absolutely no one will contact me. You guys hear that? No one will contact me. Okay. So, so yeah, Abra has been abducted and she has been drugged and she cannot reach anyone because she, as what's his face, Crow Daddy says that she she's like awake and she'll come in and out of it. But her, I don't remember what he calls it. But your steam is, a, is sleeping or something like that. Right? I, I don't remember what he calls it, but he said that it's asleep. They call it steam, don't they? Yeah, it's called Crow Daddy steam. and the crew. They do call it steam. But then, which I think is interesting, Danny is ready to drink. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm going to go pee again. Okay. Before we talk about the gold room. The Danny and Jack. Okay. Let me pee real quick. We're not there yet, but that's fine. Go pee, please. That's Let's just take a break. Another break? Yeah, why not? Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Back from back from rare second break. Yeah, Kent had to pee. He's been drinking beers like a motherfucker. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Kent's sober. Completely sober. Informal. I have been drinking alcohol and now I'm on wine. You're not on wait. Wine is oh no one is no one cares. I was drinking whiskey now I'm drinking wine. I send these to Kent's probation. Officer. I'm the person who's intoxicated right now. It's all me. So you were gonna talk about Abra is drugged. She's in the back of the van with what's his fucking name? With Crow Daddy, Crow Daddy, which Daddy. is the stupid ass fucking name. 
Another Stephen and, King. And uh, Heath, Le- not Heath Ledger. Um, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. He grabbed that bottle from uh, Abra's house and he think he's going to fucking drink. He's doing that thing where he's he putting wants it up to, to his mouth. But he, he decides not to and he breaks it on the floor, which I'm sure the lady who owns the place, who seemed really strict in the beginning, would not appreciate She's a bottle like, being broken on her loud. floor. Um, but this is that cool effect. But he does decide, which I do appreciate, that he says that I need to, I just need to like try and listen more, like harder. Which I, I appreciate that. You know, like in life more and stuff, like we should all maybe just listen a little more. Stick out that antenna and pick up that feed, baby. <laughs> Pull your pants down. Pull out that, that antenna. antenna. Well, I feel, feel like, the breeze. I feel like this is the example that we got because we hear like the radio analogy used many times. Yeah, it's like where it's set in. But yeah, this me. is where we actually get like an example of it where we hear him trying to listen and he goes through all of these other like stations. It of literally voices, sounds basically. like a radio. And then he eventually finds and tunes in to Abra and he can, all he hears is help, right? It seems like when he gets to it, it's just like help. So he knows that she, she knows she needs help and he's able to find her somehow, which is really interesting, even though she's like super muted. I like this part, like you said earlier, and then he starts tilting. Like he's on the Titanic. And then the room he slides tent. into yeah, the, he slides the, into the, he slides into the chalkboard, and then he's just like in the van right with here, her. The slide. The slide. Ooh, the cha-cha slide. He Red cha-cha room. slides right into it. And how I thought the marketing of this movie was dog shit. Why? Explain. I'm not a. Yeah, you said that earlier. I don't know anything about that. A sequel to The Shining. Yes. Which in itself bombed at the uh, initial release, but is now considered. Like the greatest horror movie ever, bombed. Okay, yeah. Again, this movie bombs completely. Bombs. Oh, it did. Yeah, like just terrible. I know Pam said that she and Winetta saw it. She thought that we went to see it with her, but I but said no. It, which came out a half a year before this, is the. It's most the, highest grossing horror movie of all time. It is, but it also <clears throat> Yeah. It how, um it, it you, had the name. It had the name because the first one was movie. so successful and good. The first one was really good. Yeah. So I mean people just expected so, so more you're out of it. Saying that. that the marketing campaign wasn't good enough and people getting like this is something to do with the shining. You people yeah. love the shining. I mean, I remember it, and I knew it had something to do with The Shining, but... But and nothing f- ever did anything for you, right? Yeah, it no. was him. The, it was the slide. They put, yeah. they put red rum up on the thing, and then they put Danny Torrance sliding it, and that was like it. Yeah. They, it seemed like they wanted to also make you know that it was like a standalone thing. Like, they didn't want to focus too much on The Shining, even though obviously it's a sequel... Yeah. But it seemed like they didn't want to just ride those coattails too much. So it also kind of didn't see, I don't know, like it was Maybe weird. they were scared of how good that one is. So they were like, please don't keep that in your mind. Please don't compare us to yeah, that. Yeah, like they didn't want to lean in. Just take this as a new movie. Yes, they it's didn't part of it, lean but please don't think of that so one. I think that makes sense. I, I think, think that's part of why I didn't like it the first time. I was expecting some super art film. And it's artistic, mm-hmm. but it's not... Kubrick artistic. I expected yeah. more. And that's Kubrick. what I was expecting, and I was like, Ugh. "That's but why I, think I got I, over that and took it for its own film." And I was like, "Okay, I'm good. I'm in. Sweet." That's why I, I think, think I liked it a little more in the second watch, especially after doing some reading, is that I think I also had 
weird expectations because yeah. it's not a Kubrick film. And I'm not, I even said recently on an episode, Kubrick didn't do a lot of movies, but he no. just had a style. The only other movie by him that I've seen other than The Shining is Taxi Driver. That's not Kubrick. Wait, then maybe that wasn't him. I don't remember who it was because I don't. Okay. That's, so then, yeah, maybe I hadn't because it was a clockwork orange that I've never been yes. able to get through the beginning of the rape scene because it's it's graphic and it's just obscene. So I've never been able to get through that. Other than that, I don't know that I've seen anything by him. By Kubrick. Um. <clears throat> and I, I, it's supposed to like fit a specific style. He did B movie. Did like, you like that? With Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen it and I wouldn't see it because I don't need to see movies like that as an adult. It's not Kubrick. I made it up. <laughs> and I was going to say that Jerry Seinfeld isn't enough to make me watch anything. Hey, I'm a bee. Where's the hoodie? I'm going to go to a flower. George Costanza. <laughs> Kramer, you're a racist. <laughs> Stick a fucking spoon in you. <laughs> Maybe we should review that someday. What, just him yelling? The Michael... Uh, no, how about we Richards don't? Freak just out the moment. rant? Are we yes! Doing? No! Wanna, Kent, you Can should come back like, for the Michael Richards no, rant. Kent's crazy corner where we just <laughs> touch upon hot, really hot topics. And like, then we'll do the, like, the Mel Gibson phone calls and everything. Yeah. The Messages. Just, like, just random. All of like the super offensive. I want my just dick sucked before I get in the jacuzzi. Ken's crazy <laughs> corner. Is it spelled all with K's? It has to be. Even the Z is a K, and it makes no sense. Ken's crazy cra- no. corner. No. It doesn't make sense. Ken's crazy corner. KKK. That makes sense and is a little too much on the nose. How dare you? Movie. Where are we at on this fucking? So the marketing on this movie was fucking terrible. How exactly how would you market a movie like this? I don't know, because it definitely didn't. It was like there's no way without giving things away. I think if you want to market this movie and you want to market to a shining audience, you show more of the stuff that they recreated that's from. The original. Now you're going to be lying to people because you're going to go to that movie thinking it's going to be more Sequel about that. Yeah, but, but I is. bet it would have had more views. But people probably would have shown up like, I thought this whole thing was going to be in the Overlook. God damn it! But. So not to interrupt you guys, but I've still we still have not gotten through this point that I feel like I've tried to pull us back to about three or four different times. Or yes. you probably made the point and we just moved on. I don't think that's true because all all I've said is that Abra is in the van. I've never said anything oh, yeah. about Danny actually because he can listen and he finally is in there. And then there's this whole thing where he like he and Abra touch hands and he is able to like go through the essence of Abra, the essence of Abra. Yes. And speak to that man clearly as an adult man who has been sober for some time and is like, this feels like a hangover. I haven't felt one of these in a while. And yes. you can see out of the rear view mirror, his eyes are looking at her like, this isn't you. Oh, he knows. Because well, he even he says like, he, yeah, he was like, who, who are you? Or like, who is this? Yes. Neat trick. So, I haven't seen this before. Yeah, so this and because this is also an important moment because all of a sudden Danny controls him driving and makes him drive into a tree. So he then is ejected out the uh, windshield and he dies. So it seems like it, it is only Rose with the hat at this point. 
Oh yeah, she's I mean, the only of, one left of this. The true knot. <clears throat> yes. Um, he is fucked up when he flies out of that van. His face is cut up. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't yours be if you were ejected from? <clears throat> I know. I thought he should have like hit a tree stump or something. I think it was more. I think just it was a enough. You do. I think it was enough. I, I think part, if I you get ejected by a car, yeah, but you're gonna be he's, really he's true not up. man. And I was it, wondering yes. how has he gone through living this There's long without people. getting an accident? The intensity. I no. understand exactly. There's still people. So how have they gone this long without getting in a major accident? They're just lucky. I think they're lucky because they're careful and they're not specifically going after things and things that are like trying to throw them off the path because they haven't met anyone stronger than them yeah, at yeah. this point. No, I'm just saying, you live for 800 years, you're bound to stumble off of a cliff once. Maybe not. You're bound to get in a head-on collision. That's the thing. I assume if you live... <laughs> you're bound to have a murder come up and just up. stab you. Hey, this is my podcast too, Drunky. I'll talk. <laughs> Did you just call me Drunky? Yeah. I'm trying... That's the th- I'm, tr- I'm the one trying to move this along in some sort of structured fucking manner. No! <laughs> All I'm trying to say is... I feel like they're living it safer because they're trying to be under the radar. They're trying to not yes, be seen by people. They it's important for them to like live well and live long. So they like eat, eat well. well and they do like yeah, I think that I think they're cautious. I think they're aware of what's going on. So, so I think that they're they don't ju- walk on the edges of cliffs is what you're telling me. They're not walking on the wild <laughs> side. Hey They don't play Russian roulette is what you're saying. Hey Sam, they're not walking on the wild side. What they're doing, they're they're playing it safe, they're driving the fucking speed limit. They're but but one thing they're not doing is that guy did not wear a seatbelt. No. So he wasn't being me. as safe as he could have been because he did fly through that windshield like a motherfucker when he hit that tree. And, and he's all like, <laughs> see, I, I understand that you guys are, are cool with that. I am not a fan. Of what? Of their, uh, what, what do they refer? When they're dying? Yeah. Cycling? Well, I mean, the cycling, yeah. When they're dying. I, I like it. I, I'm not. I feel like it's kind of like. I, no, okay. Let me take that back. I like it when it's happening, when everyone's being shot, and it happens quickly. Okay. I don't like when it is a specific person, and it's kind of like more Stretched a drawn-out death. That's what I don't like. Because he he even seemed to be kind of drawn out, because all of a sudden, she comes to in the vehicle and sees him through the broken windshield. And then it like goes to him, and it's like extra big. And then she feels it. The uh, rose with the hat every time she loses someone and she seems to really be upset about this because yeah, she gets like real bad poop cramps whenever somebody she does. does, but it's because she's also <laughs> fucking this guy. So because I, like, oh, my uterus, I'm assuming where he can reach with his dick inside of her when he's fucking her like up in her stomach and stuff. That's where she hurts when oh. when he dies. She's like, oh, stomach cramps. Oh, that's where he used to get me. Oh, I'm going to miss that. I thought when he died and he turns to dust, you know, and his uh, steam goes off and she's sitting yeah. right next to it. She's like accidentally breathes some of it. And he's like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, oh. And she uh, turns, turns accidentally. <laughs> well, she can pick and choose. I well, just, I just kind of thought that. When you get shot like multiple times and you're like sprays of blood. Yeah. Versus being ejected from a car. Yeah. Like might take longer. Yeah. You'll die quicker from a gunshot than you will from. You're like uh, mangled and fucked up. So what's the point? Like it feels like unless again, my memory is shit when it comes to movies. So 
<laughs> so she goes from being in the car wreck and then all of a sudden like she's with Danny because he goes and finds her because then they're like headed to the Outlook hotel. Oh, this is because they know that she's left. This is when she... and she's looking for them, so yeah. they they don't think that they can fight her alone. Yeah. Or that's what he says. Yeah. So he needs the house because the house may or what is in the house may dislike her more than they dislike them. Yeah. So, but I mean, where's the transition? Remember she's walking down the road and she sees Rose the Hat in the middle of the street and she's like, "You bitch child." Yes. And then she just walks right through her. And then she calls. Doesn't she just call Danny? Does she call Danny? Because I know he picks her up like outside of the hotel. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember the connection and how they met up again. But yeah, it's the hotel. Oh, I really like too when Rose is checking in on things and she like has to dose up on steam. Yeah. To get it going. She takes all of it. (laughs) The entire canister. (laughs) Like super... Super Shredder. It's like yeah, it is Super oh, Shredder. I was gonna say like Super Sperm, but yeah, I yeah, it is Super Sperm. Takes all, all of all. those things. Like she took all the whippets. <laughs> like, that was too much, Rose. Too much. <laughs> whippets for me every time is a certain person Whip who it. is someone I'm related to very closely. Um, when I saw her doing whippets, and I was like, oh my god, you're gonna die, and then in a demonic demonic tone (laughs) I'm not gonna die and I freaked the fuck out (laughs) whippets can change the tone of your existence and the tone of your voice don't do them I think you guys smoke salvia I've never oh no I've smoked salvia but it was with someone who was super stingy and wouldn't let me smoke enough to where I felt anything I know that's fucked up I you guys talked with it on Zach. Yeah. yeah. Sam said you Last had to smoke episode. a whole bowl. Rip the whole one, fucking bowl in one, one hit. hit. <laughs> Hold me it and in. You did that. One hit for At me was not enough. I'll tell you what it you was. You remember this? You remember that? Oh, you, were yeah. you were on the couch? Yeah, me and Adam. <laughs> Adam did it first. And remember because I was like, I won't do it. No, I hate that stuff. For Fuck me, it, it was. all over himself. For me, it was at Indiana University. At Bobby and uh, on top of Bobby and Nick's, it, there was like this rooftop sort of thing on top of their uh, dorm. Like mine didn't have anything like that, but it was like this like breezeway sort of thing, and it, it was like had like gates up and stuff, but you could still yeah. like kind of walk through it. And we went up there and sat, and Nicholas was so fucking like stingy about it, and he was just like. And he had salvia in a bowl that he made. And I got barely a hit and he was just like, give it back. Like that was enough sort of thing. You know, people get like it's crack. Yeah. Yeah, You know, people get when they're stingy with stuff. So for me, it was nothing. I just got kind of lightheaded and then that was it. But we were also like high up and like looking out on campus. Allow anybody to smoke salvia on top of a roof? Or no. <laughs> I, oh my god! But, but Not he felt it. At all. I think Whoa. he and Bobby both felt it. But he was so stingy it that like, I didn't get enough. It sounds like they were using it to get like a small, actual rideable. They were trying to like microdose. I think. Salvia, yeah, yeah. Which is not how it works. Um, <laughs> no, I just think that the like Greek in him may be a little like. You know, like there might be some crossed wires with some Jewishness, and I'm just kidding. That's offensive. I didn't get it. Just that he's stingy. Oh, not uh, even his stinginess. He should have been in another planet. You should have. You should. The Mike. fact that you said, I think he felt it, 
He not, didn't feel it. No. no. You, you should have said, he almost fell off of the roof. No, <laughs> no, because it was like caged in. I'm saying I think so because it was 16 years ago at this well, point. Well, and my memory is shit because I can't remember what we talked about 14 minutes ago, <laughs> let alone... However There's, many years I, remember I just Kent said. Salvia thing. 16 no years. question. <laughs> no question. You are gone. That's what people say. They say it's, it's a short, but it's like a trip. Like that's a bit. 15, or not, maybe five minutes. Yeah, it's like it's short. Maybe it's like five, five to eight. Of just gone. You know, like people talk about like DMT. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's like that. Like you're gone. You're not on this planet. It anymore. was legal at the time. You could buy it from For head five shops. minutes. And you either drooled on yourself and it was the worst thing ever, or you just lost your mind like you took a Joker toxin uh, Batman shit and you just laughed. I think the, the whole thing time. with Nicholas is that he had experienced previously. So it was like he was trying Maybe. to share it with us, but he was being stingy. So it was not like enough that we it's, couldn't really like no, feel it. Like really no stingy to it. Like there's no. It is when you're him. <laughs> yeah, he's Jewish. He's got it all. <laughs> he's Greek as hell. Jeez. He's technically not, but we're being offensive. This but, is what we do here. Like you're just gone. Like you're gone. 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 I hated it. Hate it. Hate and it, then it, it's it. like a three-hour fucking headache for five minutes. Of yep. Off. That sounds five, like spice. Not even five minutes, dude. It's I, like, I remember it as like. Two a minutes. minute, 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like spice. Like when I hit it, decision. like Cutter, you need to bleep that out. Uh, he doesn't listen. No one cares. Care. I think people hit know him like me, that anyway. And he like drooled on himself up at the art shop up yep. there right by Sterling. Yep, he went catatonic. <laughs> catatonic, drooling on himself like this is terrible. And then they turn to me and they're like, "You're next." <laughs> like, Your <laughs> turn, motherfucker. But the oh, cat just went. <laughs> okay, I felt like I fell down the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole. Like I turned into the Joker, just laughing. Like that would be fun. I did. I just laughed and then the whole he, time. He stood up and we all went. Can't no sit down, sit down. And he just went, and then it was over. And then it was that over. Sounds like you. And then it was over. <laughs> yeah, then he was pretty much done. And then it was over. Like just laughed. I felt like, like I was leaning forward on a couch, and I hit it. And then when I fell back, I just felt like I felt fell, fell down into a spiral, it. <laughs> a spiral. I was just gone. Kind of jealous. Ding, like a fucking bell tower. Bang. I had a miserable time. On yeah. Salvia? Yeah, yeah, horrible. I hate it. Oh, so yeah. you were the one it's, who had the bad time. It's Every time it's I've ever done it. Take. I hate it. It's Every w- time you've ever done it. Yeah, I've done it twice. It's whatever the universe gives you. The universe. Hate it. It, it just hands it to you. You're either Ken drooling. Ken was there for my first one. Drooling on yourself terrible or you're laughing hysterically. I don't think it's given to you. I think it's decided by what what direction you're willing to go How in. your brain is? Uh-huh. Just like tripping. Like, yeah. are you... Could you only have a bad trip if you allow yourself to have a bad trip. This is so off of this world, you don't know what's going on at the time. You don't have that choice. A <laughs> salvia? It is not like, like tripping. Fundamentally, you leave, how your you brain gone. is. <laughs> you want to fight? It's indescribable. I can't yes. describe it. It's like... Please. Gone. Yeah, but do you want to fight? No, I want to eat dinner. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Well, then we should probably get back into the actual movie once again. And at this point, <laughs> at this point, there's a crash. We assume Danny somehow finds Abra and picks her up. And now they are officially headed 
to the abandoned Overlook Hotel through bow, the, bow, bow, the bow. snowy hills and something that his average ass vehicle that he has, which makes sense and I'm totally on board with. It makes sense that he probably not this having a huge salary would have like a totally green cheap Toyota Corolla dependable <laughs> like yeah Honda. car yeah. um which makes sense but the fact that it made the he trek took that it a did bus to get to the town how's he got a car now because it was eight years later it was eight years of working <laughs> he didn't go anywhere he didn't need a fucking car he needs a Toyota Corolla it's he small, needs a sensible. cheap car that's <laughs> able to get him from point A to what, point what to the liquor store it's got a <laughs> fucking on to him it sounds like you haven't been watching the movie <laughs> what to the liquor <laughs> it sounds like we need to set you to, in place he bought a sensible Toyota Corolla with a fent in the fender a fent in the fender to go to fucking tiny Have town you You've been drinking as well, Sam. No, I'm just goofy by now because we've been doing this for a while. No, it's a white claw. (laughs) Ew. Okay, you know that beer around the world thing that they have at Little Charlie's? That they like write on the thing? Yeah, on the chalkboard. Sam and I, we both have our names up there. I'm on my second round. Sam's on that motherfucker? Yeah, before he stopped drinking. Shit. And so I'm on it as well. And I'm on my second around the world thing. And what they have like a whole section of rotating tap that you can like fill in yourself. And they got truly, which is like one of those white claw type things. And I've never tried it. And I tried it. And it was God fucking awful. I do came out and looked like Sprite. I (laughs) do not recommend hard seltzer flavored beverages, especially the raspberry, even though I'm not against raspberry. Raspberry. It was fucking nasty. Do not recommend. No, it wasn't sugary. That's that's like that's the idea of it is that it's supposed to be it's supposed to be healthier and lower calorie because it's just carbonated water with like flavoring and booze. And so clear booze is supposed to be better for you, like the caloric value of vodka versus bourbon, like, <clears throat> like bourbon. Yeah. Gotcha. So we're on our way to the Overlook Hotel. We are on our way to the hotel. And at this Rose point, Rose is pissed because everyone is dead. They know that Rose is following. They want her to follow because, again, they don't think that they can defeat her on their own. They think they need the evil of the Overlook Hotel to help them. So they get there. He tells Abra to stay in the vehicle. He's going to go inside and he's going to wake it up. I I really yes. like this part when he's going in and he's uh, looking at things, reminding himself the lights are glowing as he walks into the overlook. I like how he remembers to turn on the boiler and everything. Like it's yeah. Oh, he's got a plan. He knew exactly what he was. Well, I mean, do. it's also like it's what they did for a whole fucking winter. Yep, so. for sure. It's um, kind of like built in him. Kent, do you know if they used the same hotel that they filmed the original Shining in, or did they build sets? It's all sets. Okay. So they, they did do it like they a mirror got... image of the previous, but like yes. aged. Next they... question. Where do you think I get that carpet? Because <laughs> I said carpet? if I ever get a music uh... studio in the future... That's the carpet. But I that's want. in the opening Everybody scene. Everybody fucking loves that carpet. That's yep. that's Everybody the opening that carpet, a though, right? Sweater, like yeah. Everybody no. fucking. This one has actual he carpet. He had that Apollo <laughs> Eleven. No, the Apollo Eleven sweater. Yeah, the Danny like, wore when yeah. he was stands yeah. up. Yeah, that was cute. Everybody fucking loves everything from The Shining, but nobody knows it's like actually like from The Shining, like the twins. 
aren't in the Stephen King book. That's a Stanley Kubrick thing. I yeah. know. I didn't know that. But he made that all up. But the the carpet though the carpet yeah, that, you're, well, that we're talking about that's revisited in the beginning of this movie yeah, that I yes. talked about earlier. Like I just want up. I want moon carpet. But that's, that's the carpet that you're talking about. I want like, fake moon landing referencing carpet. Yes. So no, you don't want that like <laughs> pattern '70s carpet. You want some weird fake moon landing referencing no, '70s carpet. That was a reference to a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy. Oh, because Stephen. Stanley Kubrick was supposedly the one who filmed all of that. Yes. And it was his, was it his soundstage or was it just a soundstage that he used supposedly because he was so good at the time and he did 2001. He spent 10 years filming uh, 2001. Yeah. Not, Which I've never seen. Not actually filming, but like conceptualizing and writing the book and like doing everything, coming up with the graphics and all that. Okay. And like the big room that spins that had never been in a movie before and all that kind of stuff. But then the Bye 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 music video by NSYNC brought yes, it back. And then, yes. Sorry. We're, it's, a, it's a level playing field bye bye. between the two. Field. <laughs> so... They all said, like, that was a big warm-up for him to do that. It's a huge conspiracy theory. And then they say that The Shining is him confessing that uh, he made all that shit up. Like, the rocket. Like, Danny's standing up with the rocket on his chest. Mm -hmm. And the carpet looks like uh, the launch pad. If you look at aerial view of the launch pad, it looks like the carpet. Launch pad from... uh DuckTales. DuckTales. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm glad you got it because I was like, oh, which one was it? You know what so, I'm talking about? No. Launchpad was the name. Was it Was it that or was it the... Was yes. It, Launchpad was the character's name from the show. DuckTales. No, it wasn't Chippendales, though. No, it, no, it was uh, DuckTales. Okay, just making sure. Woo. DuckTales. Woo. And then sometimes he was on Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. Good shit. Yeah. Darkwing Duck. But yeah. When you're in Wait, trouble, you call DW. Are you that people like carpet? You were like, everybody likes that carpet. Everybody likes that. It sounds like he's not Am a I allowed fan to like it if I know hair. it's from The Shining? <laughs> That's why Does that I like it. Does that mean you're anti-pubic hair because you're anti-carpet? Kent's not anti-carpet. He's anti- You don't have to answer he's that because that almost seems carpet. a little too personal. You don't have to answer that. He hates, he hates seeing people wear the shirt and not know what it means. You know. Ooh, that's like when people are like, Led Zeppelin's my favorite band, but they don't know how to spell Zeppelin properly. Led? No, I said Zeppelin. This is, is that what they get wrong? Zeppelin? Yeah, because they don't put the second E in. Z-E-P-P-L-I-N is what I've seen. They're like, Led Zeppelin is my favorite band, but I don't know how to spell it because I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been on that fucking kick since MySpace days <laughs> about one specific person, and I've used that as a reference forever because I'm a mean. You guys brought it up in a somewhat recent episode. Ooh. You guys brought up Led Zeppelin. Well, that makes sense because yeah. we reviewed Red, Red Zeppelin not that long ago, which is Led Zeppelin performed by Red Skelton. <laughs> Nice. Nice. I can fuck things up, but I can also come up with stupid right back. shit. So Danny's at the Overlook. <laughs> Abra's at the Overlook. They, they are there. He's the inside. Overlook. It's warming up. She is waiting outside in the vehicle because he, what's her fucking face? Rose with the hat is on she's her way. Yeah, and it is. Out. It seems to be obvious 
in the situation that there's no way that she can be heading to the outlook based on where it's located without being spotted first. Oh, yeah, it's one road. One road in. So she, and he says to let him know. So that means mentally, right? Because it's like a mental connection that she like tells him when it's time and he knows to go. Yeah, it's a mental connection, but we get all this cool stuff, including the Jack Torrance scene. I'm going to bow out for this because I do not think it's cool. I'm, see, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. I don't like it. And I don't know if it's because even though I clearly didn't pay close enough attention to the shining previously even though i own the yeah. movie uh <clears throat> i didn't like the callback because it almost seems like if you're going to do jack, jack torrance that you should take it the step over to where it's potentially bad like where where, where they almost should have done the fucking like de-aging thing or they should have done something i just don't like the route that they took like i almost would have appreciated my disappointment in some other form of them like trying and failing versus what they did because for me it didn't work but you guys talk because you guys liked it right yes (laughs) okay so so yeah i thought they made him look enough like jack nicholson without just making him look exactly like jack nicholson i thought his mannerisms were good his hairline was perfect it looked exactly like the same hairstyle he shaved his head did he? That's a wig. Well, I yeah. knew it was probably a wig, but I'm saying they nailed the hairline for it. And once again, it is the kid um, from E.T. Yes. It is Elliot. Yeah. They're killing him. He's also in Gangs of New York. He, oh, he fucking is. kicks ass in Gangs of I New remember York. him in that movie, actually. That was and a good like movie. He's like the fucking traitor that they fucking hang up that was on. That's a the... good movie. Have you seen yeah. that movie before? Yes. I, really? I love that. It's one of my favorite movies. Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. is really... <laughs> Um, underrated, I would say. I don't think anybody really knows like who he is or what he does, but he's really underrated. He does a really good job. He like did that Versace movie or whatever. That was really. Uh, he didn't do that fucking Candelabra movie with Michael Douglas and Matt Damon. So I am not interested in this conversation anymore. <laughs> you flipped. You loved him just a second ago <laughs> until you remembered he wasn't in a movie about. <laughs> Fucking Liberace. <laughs> I want you to know that everything about me is very conditional. <laughs> I am completely flip-floppy, and I have no real stance or drive. That might be my next movie I fucking choose. I <laughs> fucking love Gangs of New York, actually. That's so actually a, that's a really good movie. He put a piece of glass in his eye, and he's really tapping a knife to his eye, and it tink, 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 tinks. Fuck. That dude is fucking nuts. <laughs> Plus, we get Leo in that movie, and Leo's amazing. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. That movie, I love that movie. I'm sure people. Anyway, I'm sure the the general consensus in the world is that Leonardo DiCaprio was a good actor, right? I think. Like you, th- I mean, do you think he's a good actor? I think he's a horrible human being. <laughs> he really cares about the environment, so that makes sense. Because fuck the world, suck it for everything. It, I think it's he's worth. just fine. Yes. I think he gets. What do you think? Do you think he's a good actor? I know we recent we brought up Inception earlier. He's like in that Inception. movie. I think, I think, I think, he's think great. he would be a good actor. And I, okay, yes, I think he's a good actor, but I think he, like his own face has ruined him. So this is okay. You can't put a fake mustache. <laughs> He is getting serious. No, no. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I understand. Like Tom Hardy, some shit. This goes back 100% to Rose with a hat that we talked about earlier. Is that you appreciate that she is a new face 
and not someone. Yes. I think that was the character that we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, either yes. way, it is nice to have new characters and new actors in these movies because you're not connecting them to something else. Yeah. It you is don't know important. that they're going to die. It's important to have new people all of the time and see what they're yes. capable of and not connect them to something else because you would just constantly see that person. And I can't remember exactly who you guys were talking about earlier. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio movement or mo- move, movement? Movement. I would say it's the bow. His, <laughs> my favorite For me, Le- it's definitely the bow. My favorite Leonardo. <laughs> talking about the Titanic again? <laughs> it sinks. My favorite I Le- mean, if we're talking God about, ba- I'm no offense, but I'm sorry. If we're talking about Billy Zane and bowels, it makes sense. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Continue. Move on. My favorite Leonardo moment is when he gets mustard rammed onto his eye by Robert De Niro in that movie. I was going to say, a, that the boy's life or a boy's life. Yeah, my favorite is when Robert De Niro beats the shit out of him as a stepdad in this boy's life. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's great. It's from like the 50s or something. But yeah. The it's, movie itself is not from the 50s. No, no the, the time frame. I'm not the best at math. But. No, the time frame is what I meant. Is it set? A boy's life. This boy's life, I think, and is what it's called. Robert Schwank playing like a dude. Schwank, Schwank, (laughs) (laughs) playing basketball or some shit. (laughs) Wait, I think your boy's life. No, I think you're overlapping some things right now. So first of all. (laughs) <laughs> Hillary Swank, Swank? Like, she's, like she's a shank Like, like, like a swanky shank a, Like when women walk by and Garth goes Swank 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 Yeah people are left bleeding Afterwards yeah. It's a comic book action sound Oh my god Where what, Oh my Okay <laughs> Three hours Nothing has happened this far into the episode Two of us are intoxicated. <laughs> Three of us are retarded. Hey, you're not allowed to say that word. Sam. Said the R word. This is a safe Earlier, space. Like, I want people listens. Retarded. <laughs> you know what? This I is was... a safe space for people who were born in the 80s and 90s to freely still say retarded like we have the majority of our fucking lives. Yes. So you guys, if you want to say retarded, if you want to say buttarded. That shit's gay. If you want to say something's gay, if you want to call someone a fag, Jesus, this is free territory. We're not going into racist we're shit. We're just talking about boy we're, names. We're just we're just boys calling each other simple names. We're playing. We're pish poshing. We're, we're pissing and shitting around. We're just playing games. We're shooting the shit. It means nothing. All of Kent's notes look like they're song titles because he capitalizes the first letter of each yeah. word. Yeah. You just... know what also capitalizes the first letter of each word? A note in your fucking phone. So all he is doing yes. is just following the typical guidelines a note in my phone. of grammar. If you were... Yes. Make a note in your phone in Samsung Notes, Sam, and see if ever... What the fuck is Samsung Notes? You have a Samsung phone. You have notes. You have a note app in your phone. Every line will be uppercase. So he is just following the structure. Every word will? Yes, of every line. Are we talking about this notes? I don't know what that is. It says notes. That looks like nonsense. Says notes. Whatever you showed me looks notes. like complete bullshit. I think you need to reevaluate your notes. I think you need to not use a system that 
fucks your grammar up. I think we all need to go back to saying words that offend people. No! Let's talk about The Shining. <laughs> that works. So at this point, Sam, we are there. Look. Danny Sam. is opening. He's he's making everything wake up. He's like, it's you, like, lights, come on. Up. He's like, Dad, come back to life and fuck with me and make me try and drink again. Yes. Dad, uh, you are my dad. And he's like, no, I'm not your dad. My name is blah, blah, blah. It starts with Lloyd. an L. Hold on Lloyd? a second. You can't skip over that scene. I can do whatever I want. You can't. You're you a can't, because I was going to say the same thing. No, we never got to talk about it. We won't want to tangent. Because me and Sam are both alcoholics, <laughs> and his dad is dead. I'm on well, my way the there, point of the and your dad is on his way to being dead, so let's my continue. My dad is, too. I'm, I'm going to pee really How? fast. God, I can't. I'm the one who's sitting here like, maybe this is an opportunity for me to leave and pee, but no, leave now. Just go. Just go. Just get. Get. Get, boy. Get. Get out of here, boy. Get. It came out yesterday. We still need to watch it. I want to watch Rudy Giuliani putting his hands down his pants. That's what we're watching after this episode recording. I'm not going to be able to get through it. I've had a bit of alcohol tonight. <laughs> I've wanted to have fun, and I think it's been fun. It's probably not fun for people listening, but that's also fine. You're not sober either, but let's continue. So at this point, they are at the Overlook Hotel. And yeah, what's her face? The cat's not moving past the Jack Nicholson part. <laughs> He's oh, going to come back, and we're going to go right back into it. And we can. That's fine. Okay. But... From my memory, because I always have a skewed memory of how things are actually chronologically lined up in a movie. That's just how I am, especially because a lot of times for these podcasts, I am trying to do research while watching the thing. So I just naturally miss out on things. And, you know, once again, I'm the R word. So sometimes things happen and I miss things. But at this point, they're there. She's coming. She alerts him through her mind that, hey, she's coming. You need to come out here and join me. It's time to stop her. And at this point, Kent is back, and he's going to go backwards and talk about things. And <laughs> I'm going to go piss. So enjoy. She's going to go pee. Jack Nicholson scene. All right. Let's do it. I really. What did you guys talk about? I thought the. Uh, nothing. The man. <laughs> I thought the mannerisms were perfect. I' glad he didn't go full Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he, he could have really fucked it up. Yes, but like I said, they told him to do like an impression of the essence. Yeah, like Jack Nicholson is Jack Torrance yeah. to a degree. Yeah. But you don't have to do a Jack Nicholson impression to do Jack Torrance. I think if you did a Jack Nicholson impression, you wouldn't be doing a Jack Torrance impression. No. Because it's not like Jack... There's more like weird mannerisms to the real Jack Nicholson than there are to like Jack Torrance. There's like an anger that doesn't really exist. You got to get that like... Switch flipped off. I mean, I guess he did beat the shit out of someone's car with a golf club. But (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought he did a very good job, but I noticed with the uh, director's cut, it's a much longer scene. Yeah. Much longer. Much. Yeah. It's like another two minutes or something. Another two minutes of just bar talk, and then there's also the, the they cut out the whole bathroom scene in the, yeah. In yeah. the theatrical version. Yeah. Which is but perfect. I, I really liked how he's trying to talk to him, and he's just like, 
you know, it's still just the overlook, and he's trying to talk to him as his dad, and he's just like, you got me confused, sir. Don't you remember, Mom? (laughs) Yeah. It's the medicine, sir. Oh, I love that part where he starts talking, and he's like, you go home. And he's, like, basically bitching about life, and and this is the medicine. And then he pours another drink for Danny, and he won't take it, and he just fucking smashes it across it. it. So we can see that Jack Torrance rage come right back. Like, it's still there. How do you, um, like... (laughs) Just kidding. Guess who's back? (laughs) How do you like the saying, uh... How the shining is how alcohol will destroy you, and this movie is about how alcohol, like fighting the alcohol. Sam, you're an how? alcoholic. Explain. You saw this as fighting it, like it's like it's all general. Like you almost saying the true knot is addiction in a way. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of Danny. Like, they played it so good in the movie, and I don't know how it is in the book. We're like, he comes so close to taking a drink of that fucking uh, liquor when yeah. he's in his room. Yeah. And then he fucking smashes it, and it's gone. Yeah. Um, in the book, it's even more, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, putting the cap on, taking the cap off, putting the cap on, taking the cap off. I'm glad they didn't do that in the movie. That seemed... Yeah, it, it just would have been, been a little drawn out. But, uh... I don't know. Keep going. Like, um, you love alcohol. You're just like me. When you start drinking, you're like you just want to keep going. Oh, I just yeah. That's, that's why I can't. It's take not like one. it's all the time. It's that it, once you have one, for having, him it was all the time. Having twenty <laughs> and keep keep keeping it going until as that's, far as it goes. Well, that's when it becomes a problem when you make it all the time and you already have the. I just yeah. have to keep going when you have the first one. Because yeah. like I can party. So when you make your first one, seven thirty in the morning, it doesn't work keep out. Going. Keep that's going. nuts. That's fucking crazy. And that's like what these movies are about. And that's what I thought. Uh, what you meant when, like, you missed a bunch of stuff in the uh, The Shining. Not that The Shining is a supernatural power. That like the I the think whole the implications the of, of who story. was actually like not really controlling, but who was like like for me, Danny was completely just experiencing the product like the products of his environment. To me, I didn't realize that Danny had any like I don't want to say control because it's not like he controls anything, but that he has any like insight, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. I just didn't think that Danny was special. I guess I just didn't get that. I'd never got that feeling in the, from The Shining that he was special. Just that he was a product of his environment. I think The Shining is so isolated that it... Uh, it's so isolated. It's so isolated <laughs> that uh, it doesn't allow that. But then if you're going to make a sequel to The Shining, then you kind of like have to open up some doors, per se. Like 237? But the whole point is The the Shining is that this guy is uh, fighting addiction and they're all isolated. And he like slowly deteriorates. And he finally gives in to his addiction. And uh, everything is uh, gone from there. Yeah. So so you're saying you... Do you think the message is skewed in this? Or are you saying that like it's just slightly different? In Doctor Sleep. 
You're saying that Shining was like about addiction, and then Doctor Sleep is like fighting the actual substance. Yeah, the yeah, this is about fighting it. Yeah, and no, really, no matter what you do, you're. It's always there. It's going to always be there, <laughs> and it's going to destroy you because he dies at the end. But he didn't. Well, he did give in. We're talking about at the end. Danny, didn't right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the idea of what actually happened with Jack in the book that didn't happen in the movie. Yes. Was that in the book, Jack stayed inside. He redeems himself. And the the hotel blew up with him in it. Yeah. This. To like save his family and stuff. Yes. That's the perfect marriage I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Is in the movie he doesn't redeem himself. He is like You're talking about Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah. He was he, in it till the end. He, he was just stopped. To yeah. the yeah. end to the point time. that he yeah. froze the entire, in the snow yes. <laughs> in the labyrinth. Yes. Yeah. And then in this one is more like the book, which what Stephen King wanted is that Jack had an arc and he uh redeemed himself at the end. But in this one uh, Danny takes that and he redeems himself and the hotel burns down. And then it's going to go on with uh, what's her name? Abra? Abra. So at this point, what? where are we in the actual story? Because I did leave to pee. Are we still at the same spot? Like, Is Danny working to stay in the house and do like, has he done what Jack has supposed supposedly done at this point? Where you guys are in the story, like is is the outlook burn burning? It's burning. And Abra's- no, we skipped over a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, God, Rose the Hat shows up. They go out there. She Rose sees the a lot shows of up, the she's like, like you're you got things in your head, kind of. I'm going faster because I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Rose shows up yeah. and it's the final battle, basically. So his shine, Danny lets his shine go through and she's, she sees him for the first time and she is like, how have I not seen you before? And then it comes out that he has been suppressing his shine and then there is a little mini battle between the two of them and it is obvious again, which is why I brought this up earlier. Do you think that Danny's shine would be stronger if he hadn't suppressed it or like what level do you think that that they would actually like naturally be on? Is she only stronger because he suppressed it, or I is think, she actually stronger? I think Ken was right that if he would have kept up with it, they'd be pretty much even. Equal, evil, yeah. Yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah, say yeah. the right word. So, but she's clearly so. stronger. So he tries to stand up to her. He has Abra run away when shit goes yeah. down. I have a question. So they go into the mindscape of what's his nuts, Danny. Yeah, they go into the maze. Yeah, they go into the maze, about. and they try to put her in the box. Yes. What would have happened if they put her in the box to her physical body? Like, she's a real person. I mean... They just go in the mindscape. Would she just been, like, catatonic and blank? Is she a real person in the sense that everyone else is a real up. person? Like, that's the thing. Like, if she's not an actual living person, if she is, like, undead, yeah. or whatever it is to be a part of that... I assume she would be on the same level. So it wouldn't be like her her distorted physical body would be any different than anyone else's being shoved into a chest. I feel like it would be the same thing. Her being supposedly like a human and being alive, I don't think it would make a difference. I think it would be the same thing as the lady in the bathtub. 
whatever. So she would just be is. gone from physical existence mm-hmm. as well. That's my guess. It just disappears. Because it's I just think she would smoke up like the other ramp. I think it's okay. just close. Right. It's like a mind over matter thing. It's just what stronger prevails. But of course, it doesn't happen. So if you're strong <laughs> enough to lock her away, I think it would essentially be the same as everything else. But she proves to be pretty fucking strong on her She's own. Super strong. She's like enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when that when that uh like box the, thing the box is, is creeping up behind up her behind her <laughs> <laughs> bitch <laughs> that part's that ridiculous so weird and like it's it's like cartoonish that part was cartoonish that all of a sudden there's just like some box that's trying to box her in and then she's like no and then a bust and breaks thought, behind her it's the like, box come on. coming up was like Bugs Bunny behind there pushing it up <laughs> yeah super cartoonish like Looney Tunes not serious I'm four years old uh, and then what? They're they're battling. Oh, I like it when there uh, is a battle. He's holding the axe and he's like, he goes to hit her and she gets fucking nailed on the shoulder. Yeah, and she, she like throws it off. She does that weird shit it, and like sticks it in his leg. Sticks it in his. He uh, definitely gets fucked up. He doesn't he get fucked up twice? Isn't it like shoulder and leg? I feel like it's like she gets shoulder. And then she yeah. pulls it out and puts it in his leg. Doesn't he have something else happen to him? I feel she, like there's more than one. Then she hits him with the him. butt of it, and then puts it kind of around his sh- like mid area and throws him. And then yeah. she goes over there and starts squeezing his leg, so she can. Ew, she she's can like sucking get his the steam shine out, out of him, him already yeah, while yeah. he's alive, and he's like gud, gud. Blood is that gushing. That part was sexual. She's like, oh, it tastes so good. It's like I whiskey. told you, it tastes like whiskey. It's like, whiskey. It's a, like a big sexual thing. There's definitely sexual. a sexual, like, vampire sort of, like, But here comes the part. In. I understand. Talk. I get that they got to have a big moment. But I find it incredibly cheesy when she's like, there's something in your head. Do you guys hear that? Show me what Something it is, is buzzing. I think it might be Ruth. That is it Ruth Buzzy? It was me. It was you. Okay. Um, when he says, did you just say it? Well, I was hearing that buzz. She like, uh, she says, you taste like whiskey. Show me what it is or whatever. And uh, she grips onto his face and that's when his eyeball turns white. Yeah, because that's when he <laughs> he opens the boxes that he is suppressed, yeah. Yeah. and he like sicks everything on yeah. her. I'm trying to see if you guys knew the for- fucking horrible corny moment that I hated at this point. I'm <laughs> sorry, I cannot read your mind, love. When he says, she's like, they're in there. He's like, yes, and they're starving. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you mentioned how, how much you didn't like that and part. This is when it, the chests are super CG and they break open. Break open? I okay. could not take that. I was like, come on, you guys could have filmed an actual chest <laughs> and busted it open and put it in there. Ooh, like tits, like someone bursting yeah, from in between yeah, tits. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm being childish. But I love this part because you get to see all the old ghosts and I think they all look great. Oh, like the old man? Nice party. Yeah, he looks like, great. All of them. Grady looks fucking wonderful. Of course, Miss whatever her name looks good. Massey. Yeah, they all looked great. And I love this stuff where they're shoving the fingers under Rose the Hat's uh, yeah. face. Yeah. And like the skin's going over their whole hands. That part was fucking cool, man. But still never understood that 
these ghosts like to feed on mist until this movie, but it's cool to see the old shining ghosts again. Is it yeah. a, is it a tie-in with the mist as well? Since yes. that's also a Stephen King movie. <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden, Thomas Jane pops out of a wall somewhere. Shoots a child. And then he's like, I'm the Punisher. And then he rips someone's piercings <laughs> out of their face. All right. So he didn't do that, but that happened in that movie. Anyway, <clears throat> I like that movie. Was that a good movie? Looking back on it, is Punisher? The Punisher the okay? The Punisher? Uh, no, The Mist fun. is fucked up. I don't think that you can... Awesome. Yeah, I don't think that you can uh, argue like the insanity of the end of The Mist. Like, there's really nothing that compares to that. I love The Mist. I think, I think The Mist is good, and Thomas Jane was great. Another Stephen King book that was a director took what Stephen King did and then added and changed things. I don't and know what was different. What was different? Was it's the a, ending the it's same? It's a short story. There it, was no mist. Like no, it. was the ending the same <laughs> in the sense that he, like, killed everyone but himself it, and then they were saved? Was that? It doesn't, it, like, alludes to it. It doesn't outright say... That was so strong. That was such a powerful ending like, to a movie. It's Frank Durbout, uh, who did uh, Shawshank Redemption. And Good stuff. movie. And the actual Stephen King story is like 50 pages long, but they took it and made it like a two-hour movie. So they did like... A, they expanded upon it, and it's better than what Stephen King actually wrote. And we'll see about that. <laughs> Read it, man. It's fun. I will listen to it. So we do see Danny as an adult. We see him kind of going back and forth between... I don't know if you would call it possession, but there's something that he... He definitely, like, his eyes... One eye is white. Oh, yeah, but we got to say, Rose the Hat is dead. She's done. She's, they oh, yeah. sucked out her mist. She's done. Then they go over and they're like, Hello, Danny. And you, it looks like they're going to get him. Like they, I thought they, they were just going to straight up do exactly what they just did. They cut away, and it's like, how Kill is he again. going? Kill him. Yeah, I yeah, thought they were. like, how yeah. is he going to be able to defend himself? But they just do that one wide-eye possession. Which, He's, this part was, the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't need this. This is too much. This is a hat on a hat on a hat. But then I thought about it later, and I think the Overlook knows and the ghosts all know that Abra is much too strong in The Shining that they have to use an actual physical person to take her down. And then they can get the mist. Like Danny. Like Danny from the first one. Like, they need yes. to use the physical realm. They can't. Like, she's just too strong. He, like, like, when she's running from Danny at this point and she goes into room 237 yeah. and she sees Miss... Haversham? Miss Massey? What did you just say? Miss <laughs> Haversham? That is. <laughs> What's okay. that from? Nothing. Yes, your it mind. Is. It is from your mind. Please <laughs> continue. And even she knows. She looks at that ghost and she's like, go ahead, try. Like, yeah. She whatever. knows. You ghost. Whatever. You may be something for these motherfuckers, but you're nothing for me. Wait. So then I was okay with it. I was like, all right, I understand now. They're doing the reject. Plus, he's got to have the fight with him. But do you not find it hysterical? When he's chasing her down, and he's and he like goes to swing the axe, you know, and it stops, and that thing was cool. I like that. I like that when he doesn't hit her, but then he kind of becomes unpossessed, right? And he's yeah. like, "Quick, we got to do this now before it comes back." And he's like, "I can, I can feel it. It's gonna come back." Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> that part was so <laughs> horrible. I was like, oh. Exa- yeah. Nobody was happy on set that day. I that feel like the, that's the director's fault. I don't feel like that's Ewan's fault. No, it would have been f- goofy no matter what. I feel like he was told to do that, and yeah, there was no way to avoid the weirdness. <laughs> It's like it's not but gonna this, translate well, but just do it, man. This is like the Steven Weber uh, shining now. Because Steven Weber, he looks way more possessed in that version of the shining yeah. where his eyes are like demonic and his like yeah. teeth are kind of green and stuff. So it's basically that ending, right? It's in yeah. the Kubrick version, he more or less just gives in to alcoholism mm-hmm. and kills everybody because he's fucking drunk. Yeah. And in the Kubrick or the King version, he drinks, which kind of allows the spirits to just get in. Yeah, it breaks down the wall possessed, for possession. But he comes out of it at the end. He fights him. Yeah, yeah, to let the boiler blow up. Yeah, yeah, like he stops it and lets it happen. Which, which is, is exactly what happens in Doctor Sleep. Happens in this. Which is what, yeah. Sacrifice. He wanted to bring it back around and kind of like wrap things up, kind of deal, instead of I don't know what happens at the end. No of the book. idea what's going to happen. And at the end I of don't the book. really care like what happens at the end of the book because, in my opinion, this movie brought back everything I would want out of a, a Shining sequel. It's a complete own story by itself, yeah. but it still has enough. Like it has the carpet and it has like the chapters and whatnot. And it's just fun. That's why I chose it. Cause I did a demon movie already. Demons is something. Demons is something. Demons I did something. a stalker uh, slasher kind of Halloween movie. And now I got like a vampire and a haunting movie so we don't have to do vampires anymore after this i hate doing vampire in brooklyn that's right that's that would make more sense (laughs) but other than that yeah vampire just vampires aren't my thing you know from the corner of my eye no one's gonna understand this but you look like that ranieri guy have you watched any of that uh nexium sex cult stuff on HBO. Yeah, you look like a sex cult leader. No idea what you're saying to Okay, me. that's fine. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand Nexium the words sex cult, sex that are cult, coming baby. out of your mouth. It's a thing that <laughs> HBO just did like a nine episode special on it called The Vow. And it's okay. about this sex cult that Alex Mack, who was on Smallville, which was a TV show. Yeah, she was a show. She was a part of a and it was like this uh, supposed like self self help thing that white people were a part of, and like women had to follow like really strict diets and like be super skinny, and it was essentially just like a way for the guy in charge to like fuck everybody. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alex Max, that's on HBO. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. It's called The Val. Alex Mack be fucking. Alex Mack be fucking. What the fuck? It was interesting, but apparently from what I've read, there is something on Cinemax, I think, that they're doing a better special right now about it. Because the people the no, the people who are doing this, the vow, are like the people who were previously involved. So it's almost like they're trying to redeem themselves in a way. So it's like from their perspective of like mistakes that they have made and like what they've been through. But I guess this there's this like seduction 
show that's on Cinemax or something. It's probably not Cinemax. I'm probably totally wrong about that, but it's one of those movie channels, and it's it's from the outside, like completely. Huh. And it talks way more oh, about how I guess there was like a woman that was kept as like a prisoner in a basement for a while. They didn't talk about that at all on the HBO special that I watched or the docu series. So it was interesting. If you haven't seen The Vow, I know Zach has because Zach put a, a something on Facebook a while ago asking if people huh. were watching that. But yeah, The Vow. I love <sighs> weird ass documentaries. Check that shit out. That shit is so up my alley. I love it in cults. Cults. Ah! <laughs> Mind fucking yes. So we got anything else to talk about in the actual movie? With this movie, at this point, the the Overlook Hotel is burning, and Abra is outside. She's seeing it happen, and then at the end of the movie, we get Danny visiting her in the way that Scatman Crothers would visit Danny. He's dead as being dead, but also being almost like a guardian angel sort of situation, like. Someone who is gone but is still able to provide wisdom in the growth of the main character. Hello. I think we're basically at the end. Yeah. Done. Is that good? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. All right. I was good. Good, good, good. You were good? Yeah. I was going to say I was good before having to explain the whole end thing. I was like, Overlook's done. We're out. Good. Yeah, but we (laughs) needed a cap. People we watch the fucking movie. You'll it. see the end. Fuck the off. movie is officially <laughs> over. We are officially hours it later. I mean, you have been here for over four hours, so we are officially to the part of the podcast where it's, it's time fun. to go over some questions. Ooh. I got some questions for you, baby. I got some questions for you, honey, honey. You got some answers for me. You got some answers for me? Done. <laughs> All right. So, Kent, why did you choose this? I chose this because we did a slasher movie. We did like a demon night. Demons movie. is something. Demons is something. Demons is something. I thought this was like a good bridge. It's a it's a part vampire movie. And <sighs> then it's also part uh, haunting movie. So, it's like a good mashup. Plus, uh, nobody has seen fucking Doctor Sleep. <laughs> true. That's true. What do you think we thought when you gave it to us? Like, uh, do you think that we had seen it already? I knew you hadn't seen it already. Because Sam said you hadn't seen it already. But we were supposed to watch Halloween, the mm-hmm. sequel. And then when it looked like that fucking movie wasn't coming out, I told Sam, like, I'm thinking about doing Doctor Sleep. If you guys have... Have you guys seen Dr. Sleep? And you said no. It was in my queue on HBO Max like, for a while. Nobody has fucking seen Dr. Sleep. It's a sequel to <laughs> The Shining. It's like nobody expected anything out of a sequel to The Fucking Shining. But it, I felt like it was actually fucking fun. I think that was part of why I was hesitant to watch it. Even though I wanted to see it, I was just kind of like, I mean, going into my judgment per- prior to watching it personally... Hmm? I was a little like what I didn't really know what it was going to be like, which is why I was hesitant to watching it, even though I had it yeah. on my watch list for over a month. Uh, yeah. I'm nervous <laughs> to watch something that is the sequel to something so great because I have seen Texas Chainsaw 
And that was a direct sequel to the first one, yeah. supposedly, and it sucked. Yeah. So the old 30, I get worried about things like that. 40 years later, yeah. the the story continues. I mean, it's go get like, it, Nobody cause. fucking wanted a oh, sequel man. to The Shining Ugh. with big dick Ewan McGregor. Go get him, cuz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ewan McGregor can flash his penis around the screen as much as he wants to. We're no matter what, to me, he is still the man who likes to be in movies with dead babies. Questions? <laughs> well, that's where we are, but that was where I I look like you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you like looked at me like... See, no, so I honestly have statement. no idea. How Did you guys like this movie or not? Well, Sam, I, I don't think well, we're there yet. First of all, what was your judgment prior see, to watching it? Yet, what was your judgment prior to watching it? I felt nothing. I was just like, okay. <laughs> For me, it was okay. I've been wanting to watch this movie. I've had nothing pushing me to watch this movie. Kent is now the thing pushing me to watch this movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how many... Well, we watched it twice, and we already oh. explained that we watched it. We watched the director's cut once, and then we watched the theatrical version the second time. Yeah. What, Sam? I, was, I should have said, I was... Uh, daunted by the three-hour runtime. I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yep. That I was, was part of the prejudgment. And it's something I've also talked about on this podcast, how I I fret. Like, I, I truly see runtimes for movies, and I'm just like, Ugh. but I will watch six episodes in a row of some hour-long show, and it doesn't make sense. So, yes. It, <laughs> wow, that it, was awesome. It does not make sense that I don't watch more movies. I don't know yeah. why I don't. But, I, yeah. <coughs> I don't know. It is a long movie. <laughs> tune out on a show. You can't tune out on a movie if you want to know what the fuck is going on. Not like a sequel to The Shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So do we want to do least and most favorite characters? That's typically what we do when it comes to movies. Who do you think is your least favorite character in the movie? I can't talk. I'm getting hit. I don't know. I find this <laughs> least and most. Sam, is this movie set up for that kind of question? I think Did... so because I know I have a most favorite character. I don't even have that for me. Well, somebody else go first. I'll go first. I'll I'll, I'll say it. Um, my least favorite character is Rose with a hat because she is she's too confident that it bites her in the ass. I think that she feels like she's so on top that no one is going to come. With a stronger shine than she. Yeah. So so she just like, yeah, she thinks her shit doesn't stink. She thinks that everyone should bow before her. And she is shown up by a child. And she seems to be upset by that. So uh, my least favorite character is Rose with a hat. Sam or Kent, go next. No one? (laughs) No one? Nothing. I don't know. Um, Let me think. My least favorite I, character honestly, is that old man that dies in the hospital with Ewan McGregor <laughs> because he's a horrible fucking actor. And the whole time I was thinking, this old man can't act his way out of a fucking bag. Is it the very first one? <laughs> the or guy is that it, can't sing? Or is it the one where he says no one is in this room and there is someone in the room and it's another old man? Like, is it the first old man that tells him about how the cat Yeah, is at your feet? Okay, yeah. so it's the first I'm guy. I'm talking about Scatman Crothers. I never thought you were. There are two old men that the cat goes into their room. First, it kind of makes sense, and he goes in, and then we see that he is like the kind of person who 
talks to them as they're dying yeah and then later the cat goes in a room and he's like you're going into the wrong room it's empty but it's not empty yeah and it was scat man crothers <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> well i'm wrong <laughs> no i hate that fucking old man because he's a horrible actor the black and guy he's just... no he hates the white man i hate okay. the old white okay. man that's like Call him Dr. he's like no the cat comes <laughs> and sing, tells you when you're gonna die the song about the yeah, bar in like, uh, Havana he's like he's like I don't know I think I tuned that out because I wanted to stop <laughs> watching him act yeah he's like bring me two pina coladas one for each hand yeah I phased that out I think I was wanting to die inside at that point <laughs> that makes sense we all kind of wanted to die at some point I'd Scott say in man life. <laughs> All right, so Kent, do you know who your least favorite My uh, least character is? Favorite character was Violet's mom because she gave up <laughs> she's real a, easy. <laughs> she's irresponsible. That's true. She lets that beautiful baby She'll just wander into the abyss of the woods. It just comes outside of the fucking shitty RV and says Violet, Violet, and then. That's she, it. Violet's the one who steps out of the RV. She's already just sitting there, just hanging out. She doesn't He's talking about shit. later when he goes searching for her. She's probably reading He's the saying fucking... that her search, her search is no good. <laughs> He's saying she's, she's a bad searcher. Yeah. She's reading a fucking <laughs> Stephen King book that took way too long. Uh, okay, I'm going to say you sound like a helicopter parent, and in the land of 2020 Trump, we let our kids travel and pick flowers. We give our kids independence. We let them be who they want. Trump 2020. Next question is, who is our favorite character? And since I was the one who went first with the least favorite, I'm going to have to go first with the most favorite. And to be honest with you, I don't have anything chosen. So very quickly, I will come up with who I believe that my favorite character from this movie is. And I'm going to go ahead and say that my favorite movie from the... That's not correct. My favorite character from the movie Dr. Sleep is... Well, Scatman Crothers isn't in this movie, so I can't give it to him. And I don't know who that guy is who played the role. He did good. He played a good Dick Halloran. I think he did good, but he's truly not my favorite. When it comes to my actual favorite of the movie, I think it's Abra. I think that the actress... No. God, fuck. God, fuck. <laughs> the whole time. But that's the thing. Okay. Shit. I am conflicted. Okay. So, you need someone else to go? No. <laughs> Sam. No, truly, I think that Abra was a great actress. Okay. But I think that Jacob Tremblay, that scene as the baseball boy, it, it was a real turning point for the movie. I think it was really important. I think he was a great actor. So to be honest, I'm I'm stuck between these two, I would say, relative and age children yes. between Jacob Tremblay and the girl who played the main role. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give it to Abra. I think the actress who played Abra, not as a child, even though she was so adorable when she said, Abracadabra. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to the like the 13-year-old Abra. Awesome. S- Sam or Kent. Who's your most favorite character from the movie? Grandpa Flick. Because <laughs> you like old men who die? Because I like big, weird, goofy-looking dudes. I knew it. He seems like he's... He, I mean, he's been around for so long. He's seen so much. He'd probably tell you, you a lot. You just can't... You can eat burgers with him. He's grilling burgers. doppelganger for every single movie. He's it's a hamburger, no-cheese <laughs> sort of guy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, I'm going Grandpa Flick. All right. Paul Flick is awesome. Can't, and, you know, he I, likes to cook kids, so good guy. <laughs> accurate. Kent, who is your Don't most favorite Don't bring it up, man. Character? That was heartbreaking. My favorite, char- <laughs> my favorite character is the same as yours, uh, Abra. Uh, Abra she's strong. Abra. And she Abra has, is awesome. She has truly almost no fear throughout the entire movie. This entire she's a movie, badass kid. This entire movie is on Abra's shoulders. It sure. Has, uh, it's a... As the first one is kind of Danny, the father and son, this one is kind of like daughter and somewhat of a mother. Like, it's the inverse of it. I think it was daughter and uncle where do you get the mother i guess the father is the bad one in the in the original the shining yeah this is that's a male father and son and this one is female versus female like both of their uh this bitch yeah the whole scene it's a very female driven movie and it's because we're not gonna let you guys take over anymore that's right. We've had and enough. We're going to let our pussy shine. It's. I feel like it's the Go exact ahead. inverse of The Shining. Go ahead and try to take over. We'll still have to open a jar for you just to do anything. <laughs> well, understand that you can't live unless you stick your dick in a vagina. So, but I mean, you I'd can. Love, hey, as I long as the girl that I'd, plays... I don't uh, care about future. Abra. <laughs> the girl that plays Abra is like very well should be a huge movie star in... 10 years. Just like Jacob Tremblay. I think like, he was great she, as well. Yes. When He's my she second gets favorite. older, like she should be a huge movie star. She did everything. Like, she did a great job. Like She was great at being sarcastic. She was great at when Danny was in her head and she was being like her version of Danny. I think she was great yeah. at everything. Like when she smiles, like you don't know where you're standing. Like, like all that kind of stuff. She killed it. And it wasn't nearly as uncomfortable as when you and McGregor smiled. Let's be honest. I heard Aber took lesson acting lessons from the guy who played grandpa flick. So, you know, because it sounds like a clown taught her how to be who she is. All right. So Kent, how old were you when you first started watching this (laughs) movie? The next that's a horrible question. <laughs> that's why I laughed. It came out a year ago. 33. I can't. The math. Well, you watched it when it first came out. Like, did you go to the theater? I guess. Like, I should ask. Yes. Like, did you see it in theater or did whole, you wait? He told us a whole story. Shut I up, Sam. Up. I'm giving I him his time. Up. I made that whole thing up. Okay. So, um. I did, was, uh, what's the date? Today is currently Saturday, October 10th. Nope, that's correct. That's the month. Yeah. It is October 24th. October 10th. 2020. October 10th. Nope. 2020. <laughs> it's October 24th. <laughs> Don't try to hide the date from the public. <laughs> I'm lying. I was 32 and... One third years old. That's not true because this. it came out November eighth. So, oh wait, yeah, it doesn't. Well, okay, fine, whatever. You had just turned whatever age you were because your birthday is November first, pussy. All right, so um, you stepped on his joke. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He's not here for Son any reason other bastard. than we just need something to further along what we're doing. 
He's not here for himself. We just pretend that and we boost people up like, yeah, it's about you, but it's really about us. Okay, so. Can't step on her joke. Do you think I am just Abra and you are just a bunch of, you're a couple monsters no, that I want think to step on me to get to. You're the cadabra because more. you don't even deserve to be brought up. Only the Abra is discussed. The Kadabra is left in the dust, and that is you. You are the Kadabra dust. All right. So, um, Kent. That's fair. So, how did you originally (laughs) feel about this when you saw it? Did you, like, originally love it, or did it take a while to grow on you? I thought this movie was going to fucking suck. Nobody ever asked for a sequel to The Shining, which in itself bombed and slowly over 30 years has, uh, in theory been the very best horror movie ever made and now uh, we're going to introduce a sequel to it and it seemed like complete garbage i have a serious question outside of the questions that are provided and i didn't look this up but i want to know how they got you and mcgregor like what was it about this story that made you and mcgregor agree to it was it like was it the money was he like a fan of the shining like how were they able to cast a, such a big name as you and McGregor, a foreigner, a Scottishman, to agree to do this movie. Like, what was it? Do you think that it was that that got him? Do you have any idea? Like, have you read anything about him agreeing to do this movie? No, I don't. Money. What? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the paycheck was huge, but there had to be something more. Do you think you and McGregor is a big movie star? <laughs> I think so. I was kind of thinking the same thing. No, no. I'll <laughs> take that, Ewan. First, no, he was in those fucking, he was in the goddamn Star Wars movies. For the me, ones everyone hates. The worst ones. But people hate it because they saw it. So they know because, because, because they saw it. So people know who Ewan McGregor is. Everyone knows who Ewan McGregor is. So... <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a consensus. I'm sure there aren't polls out there on fucking websites, but I'm pretty sure that as a society, the majority of people know Hume, who Ewan Big Huge Dong McGregor is. So, with that in mind, with Ewan McGregor being known as Big Dong, Ewan McGregs, um... <clears throat> Is Ewan McGregor only known because of the horrible Star Wars movies? No, he's known for always being upset, never smiling. So if he smiles, he can suck train spotting. That's all I can think of train spotting and Moulin Rouge. And I didn't like Moulin Rouge, but I saw it. Train spotting, I enjoyed, but again, dead baby. I only know the music video to Moulin Rouge. (laughs) Hey, sister. So, so sister. Sister, <laughs> better get that dough, sister. It's like Christina Aguilera and, and uh, Beyonce or whatever. No, it was not. It was um, it was Lil Kim. It was Maya, Pink, and Christina are, are Aguilera. Talk about methods of man with Missy Elliott producing. We're not talking about methods of man. We're not getting you see naked. The video, Mom, she's riding a big chick. <laughs> I feel like it's been brought up way too many times. So, would you recommend this movie to people? I would. Kit? You would guys tell me. Did you, did you guys like this movie? Sam, did, did you like this movie? I would definitely recommend this. I feel like... Like I said, I did a demon movie. I did a slasher movie. 
And I feel like this is like part haunting and part vampire. It's fun. If this is all the vampire type stuff that we're going to get, I am satisfied with that because I don't need any more vampire stuff, to be honest. If it's like full on vampire story, like vampire movie, then I will ask you to stop being a part of our Halloween <laughs> thing. But just kidding. And then we will start our own kit and talk <laughs> about vampires. That's, and not, that's not even true. That's crazy. Because um, we're doing the Twilight series. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. That means you guys are going to specifically put glitter inside of your dick holes. Mm-hmm. So when you pee, you piss glitter and happiness. Yes. All right. Gonna... Sam, you said, did you say that you did or did not like this movie officially? No, you guys went off on a tangent, I said. Well, I asked you, he was the one that took it in a direction. Did you like this I movie? I did not like it the first time I saw it. And then I thought about it more, and then I watched it again. But you do believe and that the, do the book is... <laughs> Let me finish the sentence. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like, but the book has made it better for you, which is a total outside thing from uh, the movie. Uh, it kind of did. But what really made me like it more was not watching the director's cut. I enjoyed the theatrical version more. I think they cut things out that didn't need to be there. I do miss the title card stuff. You brought that up, and I was like, fuck. I do like title cards. Yeah, title, it comes from the original. That reminded me of the Donnie Darko director's cut, which, like, added different things. I don't know. I don't, I think that I specifically didn't like the title card stuff. I I did, but I did like, I like the shorter Jack Torrance thing. I think it ends better when he, in the theatrical version, he hits the glass. Yeah. And it's done. I didn't need the extra bathroom stuff where he's. That felt like they're just going for fan service at that point. I, yeah. We already got the point. You don't need to go on. I mean, I liked seeing it because it was reminiscent of the original Lloyd scene. Like, yeah. management's upset with you and stuff, and I get it. But I like the theatrical cut more. So knowing, But I did enjoy it by the end. Yes. Okay, so knowing that, would you watch it again? Or do you feel like you've seen it enough to where you I get it? I could watch it again, but I don't watch that many movies. I could watch it again. I think it's a movie that if I watched more and more and more, I would catch more and more stuff. So, but I'll probably actually watch something else first. (laughs) That makes sense. So when it comes to whether or not Halloween three again, it's fine. When it comes to whether or not I actually liked it, I completely agree that upon the first watch, I was not a fan. I was completely off board. Yeah. It was better the second watch, even though I did kind of fall asleep a little, but I've had a headache every day for a week, so I was hoping to suppress the headache, and it worked, and I felt like I watched the majority of the movie. I saw everything that I felt like I needed to. I didn't think that like the action stuff at the end I, I needed to see again. Yeah, you basically yeah. fell asleep for the Overlook stuff. And, and I was it. okay with that. I felt like I saw everything coming up to that, and then I woke up perfectly for the scene that I thought that the lady doing the Shelley Duvall part yeah. When she was scared in the bathroom. And you woke up perfectly because the axe went through the door and it went, ah! <laughs> and yeah. then you went, that's the what? scene I like. And then, and then you fell back asleep. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it literally went like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scene I like. <laughs> that's how it felt. And um, it was nice. Yeah. I think that that was a good way to view it. I think it was appropriate. I saw everything that I needed to again. I appreciated it more. I think I appreciated it more from reading about it than I did actually seeing it the second time. Seeing it the second time made me appreciate it because I 
didn't understand as so much yeah. and read about it. God, I miss so much. I'm fucking stupid. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like the clue. When I watch a movie, I am just a clueless blank slate. What's yeah. that? I, I am. What's I'm, I'm going like a, on? I am. I'm like a child. I immediately just like wipe my slate clean, and I'm just like, Durr. and yep. sometimes. I miss important things. Yep. Sometimes I need to watch something like two, three, four times to like totally get every, and I feel like people are like that in general. It's just, we're different on how much we pick up each time. I maybe just, I'm, I'm totally more in, I think on the emotion when I watch a movie the first time than I am like the semantics and like the specifics and all of the, uh, all of the details of like the characteristics and why, you know, the, the why things are even happening. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't like, seen one flashlight yet. And they keep talking about shining. Like the, <laughs> I, I feel like that sometimes. So like, you know, the little things all the way up to the big stuff. Um, but I, I think I would watch this movie again. I don't, I don't feel like the first time I watched it, I don't know that I gave it enough. Like I, I, that's the thing for not understanding the shining as much as I did. I still felt like I held it in such high regard that I didn't respect this as much watching it at least mm. the first time. Like I, I, I expected more out of it. Definitely had to put that to the side. The forget about the shining. Like this is its, it's own a, movie. It's a, it's its own thing. But yeah. It's also it, a perfect sequel. It, but it's still but like you're wanting. It's such a weird thing to think that you have to like not consider it when there are so many things that are pulled from it that are in it where you just have to like decide if you want to disregard the new Jack. I have not. to be okay with a different movie is what I'm saying. Like, That's it wasn't just what I mean. a remake of the show. That's what I mean. Like yeah. you have to decide if you're okay with it or not. It's not. And for me, I'm there's, okay with it. there are certain <laughs> it things. It's okay. There's certain things I am. Out. There are certain things I'm not. But it's it's so recent. This came I out think, when I was 13. I would have played it all the time. I think time is going to be very good to this movie. Like, it's going to be a sleeper. It's always going to be one oh, of those movies movie. that everybody forgets about, like Sleeper. Sleepers. And then you're like, oh yeah, dude. Oh, that talking about sleeper. It's the, the movie. And oh, I'm talking about sleepers where yeah, kids where are they raped. Left the, yeah. hot, the hot dog cart. Oh yeah, Ken, Ken's talking about sleeper dude. where only one child pushes nobody, the hot dog cart down. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody talks about that movie. That movie's but then great. Once you say the sleep, you know sleepers. the sleepers. Like, oh yeah, it's the same thing. It's I a think great movie. This will be looked at as the same thing. As you never really think about it, but then once you watch it, like more things open up to you, but it's not really all that complicated. That's why I think it will, it's going to be a classic. That's why I say I'm open to seeing it again. I it's, feel like there are just things in movies like this that are so attuned to telling people who are very aware of what is going on, or mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just a dope in a field that I maybe need to hear it a few times to really be able to connect the dots. Yeah. So that's kind of where I feel like I stand because I'm not super sharp when it comes to the shining. Like I'm not, I'm not super it's... into it. I don't know all of these extra things and all of these like behind the scenes things. And like, mm. I've, I watched it as a dummy who thought that, who didn't realize it was about Stephen King's alcoholism sort of thing. Like I just yeah. watched it for the 
absolute like outside projection of what it was like as simple as we are this is what this is and that's usually what i see movies for like i am i'm completely in on the emotional aspect of it i'm not trying to like see beyond things i'm not trying to like think yeah. of what people were trying to portray i'm There's i'm completely on the front end of everything i'm just like Bleh. Yeah. I'm like a child. I think there's enough of that to like like support like oh, this is kinda deep. But there's also enough to just be a straightforward kind of like scary movie. Yeah. I think time is gonna be very kind. Okay. To I honestly never even considered like what how it would be in the long run. Say the 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 fact that you're saying that time will be kind to it. I never thought there's of it not that way. A single jump scare in this movie. Oh nice. Not a single jump scare. I can't in this think movie. of anything. That's but true. like when the fucking two three seven, the very first time the door opens, and it takes like <clears throat> what is it like forty seconds? It takes like, a while. It takes a second, and then she just kind of like slowly comes. Yeah, forward. It comes into view instead of like it too. Like bah! I'm a big scary naked lady. Bah! Like that. Yeah. Like what's her name? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. even though like you it's know so like it's like perfect. It's yeah. not. It's there's not a single fucking jump scare in the movie. But Suspense. at the same time, for my libido, it's also kind of nice to it's get jump naked scares. Yeah, you know, it's nice. it is fun. It's just kind of something that you would like have to invest in, I guess. Yeah, I don't understand. So Sam, yeah, this part is interesting because I don't think this is a part that anyone is prepared for. We are doing a thing right now. This lands in the middle of our Halloween special special week. Yeah. Where we are reviewing different Halloween specials that have been released over time. Yes. Even though there are people who have talked to us about doing other podcast episodes, nothing's been set in stone. Technically, the next episode is yours. Yeah, that kind of hit me about four minutes ago. That I probably should have chosen something. <laughs> so at this point in time, I didn't think about this beforehand either. So at this point, you're going to have to be the one to come up with what's next, Sam. <laughs> Do you have any idea with really, you know, no forward with this? What's going to be next? Even though I think we're going to have some new guests coming up soon. Do you fuck have you, Rambag. Fuck you, Mel. Sam, do you have any idea at all what you're going to give me next after this week of Halloween specials? It's this Halloween. thing that we haven't talked about at all, and all of a sudden you're on the spot, and you have to come up with something to give me. What do you think it's going to be? Do you have any idea of like a movie or an album? Do you, do you need help with anything? I've never felt more on the spot than this moment has been with coming up with something out of nothing. Sam, what's next? Uh, next, Michelle. Uh, I gotta tell you, this took a lot of thought. <laughs> Y'all were watching Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> After Halloween, when everyone's out of the spirit. <laughs> The thing that we're reviewing next is, is the thing. <laughs> it could easily be like there. There's a band in particular that I know you love that you have never. Tell me, I have no fucking clue. I was gonna put it in afterwards. I was literally gonna sit here and go. 
What about like Alice in Chains? Give me an Alice in Chains no. album. Why is that? Why is that a no? It doesn't feel right. Well, because you're a fucking retard. Stop saying the word. That's you the, can't come up with anything. So that doesn't mean I'm mentally retarded. I think so. I don't have one. We're gonna. It's I'm gonna have formally to known gonna, as the R word. I'm gonna have to put this in later. Right now, we are listening to First Two Seven Inches" by Minor Threat. Okay, there it was. I don't feel satisfied. I have That's no fucking clue what to tell you. Very satisfying album. Well, I think to be this honest, is your problem. And I have it till Wednesday to stick it in there. <laughs> Just like your dick. Or till Tuesday night. You got to blue chew that thing up. Let's get this going. <laughs> blue Metall- chew your brain. Metallica, S&M too. It's Please do not get any more Metallica yet. I'm not ready for more Metallica. <laughs> well, guess what happened when I sat here and tried to think of what I got to give you? Metallica. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Kent, very much for Happy coming Halloween. on this Thanks episode. Thanks for having me. Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween, for sure. It's so long. Fuck you, Kirk. Fuck you, hippie. Y'all thought you were going to take my crown. <laughs> no most. one's going to take your crown. You're Kent. Now it's a three-way battle. You're you're typically, you're the only person who owns a holiday every year. That's True. right. You thank got you. that up on him, too. I love you guys. All right, we this are is done. The best. This has been a really for long listening. episode, but it's this been has so been very fun. fun. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Get candy for your kids, whether you're taking them trick or treating or not. Go to the vape store, buy edibles. Everyone, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, listen to uh, so Steve Miller Band. Watch movies with you and McGregor. Fantasize about his huge dick. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, Happy Halloween! Reach out and grab you. Good damn, bro. Abracadabra. <laughs>